What you gotta do when Big Fat Bring It Back Billy comes in your house with a bed of roses and a bottle of wine? He's gonna wine and dine you. Oh, what up, Jimmy Day? It's that time again. We listen to the podcast about comic books. But I heard y'all gonna bring back bopping. I got something you can bop right here, baby. It's called my tush. And Eric, I heard y'all gonna bring back Mr. Sketch flavor scented markers. Just don't eat the licorice one, baby. Bad for your tum tum. And Jim. Y'all gonna bring back Healy's Zoom Zoom. Welcome back, all you hip shakers and love makers of the Get Fresh crew. Sit your sexy selves down and get ready for us to break down and discuss the DC comics of this week. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is episode number 206 of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. 206? Pardon me. Milestone. I'm busy fighting with somebody on Twitter. <laughs> hey, don't have time for this podcast. <laughs> Tell this podcast to, to hold off a second while I get mad at people on Twitter. Hi, one and all. To the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, we are a spoiler podcast that reviews and maybe uh, I, I previews. I was going to make up something and it didn't work out there. I now <laughs> want to pull and out of that one. Where is Jess? Not that Jess. Where is my – I think I got rid of the edit that out. Now I'm screwed. I can't read. read I, I can't get it out. 206. We're a spoiler podcast that reviews – and amuse That's what I most of this week's DC Comics. Doesn't fit. It, I have more to say. See, I stabbed them 26 times. I had something to say. Obviously. If you want to read our written reviews, go over to WeirdScienceDCComics.com and also check out our Twitter at WeirdScienceDC. You, you can go over to Twitter and start arguing with me. That's what everybody else does. And on Facebook <laughs> do you start at Facebook.com slash WeirdScienceDCComics. Shit, boy. Ooh-wee. Uh, yes, uh, I did have uh, some interaction on Twitter today that I, I enjoyed. I talked to some people. Some people asked me suggestions for books, and I gave them my suggestions, Eric. It was Commodore <laughs> Schmidlap asked yes, me yes. if he should go and get the Detective Comics sale, uh, A Lonely Place of Living, and follow the Batman, the James Tynan detective run, But they were and they were worth four, $4.99 they were. I said, yeah, go get yeah, it. And he not? said he likes Tim Drake. I said, well, it's the best Tim Drake you're going to get since the new 52. So, yeah, I, I told him to go get that. Since even before though, the new 52. Yeah, really. So, yeah, I, I was all for that. I like to give people the heads up and you're a giver. You know, pass on the positivity. Pass on the positivity, Eric, is what I do. We also have a Patreon account where you can go and support us for everything we do, including this show, the Marvel show, and all the other shows that you'll get when you join the Patreon over at www.patreon.com slash weird science. The badasses of the Get Fresh crew, Poop Poop, poop did poop. pick 
for the spotlight, the Batman Who Laughs, number one. You were a little behind there, Eric. And Detective Comics, number 994, a very positive spotlight. It really was. We were having fun. Why does it always happen? Uh, yeah, it, it does. And a- Adam said to me that he really enjoyed listening to Spotlight because while we love the books, we still made fun of them. I said, isn't that what you do? Well, aren't you supposed to laugh in, in this crazy thing we call life there? Why, why so it, right? serious? Huh? Don't take it so serious. Make fun why of something. so serious? Fun. Have a little bit of fun. It's Saturday night as we record this. You know what that means. Oh, no. not fun. No, no fun for me. It's not fun time for me. Saturday night is down to business. And the business that I like to get down to, Eric, is the badass roll call. There it's a weird go. business. Eric, you can light up. I, I don't know why I say that, but you could. We're going to start not with gonna. Matches Balone, John Jack, Speedy's Collectibles by Ron Saunders, Nick Adams, Mark Jager, T-Funk, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoja, all new Dave D-Men, Mark Batman Beyond Mark, oh. Jay, he's coming in strong, G-Men, Andrew Belfast, David Fink, Scott Manship, Brandy Marie, Bobby Freak, Reggie Cut, Carlos, Ian, Brian from Arkansas, Leonard, Leonard is, he's got a broken foot, Eric, so sorry, Chester Leonard. McJerk, Brian King, Jolly Drew, my man Pete from NYC, Paulie P, T, 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 Fred Reed's Comics, Eric G, Seller Dollar, Danny the Street, <laughs> Luis, Ulysses Jones, Hakeem, I hope Ulysses passed those those finals. Me too. Uh, you got Hakeem, Double A, Ron, Monty, Simon, Swanee, Anthony G, Dave J, Missy T, our man Rob Lewis, Lone Wolf, Mars, Jazz, and... Ruben, Ruben. and I, I was I was trying to get through that. I think I said Lone Wolf Mars. Are <laughs> <laughs> you wrong term? Lone Wolf, Lone Wolf Marv. That was one that he got really screwed up with, wasn't it? It I was like I really bad. I wish I lone could wolf, do it. Lone Mars, it, Lone Wolf, Lone Marv Wolfman. It was like something <laughs> we're like, did he think Marv Wolfman? It really throws some. But yeah, uh, I'll have Wrong Turn do that again soon where he reads the names. Oh, that so was good. the best. And then it'll just be different. I did say at that Mrs. point. Mrs. T. Mrs. T's. I, I also think that you're listening. And I said it then. You want him to mess up your names. Now, of course, when I'm reading them, you don't want that to happen. I'm sorry. Lone Wolf Mars wolf. is what you are from now on. Lone Wolf Marv Wolfman. Mars, he's a uh, wolf yes. man. Are you a fan of Mars Blackman? Are you, are you a fan of him? There, uh, I, I can't that, say I know that, who Mars Blackman oh, is. No, you'll have to look that up, and then you'll laugh. You'll chuckle at who that is okay. and why I asked you. But yes, that is the end of the intro. We're going to go off now to some news, and then the books. Uh, now it's time for Jim and the news. Listening to Jim is what I want to do. He's talking solicits and very uncovers before all the meat and the cheese that's from under. And now it's time for Jim and the news. And now it's time for Jim and the news. Hello and welcome to the news for this week's podcast, and it is a somber bit of news if you're a fan of Batman Creature of the Night, because the long-waited for number four 
has been postponed indefinitely. DC Comics has canceled orders for January 2019's Batman Creature of the Night number four, but plans to resolicit the issue. Diamond has removed the issue from its database. However, the publisher currently lists it with a May 29th, 2019 release date. We can cross our fingers and hope that maybe that would be the case. Who knows? Uh, This book has been delayed over and over and over again. It was one of my, uh, well, it was my book of the year last year after two issues, and then we've only had one since. So we're waiting for this last uh, issue, the finale, number four. Who knows when it's going to happen? You have to pay attention, too, about this news story because I will quiz Eric about it later because he has no idea of, obviously, I'm recording this afterwards, and he does not listen to any sort of news. DC senior editor Chris Conroy addressed the situation on Twitter, saying the finale will be, quote, worth the wait. It better be. Hey, everybody, we're sorry about the final delay on Batman Creature of the Night, but it genuinely couldn't be helped, Conroy said, and we're in the home stretch of finishing it up. Trust me, it'll be worth the wait. The last script made me tear up. It's a knockout. And that's what I don't understand. A lot of things were talk was Kurt Busiek was uh, the writing was delayed because he has had some medical issues and things like that. But if the last script is written and Chris Conroy has read it and teared up, then it seems like it has to be the art that's delayed. And really, what what's going on? If you've read the script already and teared up, then it should be ready. I don't understand how that's the case unless he read a treatment and they still have, but he said the script. So it's very odd. Originally announced in 2010, Kurt Busiak and John Paul Leone's Batman Creature of the Night was pushed back on several occasions. Now, they will say that again. Originally announced in 2010, Yeah, several occasions it it was delayed. Yeah, I I guess it was before the first issue hit shelves on November 29th, 2017. Issues two and three were released December 2017 and then April 2018, respectively. And yeah, so November, December, I read those first two issues, loved it enough to give it my book of the year because there wasn't a lot of books that I thought were as good. Then had to wait month after month to get number three, and then we still haven't gotten four. So maybe by the time it comes out in 2021, it'll be my book of the, the year of that year, too. So there, I could even have it be 2018. I'll just keep going. So I'm just going to mail in my deal as my books of the year are always Creature of the Night. Though I didn't like the third issue as much as I did the first two, so I can't do that. And speaking of which, at the end of the month, we have a a week where DC's not really releasing any books. So that's when we're planning on doing our, you know, end of year, you know, hey, here's the awards, the award show, the, you know, talk about what happened in the year and things like that. So you can look forward to that. I believe it's going to be me, Reggie, and Eric, but I'll probably get some other guests involved, maybe have some people, you know, call in. Man, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But yeah, that is the news. I will write, read the solicit for this final issue here, just so you can remember what Batman Creature of the Night number four was going to be and will be about. Batman Creature of the Night number four, written by Kurt Busiak, art and cover by John Paul Leone. Bruce Wayne Wright is not the man he believed himself to be. He never was. But when you aren't we all like that? But when you've unleashed horror on the world, what can you do about it? Is Bruce human at all? Or has he become more than a man? Is he more human than human? 
It's the unmissable finale of one of the best-reviewed miniseries of the year, sure to go down as a modern Batman classic, and that is prestige format, uh, and it's six ninety nine issue 4 of 4, and we have no, this is still the solicit that said January 23rd, 2019, that was from pushback all those other times and whatnot. It, it's unmissable. And really, to call it a man, they, they should just call these a series of one-shots now, how they're coming out. But hey, 20 years from now, when it's collected in a hardcover, nobody will ever know of these delays. Yeah, this one actually hits me, or did hit me as much as the Doomsday Clock delays because of the, you know, space between issues. But now I completely just forgotten about the whole deal and when it does come out i'll have to reread everything and do all that sort of you know jazz so that's it that's it for the news thanks everybody and we're going to go off to the books I almost forgot to hit the mute button, but I didn't, Eric. I didn't forget. We'll save that for next episode. Two oh six, pal. (laughs) All of these episodes, professional. Yes. Hey, at least we're on Front Street, right? Eighth and Front Street. That's where this podcast resides. We're not going to fake that funk. And also, that that just goes with the, the person I'm arguing with. Uh, on on Twitter because Here they seem to think that they like come across as like they're good people. They they end up showing that they're not that great a person, but yet they want to pretend they are. Where I, I would like day. to think that I don't want to pretend that I'm a you know I'm just me and we talk on this podcast. We don't hold a lot back. And well, yeah, that's we, all you can be. We offend some, uh, but I would like to think that deep down we're okay. Guys. You have to be. Man. I don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> at least that you know. But yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not talking about sit slitting there. my throat every goddamn day. Yeah, I don't mind about hurting you. I'm talking about the friends that listen, Eric. I, you're you're inconsequential to everybody listening and to me. <laughs> You're just there. Basically, you are. You need two people to do a podcast. In my mind, you are ballast, my friend. If this starts sinking, this podcast is sinking. You're getting the front. You're thrown out before the luggage is what happens there, Eric. And then at the end, you're going to have an, a, a girl, and she's. Gonna, I thought the old lady threw it into the ocean. That's what you'll have at the end. There, it becomes a Britney Spears video. I thought she threw it into the ocean. I was watching that video the other day. It was making me smile. Happy holidays. That that was making me smile. And also I read and listened to a little bit of a story about how this one Asian guy uh, became friends with Charles Barkley. 
And it was a very touching, very touching story. And why I, I mentioned that he was Asian is because yeah, of his, we about. his experience with coming over as an immigrant actually oh. uh, went well with how Charles grew up uh, being a poor guy in Alabama. And they ended up becoming friends that really not a lot of people even knew about. They just would call and talk to each other and all. And then the, the story gets sad by the end. So hmm. I, I started maybe shedding a tear by the end of it. But it, it was a good story. I liked I liked listening. I liked Charles Barkley, Eric. I don't know what that has anything to do with this podcast, except for that people give Charles a bad rap. And I think that he's a nice guy overall. Who gives Charles a bad rap? A lot of people. He threw a guy through a plate glass window when he was in Philadelphia. Sometimes. He ends up, he said that a lot of times when he was playing basketball, people would just go to him to try to cause, um, you know, a scrap so that they could sue him. But this is the meat and cheese of the podcast. If you want to read any of the reviews that we talk about, and plus more, uh, this week we are not going to be talking about the new talent showcase, and we're no. not going to be talking about Batman Damned. We're not going to no. be talking about Sideways. So uh-uh. if you want to listen or go and read, you can go read those reviews because there's not going to be anything on this, possibly a Flash review, if that but we're going to do some books right here that we are talking about. If I don't know. Permits. I don't know if I really feel like it. I really don't. But the first if book Jim's we're going to talk feels about. like it permits. I may. Well, the problem is I actually want to get this done tonight and edit tonight. And if I'm going right. to do uh, flash reviews, that's ah, going to have to be tomorrow. That would be tomorrow. Uh, Batman Annual number three, written by Tom Taylor, art by Otto Schmidt, and A Larger World, Troy Petrie. It's annual time for some world. reason, but we get Tom Taylor, so I'm not complaining. It's time to let Alfred shine, and we get an issue all about why he stays in the thankless job as Batman's butler, and I liked it a whole lot. And you already revealed, I already know you're a little more negative than me, because you revealed it is not your book of the week, and I know the book of the week you said. I know the score you gave. <laughs> so there you go, Eric. I know, and really- Look, I'm not going to let the fact that Tom Taylor's on cloud my judgment and say everything's didn't a fucking cloud my judgment. I thought it was yeah. great. I thought it was one of the better issues that I have read in probably three years is what I think. Besides the last week Shazam and that, this is probably my favorite issue of the year. And I think that it it does well because here's the thing. I know that you'll say something about the villain and things like that. It's an annual. You have to have a throwaway villain in this. It's not going to be anything set up. He's never coming back to the story. So you set up a a, a villain that means something more. The villain isn't the part of the, the story. The villain is there to cause an issue for Batman, and that's it. This is an Alfred issue. You have a different sort of villain then, and it takes away from what the issue is about. But yeah, this is all about Alfred and what he does because, you know, he ended up getting that call. He was the one who went and got Bruce. And since then, The call that Thomas and Martha Wayne were killed. And he sits every night when Batman goes out, he ends up afraid that he's going to get one of two calls. Just like any parent, they're waiting for the call. But which call will they get you? Yeah, but that's the thing. Any parent wouldn't be waiting for the call. Because Zach, you know, you have, uh, you know, Ethan went to work. I'm not staying up waiting for a call. I don't expect (sighs) Ethan to die. The problem is, is that Batman goes out and he is putting his life on the line. So it's worse than just a parent waiting. This is a parent whose son is in Afghanistan, a parent whose son is a police officer undercover. This is more than just a standard deal. He knows what Batman's going out to do. And that is what's killing him. And that's why I think at the ending, the twist is the good twist, because it's not just, hey, Alfred, I'm not going to go out to party. He's I'm not going to go out and put my life on the 
the line so that you can rest a little. But also with the idea of after those two days, we're, we're right back to it because Batman's not going to change. And Alfred no. even says it. Alfred even says, you know, in his narration and things like that. And with the point of it's all worth it when he goes out and sees that that Gotham is is oh, okay. that Batman's making a difference. And That's he's why he can't, you know, he has so. to be there for Bruce so Batman yeah, can so continue doing what he does. What happens? He goes out. Batman goes out and he's talking to Alfred. Alfred gets up. It's like 2, 3 a.m. Batman's going to come back for a minute and then go back out because he's on the case of these drones uh, that are bombing places in Gotham. He's got to figure it out. They do figure it out. That's a guy who was making and controlling these drones and realized, boy, you know, I'm doing things that aren't the great. drone and himself. It, yeah, and what this is, it says he watched news and saw the drones that he supposedly just it, – it's almost like an Ender's Game thing. He was just yeah, doing these exactly drones like or whatever, an game thing. and yeah. now he realizes that they are actually bombing villages. These are real like people that, that so, I'm hurting. Yeah, so he's like, I'm done. So he's going to do that, and he's going to become the drone and go out again. That's such the a way weird thing. Tom I'm Taylor the drone, you know. This. The whole thing is I'm the drone, right? I'm going to like, I realized that I've been doing wrong. I was just a drone myself by doing the military's job like this and it's attacking, you know, villages and all this collateral damage. The idea that he's going to go after the people that actually made the drone instead of the military that put him up to it seems weird. Yeah, he's part of that, though. It's all part of just the thing. It says that the people even not just the it's everybody. I don't think that it was just, yeah, they sold the thing to the military, but he even seemed to still be, you know, using them and things like that. And it's just there. I Like I said, they bought them. He's going after the people who yeah. made them probably because he knows them and they're pieces of crap and he knows <laughs> where they are. But yeah, he's going to go after that. And like I said, it is a... Uh, a villain there just to have that because the big story is with Alfred and Batman. And yeah, you have the drone. He's like, I'm going to take down the deal. Batman figures out that he is going after the people and make these. But yeah, while this is going on, you see what Alfred does during a normal time and with I, Batman. I, I really do. I'm telling you, I love the Alfred parts of this whole thing. I think they work really well. Passive aggressive Alfred is one of my favorite yeah, things in yeah. the world. So him just going around doing his daily stuff while also talking to you know Batman yeah. about getting stuff set up and about the idea that Batman has a, a the flu, a cold, whatever yeah. kind of sickness he has. And actually, I'm mean, like, you haven't been asleep in two days. You know, you need the bat yet. You you haven't slept in two days. You have flu. Yes, why not fly in a heavy piece of machinery like that? Sounds like a great thing, sir. No, yeah, that yeah. actually made me laugh a lot. Also, oh, he's whole checking the Alfred. the air of the Batmobile tires. He is sharpening <laughs> Just the his bat daily routines. He, says he does the things. Putting a knockout gas back and, into and the, I like you know, the, the thing too. Is he, while he's doing this, he even spells it out. Is he is thinking of the things that Batman will need later? It's not. This isn't a checklist. Batman no. hasn't told him. He is thinking ahead of what might be. Like he's like, he's oh, and I. Think of what might be happening, and so he goes and does that. He makes Alva, he makes Batman some soup. Uh, there is one thing that we talked about that is very bizarre. He's walking down the hallway of the mansion and goes by the fame painting that we have had a problem with because Jason Todd and is not on that painting. Has uh, well, not only that, the, the painting's changed. The painting's gigantic yeah, now. We changed. used to be hanging yeah, on wall. Now it's from like the floor up through a goddamn wall. It seems like. Yep. And down, like you said, Jason Todd still not on the painting. Kills me. Barbara Gordon being on the painting. Barbara That's Gordon ridiculous. appears to be on the painting. Why is she on the painting? This is Can't ridiculous. Have Commissioner Gordon come it's over. It's ridiculous. That's for sure. And and again, if you're gonna spell this out and say, "Oh no, no, no," that's Julia. And I cry bullshit. That does not look like Julia. It's not Julia it, at all. It looks like Batgirl. And the way Julia is, that there'd be no time that she would have been able to no. be there to, to sit for that painting. It's nonsense. It is somebody said a painting of the Bat family. 
And there you have be funny clay faces yeah, in the back. <laughs> I said that we were talking about it, that if Gordon shows up, because Gordon, you know, as far as we can tell, yeah. he doesn't know that. And not only that, that Bruce like the whole thing Batman. too, we've seen it in all-star Batman and different things where the GCPD have raided the Wayne Madden yeah. and stuff like that. Imagine just coming across, oh uh, my God. Uh, you know, I'm at the richest guy in the city's house. And all of a sudden there's a painting of my daughter. There's on a his painting wall, like, of the, you know, you're going down the hallway. <laughs> Even if it was like something where he had to talk to Bruce, Bruce said, Hey Gordon, I need to, talk to you he comes in at yeah, bruce wayne, stuff. wayne enterprises so let's talk he, some bruce wayne stuff walking yeah. down alfred's leading him down there and he looks over and he sees a large painting with bruce wayne his kids minus one and right. barbara barbara he'd be like well, what the fuck what is the this fuck are what you are you up doing to? how dare like, you and my and mind's then, not going to batman at that point like what the fuck are you oh, doing yeah, here? i'm you just saying though it, it's even funny it's just like you think you're her father like it, it gets really <laughs> bad then he then he's mad but yeah and then well i'll even point out you mentioned something this week that made me laugh too because i thought that as this detective comics was going and batman almost slipped a couple times they're either playing with that idea that gordon does know and people right. who are listening now are probably like he does know you can't say he doesn't know that batman and bruce wayne aren't the same person but he has no idea that his no daughter's idea. Batgirl that really <laughs> throws a wrench in the shit. That if he figured it out, that why hadn't he figured out that his damn daughter is He's Batgirl. got blinders on for his daughter. I'm telling you, he's just an enabler. He pretends that he does. He knows. Yeah, he'd see this picture and like, what? Some detective Gordon. Some, somebody, yeah, really. Somebody better start explaining this painting They to made me. him commissioner just because they wanted to get him off the streets because he was terrible yeah, at his really, job. Yeah, really, he's awful. But yeah, you have Batman come back and you you set up all this stuff with the drone, but also that Batman's yeah. sick. Uh, Alfred is giving him the soup and says, you know, uh, you could put it there in, in between the, the driving stick of the Batman. Which is nice, too, because I'm sure you've seen this a bunch of times in different comics, stuff like this. But it also goes back to, I think it was the first Mr. Freeze episode, The Heart of Ice, where this was a thing where, you know, he, Batman did have a cold and he would like Alfred filled up a thermos full of soup for yeah. him when he's out and about because he, he can't stop because he's Batman. Yeah, and he explains it. He says, you can sit there and, you know, I know that it might mess up your little look on your gargoyles, but hey, I won't tell your villains. Uh, I won't let the major <laughs> ones know, you know, <laughs> your secret's good with I me. I really do enjoy the Alfred dialogue. Yeah, and he goes up. And that's where he says, I prepare for his return. I try to anticipate his needs. I prepare for his return or I wait for the call. And that's What's the big thing. What's he doing with this cape one thing? He's hanging up on a hat rack? Yeah, I think he's putting on the hat rack. He's there. It's, it can't get all messed up. He's looking at it. Like, this doesn't look like it's the cave. What are you doing hey, in the matter with the well, cow You see, cape. too, though, before that, it looks like that's the thing that may have even had the hole in it. He might have stitched yeah. it up then. You know, it has a bullet hole. And even there, he has a bullet hole. And he's like, God damn it. Like, what are you up to? You son of a bitch. Puts the mint on the pillow again. And again, he even spells it out at the one point. That min is not for Bruce to to enjoy. That min is to make sure that that he knows if he's been there or not. The only thing that would make it better is if Bruce would have done the old uh, Ferris Bueller and had the dummy and the, the, <laughs> the dummy to keep Alfred unaware so of what's great. going on. Yeah, but he's there. He's he's oh, the quiet little angel. He uh, is yes. sleeping oh, tonight. Look at him. Oh my! <laughs> but yeah, he's going. He's going down these drones. The one drone where he destroys it and flies through actually is very Star Wars esque to me, where well, he blows it up and goes is, through the deal. Like, this is some of my biggest problems with not only the idea of the character, the drone, and stuff like that. It's even the art that accompanies the Batman stuff, where you do. Have have the Batwing as they call it. I like call it the Batjet since we do have a Batwing character yeah. now. But 
when I see these flying, I don't know the difference between the drones and the Batwing half yeah. the time. I don't see them shooting missiles like they're supposed to be shooting these missiles at things and stuff like that. There's just explosions. I'm like, I don't really get what you're trying to convey yeah, through the he art exploded. Auto I mean, he blew it up. He said, you know, UAV destroyed. So he's actually right. just chasing it and blowing it up. I don't think that the drone itself, I think the drone itself is just on the, you know, trying to skedaddle out or just going through its random deals. But yeah, while this is going on, you do have it say that it blew up a building. And that's my thing. I'm not even going to go with the art so much. The art to me is serviceable. I don't think it was a great choice uh, with Otto Schmidt. I like his Batman. I like his Alfred. I didn't like a lot of it, though. Uh, But yeah, with that, he ends up getting a building destroyed. He goes because he thinks he's seen somebody goes down. And it is somebody. It is drone. And he ends up stabbing. I just want to know this whole thing, this whole idea where I got to get the Batman out here so he doesn't ruin any of my plans anymore. So I'm going to blow up building because he will go to that like what does he do does he blow up the building hope the batman's around and then sneak like run into the wreckage after the fact yeah, and then I think lay it was down underneath. And i think it was just underneath he was there with something he probably did probably talk to firefly and found out how to survive fire just like two face no but yeah he's there and batman goes down and he stabs him he stands up stabs him batman does fight back and ends up you know, getting him, handcuffing him, and then ends up the the biggest problem here in my mind is he does get stabbed, right? So he ties up the villain there. He ties up the drone. They have his name. It's Peter Harris. He ends up calling, hey, you know, FBI will confirm the identity. Come and get it. He goes. He can get out. Nothing would have been bad here. He would have gotten in the, the Batmobile and went. But the police started coming down. He had to back. I I think that he's going that probably the Batmobile was probably there as well. He's probably called. Well, because Alfred gets into the Batmobile. Yeah, but there's a bunch of them because he did leave. I think at one point there was two separate ones. But I'm saying he was going to get wherever he was going. The police came. He had to double back. That's what screwed him. He, He didn't have enough time then and passed out and called Alfred and said then. I'm in trouble. I need your help uh, because he's bleeding out and he falls down. But I think that at that one point going through that alley, he could have gotten to wherever he was going, called for the car and gone out. But those police blocking the way, he had to go back a different way and it ended up taking too long. When he calls Alfred and Alfred goes out to go pick him up, you know, he grabs the the cow and jumps yeah. into the – I love the fact that he grabs the cow. You don't get the Alfred and the yeah, full, yeah. like, skinny leg costume kind of thing, which yeah. you do. No, love, no, you just you know, get the cow. Dude, when, you, when you look at this cow, does it look like a Kmart cow where it, it just does. has one of those straps it in the back? It has a strap behind. <laughs> now, I, I do like this, though, because in, in the thing where it's very quick, but Alfred's smart enough to know that – Alfred Pennyworth can't go and get Batman. No. If somebody sees that, the jig is up and gone. That's as why we I was say. actually mad too, and that's where he says Alfred right in front of the I villain know. that's laying yeah, there at the one that. point. Like, don't I say think that. that he's and really he thought it was the victim problems. at that point. Yeah, yeah, he has some real problems. Uh, but yeah, he does call Alfred again. I think that they there must be an editorial wide thing of saying, listen, people get confused with Penny One, Penny Two, all the stuff. It's very odd because we used to see this all the time. It was something they were very particular with yeah but that is way gone i think we have to stop worrying about that because it is long gone we've now had issue after issue where they're not doing that and it must be editorial not wanting to confuse people but it didn't before it was something that made sense because you would have a bruce or you know and code names only and then they'd say it and then you you no would real learn. names over comms yeah you would learn then it happened in detective earlier uh but yeah you have these two guys then they're gonna they see batman and they want to you know they want to take his mask off they want to take his belt and with this i'm glad they let's get to bat belts 
you know, Tom well, King that's like playing that. Belt, see what's on him kind of thing. You well, know, it just the whole says idea. belt, though. At least you yeah, have yeah. your thing that you, Agreed, you don't like I people do yelling bat belt. But yeah. Well, that, I, why would he call his stuff the, like, that? I know, and he does That people make yeah. about Batman. The whole yeah. idea, it's it's actually a throwback from the 66 stuff and the old, you know, original, like, yep. gold and silver age comics. You just call it a belt. You call it, yeah, it's the Batmobile. That's a thing. But besides that, like, yeah. maybe Batarang. That's as far as you can go. You can't just keep calling everything you the Batman. You keep bat, coming up with more examples. I do. Bat shark repellent. I'm really just kind of scrolling myself at yeah, the end as yeah. I kept no, going. No, no, I agree, though. He wouldn't say it. No. He wouldn't say, taste my bat boot like he did in, in <laughs> Batman. He's not saying that. That that's just sounds stupid. But yeah, I just like the idea this. These two random pieces of shit going to walk up. We're going to rob Batman, find yeah. out who he is, and possibly kill him. Like the, Just the whole idea that these two guys, possibly, if Alfred hadn't been called... They yeah, would have they would have been the ones. Batman. Yep, they would have been the ones who at least got his identity. You don't know yeah. if they would have kept him alive and tried to sell the identity. If they would have murdered him, they, they would have been stealing things. No, they don't. But uh, yeah, anybody they're, who they're, walks they're around with what that. looks like a, an ice pick in their pocket, I don't think they're that yeah. smart of a guy. Alfred, and they're up to no good. Alfred, yeah, the one guy looks like he has just rebar. Uh, Alfred shows up and he's yes. like, "Hey, yes, how he dare? Yeah, he's like, how dare you? Of all the things this this guy has done for you and everybody in the city, and you're just gonna rob." him and also also which is says, a great little piece there because that is the whole background of this whole thing he keeps doing this because the city that batman yeah. allows there to be the whole thing he is there for everybody else and how dare these people come out and his darkest like you know moment right here he's a he's really hurt and they're gonna rob yeah. him and yeah they're just this. gonna how rob him at his most vulnerable moment and that is bullcrap instead of helping him they're gonna rob him these are pieces of crap you can tell the one sure guy's are. who's walking around True with rebar Gothanites. who's walking around with rebar <laughs> he's there and i do like he, he likes to use it as a walking yeah, stick yeah look at him walking stick all right and the other guy uses that buoy knife to pick his teeth actually this guy so, comes so, in after the uh whole crocodile dundee and says that he has a knife because that well, thing is big well, and at it, one point i thought i thought it was a uh a, a nice pick just from the yard as it went on i realized that the, the one guy does have rebar but he, the other guy has a giant you know crocodile dundee knife he yeah. also has brass knuckles he has brass knuckles yeah and he's so he's no saying good. I also like a little uh, callback in this as well because it gives you the thing, and I know that you like it because we've mentioned it before, the idea that there's a shock on the cowl that if Batman do. does pass out you and you go to take movie. it out. Yeah, if you go to take it out, it'll shock you. I'll take your word for that, Eric. And I, I really do like that. But yeah, Alfred- some fucking movies, <laughs> God damn it. Alfred starts getting the crap beat out of him. But then he does turn the tide in a very weird way because just, this is supposed to be him grabbing the rebar. Bar, and it the looks like he's grabbing rope. Oh, under I know. The cow, though, I know. It's so the good. best. But yeah, the guy goes to hit him with the rebar and he, he stops it. But in my mind, it looks like rope. This is where I had a big problem with the art. I thought that it was a little It does look here. like rope. Uh, yeah, it looks like rope. It looks like, or Alfred Bennett. What is this, Super Alfred? But yeah, huh? You don't know and what Alfred's secrets. Alfred again shows that, and you know, in certain stories or whatever, you know, whatever they go with. But Alfred can hold his own a bit. He is an old guy. Oh, yeah. MI5, he, baby. Yeah, he's beating up something. I said he's in Me 5. He starts, isn't that M-I. that boy band from Ireland? Me 5. <laughs> he ends up beating them up and saying, hey, listen, you are lucky because that guy right there, you know, the, the Batman's there. 
He'd really kick your you ass. So lucky he'd kick is, your after ass. After this whole thing, even by the end of this, where the whole idea is, Alfred, I'm going to stay in the night. You know, the other Bat family, they're going to go out patrol. I'm going to stay in so you can get some rest. You know, I just imagine those two days or whatever are up. He's going after those people. <laughs> these hardcore. guys are in big trouble because they were, hasn't seen they, shit compared they were to what these guys are going to get. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the issue then. He's in the Batmobile. Alfred's driving. He realizes that Batman has taken so much damage and is losing so much blood that he's they're not going to make it back. And, and really, what are they going to do at the at the the cave? He right. needs help. He needs to go to Leslie Thompson. And this part calls. too, like like the Batman movies, and Batman Begins when freaking uh, Katie Holmes gets dosed by the the yeah. uh, the Scarecrow, and she's in the Batmobile, and he's like, Katie, I, I don't yeah, remember yeah, her yeah. name off the top of my head, but he starts Holmes. screaming because. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. <laughs> what was her name? Remember that part? The bad no. That's what this reminded Katie me of. It's bad Holmes. Begins. It I do remember one. the part. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Vicky Vale. Is that what he's? I remember it was Dick Grayson. She, she's a cute. I, I like Katie Holmes. She's a cutie. Here. That's, not yeah. the, that's not the important part of the story. Don't marry Tom Cruise. That's what he, that's what he was saying, right? I don't even know where you go with Katie Holmes. I'm just saying this part was like, in the, it reminded me of that scene with Katie Holmes okay. in the Batman movie when her heart was stopping okay. and what, Batman was desperately yeah. trying to get her back to the Batcave. Wouldn't it be great if he just said, Holmes. Because that's his, that's Holmes? His, yeah, it's his Holmes. Uh, he's street a, now? He's going, yeah, that's Batman. Holmes! B! Rachel Dulles was her name uh, in that Rachel. movie. Rachel! Rachel! Yes. Yeah, now it's it does sound me. right, right? And Monica! We gotta Monica. get you back to Joey! There you go. You're on that Friends so, Kickstarter. Yeah, this yeah. is why so you don't that, watch movies. You're too busy yeah, watching Friends. Too busy watching Friends. Where's Ross? So Speaking he's of doing this, and I like this. Remember well, earlier in the week when oh, I was I thought you were going to mention me. I was going to say, hey, no, no, let's no. keep this professional there, buddy. Remember earlier in the week when we were talking about you know, uh, Jennifer Aniston, how I thought yeah. maybe they had her do a oh, voiceover yeah, yeah, in the yeah. new Leprechaun was it? Turns it? No, it was a uh, Jennifer Aniston impersonator. Yes, they're out there. That's, that's, what, that's what I what told was. you. I actually yeah. made that joke. I said I think it was an impersonator. And then I thought, what are they going to do as an impersonator of Jennifer Aniston? Wait, hey, yeah. I had to see all these people during the story like commenting, like, I didn't think it sounded anything like her. I'm like, motherfucker, I I thought yeah. it was her from like you know. So they did I thought they the spliced stuff together from That's Leprechaun cool. One. I think they cool. just knew somebody who like, hey, I, I do a hell of a Jennifer Aniston. And she does. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, I they was have just, videos of her. I was going to try to. Usually, when you have a uh, an impersonator, you need at least three catchphrases that you would use as that. Like, if I'm going to be a Rodney Dangerfield impersonator, at least I know. Hey, I get no respect. At least uh, I got one thing. Do- well, what, she's what do you not do? Jennifer Aniston. Grow she's your playing hair? a role. No, you talk about the leprechaun. You mentioned your daughter's name and you move yeah, on. Yeah, but nobody would even really – I know that. But where do you get this idea that you're a, an impersonator? That's weird. That is – There are odd. certain things if you watch her videos that, you know, there are things that Jennifer Aniston does that yeah, she, she actually exaggerates hair. a bit. That's what no, she does. <laughs> I'm going to go get a wig. I'm now a Jennifer Aniston impersonator. Listen, what was the you line she said? What was the line that she – that's my secret. <laughs> What's the line she says in, in Leprechaun? I what, don't remember anyone. What is so the line? A bunch of sentences. Give me a line. I'm I'm going to do it here. Uh, give me, no, I won't uh, have sex with you, Ross. Okay, here it is. You have to imagine I'm flipping my hair as I do this because that's a move. No, I'm not having sex with you, Rossi. Where's where's my money? You fucked it up. (laughs) If I don't get me shilling, I'm going to get a killing. There you go. Perfect leprechaun. Why aren't I getting these calls? You're a Warwick Davis impersonator, apparently. That's that's damn right. I do both. I'm a man of, I'm a jack of no trades. 
I heard somebody on the radio today, and I don't know why it drove me nuts. But this was somebody who was supposed to be. What are you? What are you having a soda? I really thought I muted my mic for that. Episode two hundred six. <laughs> These are the jokes, folks. Oh, mine, mine doesn't have that. I was going to open my soda because I have it sitting here. You son I of heard a bitch. It. Now I, oh, I heard this guy on the radio, and he's he's doing he's That's sports radio guy, and he's like, "Listen, uh, I'm a jack of all traits." I'm like, well, no, it, got, it got me, it got me angry. <laughs> the wrong turn angry. on the radio. It got me angry, and I said we were in the. I think that Logan was with me. I'm like, this is a guy who's supposed to make a living, you know, talking about stuff. Holy moly! Why aren't they on a podcast, Eric? Like this, I don't even know what we're talking about. Why didn't about my mic mute? Hey there, follow the rainbow. Yeah, that's what happened, sir. Yeah, but yes, I like this part. This is my favorite part, Rachel. Yep. <laughs> because Batman is bleeding out. I'm going to try to tie this back in here. Thank you. He, Batman's bleeding out. Oh, no. You're the one who got Batman. on the tangent. How know, dare you? But he's he's bleeding out. He's calling Leslie Tompkins ahead, but he needs to do something. So he hits autopilot. He uh, makes the seat go back, and they actually show they have a kind of a mini triage in the Batmobile. I think that is really cool. The only thing that I wonder is is there any other person's blood in there but Batman's? Because he's like, huh, blood, uh, O negative? I'm like, well, who else does he have? Does he actually have like a Dick Grayson blood? Does it? Does well, he have he it come set up? More. So I'm saying, who's who? Else? Maybe he has outfits. I don't. What know. was Raptor's gauntlet called? The gauntlet was the uh, the oh, Soyulac. Yeah. What uh, was that? Soyulac. It was Soyulac. That, that, it's a, it's that, a, it's that a Soyulac mobile. It is that a we Soyulac have mobile, except the Soyulac ended up changing. Does At anybody point, remember that anymore? No. At one point, it could read your goddamn mind. And then next day, they took As he blood. reads you, yeah, it, the yeah. glove reads me. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck you're talking you. about, Raptor. I read that, and you read him. I'm it illiterate, though, a, Dick Grayson. It, it was a goddamn literary orgy going on with that Soylac. <laughs> Nobody knew what was going on, but he takes him to Leslie. He, he goes, Leslie's going to look uh, after a him. A twofer for Leslie Tompkins this week. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. It's awesome. Uh, at least she doesn't get jokerized here. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she looks alert. a lot younger here. Yeah, she does. Uh, that's kind of the way the way that uh, Otto Schmidt draws. He doesn't give a lot of uh, facial lines. Like so, everybody in my mind always does look like their younger, sexier self. So I'm Except saying, for Alfred. he well, has a million lines on his face to show you he's old. I, yeah, well, I think that all the others are in heaven in their sexy self. But she says, "Let me, let me look at you. You got the shit kicked out of you too." He's like, "No, no, no." And I like this. She's like, "Oh, that's where he gets it." And Alfred's like, "Yeah, what? this is very nice." Moment. And then he's like, you know, you you raise a, a kid. This is what happens. And I like the way that Alfred, like Alfred, threw this because of the setup. You see, the setup is very strongly that he is supporting, you know, Bruce. He's doing this, but he is kind of still a butler he's kind of a thing but this really throws in there that no he is a father like we know and it's a very good moment like this is what happens when you raise a child also i think that alfred looks away because he's like so it is all my fault because <laughs> she's like this is why you guys are you know majoring in stoic and don't want help and he's like it is me but I, I, I love i love the eye too where he's telling you know leslie it's not a, it's not a thankless task you know every time i walk through gotham yeah. i see people with family friends with lives and i've seen you you envision, envision yourself a lot sexier than you are there alpha because you got a full head of yeah, hair and fishes here it's, of it's what Errol, you like to think it's the, Errol as you walking around on the town i just wanted to i i just imagine as he's going he's like top of the morning to you and 
Thank you. <laughs> he thinks they're saying it. He's insane. He never leaves the Batcave. When is he allowed to go out? That's the thing is he's remembering the last goddamn time he left the mansion. He was a young like man. The 1950s. They also even point out at the beginning, which I like, that Alfred was not going to stay. He did no. not envision him being a lifelong butler for the Waynes. And then what happened? He ended up staying. So, again, this is the combo of, you know, he's there. Is this a great life for him? He thinks it is. Not just because, you know, what Batman does, but he does love Bruce and he's going to it's all that tied into one. So I really liked it. But she does say you need to rest. And he's like, well, you know, I can't really rest because I always am waiting and making sure that he's OK. I never really get much rest. But what I, ends I really up happening- do think, though, that Alfred has OCD to a degree because I think he just has a pocket full of mints. He sees a pillow he has to put on <laughs> because while Bruce Wayne is unconscious, yeah, after he puts a mint. just puts a mint on his pillow. Like, I think that that's a just, joke. You're just a or, or uh, OCD a, fell, aren't it's you? It's a motion sensor, Eric. He's there to make sure he stays. But yeah, Bruce gets up and then Leslie. <laughs> he, first thing he looks is that man. Goddamn oh, yeah. men again. We yeah, got to get like, him really, home. Really? Really? Yeah. So what happens is he, he ends up, Leslie talks to Bruce a little about Alfred as well. And then the gift, because of what day it's going to be, the gift is that Bruce isn't going to go out on patrol so that Alfred Kenny lets him sleep in. He makes him a shitty breakfast. It really is. The best thing about this is Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, and it is Father's Day. The best thing about this is, is that Bruce is so... Uh, repressed in being a kid to whatever that he is acting like an eight-year-old kid who can't make breakfast I'm for his for dad. I'm waiting for him to start Michael Jordan. I'm uh, not Michael Jordan. Michael Jacksoning out to the point. Oh, I yeah. never had a childhood out. And then he just starts doing like one uh, Neverland in the backyard. Uh, all of a sudden, you have Detective Chimpanier. He's like, my name is not Bubbles. Why do you keep calling me Bubbles? <laughs> Bobo Bubbles. Yeah, bubbles all the enough. same. Come on, let's go on the roller coaster. Don't <laughs> me around. They start doing all the things. All of a sudden. The whole book's in stop motion. Uh, but yeah, he's there. He's making this breakfast. You got breakfast the T-Rex again. doing a little dance oh, in the oh, background. Oh, it'd be so good. Oh, that'd be great. It, all of a sudden, everything in the Batcave becomes Pee-wee's Playhouse. Hey there, That's computer how it in my mind. Hey there, baddie. It's the computer. Hey there, Bruce. Pro- yeah, it's so very they, confusing, they, though, in the Batcave because everything is baddie. <laughs> hey there, baddie. Are you talking to me, hey Bruce? There, no, hey there, hey there, hey there, hey there. They're all yelling. Uh, yes, and then when Alfred comes down in, they no all, when Albert comes down, they all go to sleep, and it makes Bruce look insane. Uh, but yeah, he he is trying what, to the be opposite the night of the museum. Yeah, exactly, Eric. He's being the good son. Next thing, he's going to go and throw a body off. Please of don't a, do it. Overpass. Where's Toby McGuire? So they have this here, and uh, this is the big it thing wasn't about Toby, this. Was it? Is, wasn't it Toby? I thought it was. No. Was it? What's but, his name then? I always get him mixed up. the other kid. Yeah, I always get him mixed up. I thought what's it was the Toby. other kid? Frodo, uh, wasn't I, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, no Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, that is Frodo. I'm, I'm thinking of all the. I, I can't remember his name now. I'm off. But yeah, you have this there. Elijah Wood. That, Elijah Wood. It was Elijah with those dreamy eyes, Eric. Elijah. Look at him right now. But yeah, you have Bruce now. Uh, saying, hey, I'm not going to go out on patrol. Now you can get some rest. And that's his Father's Day gift. And I said to you at work, the big thing about this gift is that this is a a pretty kick-ass gift for Batman not to go on patrol for two nights. This is crazy, Uh, something that he would never do and would only ever probably do it for, you know, 
Alfred, except that we also saw this before. And it was a, a very Jason good Thomas moment said. with Jason yeah. Todd, that one of Jason Todd's best, best moment. moment in his entire life was a time that Bruce decided not to go out on patrol and they watched movies while people died. I remember us yeah, yelling that that movie cost 15 people their lives, but <laughs> it was worth the scarecrow it. scarecrow hit really hard that one yeah, night. Yeah, but you know what? Was I was there for a little Jason Todd. <laughs> He's like, at least I finally saw Halloween 3 is what they were watching. <laughs> But yeah, you have this whole deal where it, it's a nice it's a nice moment. And I think that this was a great issue for what it was. It's an annual. It, it's not an annual week. And I think that some people are going to be thrown off a little because it's not annual week. So we're not yeah. used to other annuals doing this. So you're expecting something that's going to be more of, you know, you know, more substance overall. Usually these annuals are something that just has one point to do. You go and this is all Alfred and Bruce. Like I said, the drone, the way that Tom, Tom Taylor isn't a hack. We know this. The way that the drone gets caught and, and dispersed with just shows me pretty much wink, wink. We're not dealing really with this guy. We put this in here just to have something, but this is more about what Alfred does for Batman. He saves his life here as well. That kind of gets glossed over. So yeah, as an annual and as a thing that's supposed to be about the feels, somehow Italian the Father's Day, there's a lot of yeah. weird like timings of this being an Father's annual Day Father's Day. Yeah, so I, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, the art could have been better. I'll admit yeah. that. But with the feels and actually getting a Batman who I see, I get the idea of him why he's doing what he does through Alfred explaining it as well, but also the connection of him and Alfred. It, we, it's more than we've ever gotten in the run of Batman in, in over 60 issues now. Sure is. So I like that. And I like where you have an issue that deals with the feels from this issue, not dealing with, I say that Tom King in his regular run deals with ideas of feels, but they're always cannibalized from our past experiences with an Alfred or with a Gordon or whatever. He never sets it up in his own book. This is set up. We see the setup of why Alfred stayed, why he's upset, what he worries about it. It comes to play. He goes and saves him. And then at the end, Bruce twists it and shows how much that Alfred means to him by not going out because that's the only way that Alfred will rest. And he does. And I think gift of them I all. think that I think that Bruce also is very happy to rest a little himself at this point. And sure Look, he got if stabbed. I could have an excuse not to go out because yeah. I was just stabbed terribly yeah, I'm doing this for Alfred. That's you what know I'm what would have been the best thing is if when Alfred was laying there, Bruce went and put that goddamn mint down. <laughs> How you like mint. it, old man? Here's your mint, old man. But yeah, I really, really liked it. I gave it a nine four. It's my favorite issue of the week, nice. and uh, it's one of my favorite Batman issues. Uh, I have to review the Batman book, so getting this is kind of like usually the annuals pop Breath up. Of fresh air. Yeah, well, usually the annuals pop up, and we're like, oh god, you know it. And Here this is the go. best. It's when we do reviews. It, it kind of is the shade throwing because we'll get an annuals week and say this coming up. There's one in January. I right. don't know what's coming out. Say that annuals week is Nightwing annual, Green Arrow annual, Deathstroke annual. And uh, I'm trying to think of another one of your books. Green and, Arrow. Uh, yeah. And I don't have any. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. You should hear the laughter that we have. Or it's the opposite. I got hit hard the one annuals week. And so when that happens, usually, and I think you'll agree, when annuals week comes up and we have annuals for books that we do, it's almost like an extra chore. 
It's not a, oh, great. This is so good. I get an extra issue of these books. And this did not feel like a chore. This actually felt like, and it not being annuals week, this should be a week that I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I don't have to worry about Batman. This comes up. And I was happy to do it. I had a lot of Batman-centric books coming up. Sure did. I was very happy to do this. And by the end, I, I really enjoyed it. It gave me the feels and did to me what an annual usually should do is that I read it, liked it, and felt good about the characters in it, had some feels, and then got out. It's not going to affect the continuity. It's not. If Tom King wrote it, it probably would have. But this isn't yeah. Tom King. So I, I did like it. What would you give it? Hell, the last annual we saw was the fucking far-fledged, uh, far-flung future where Batman died, telling you how Bruce Wayne died. Yeah. I don't need That's that in what an I'm annual. Saying. Yeah, yeah. But I no, no, I like this. Uh, I like this issue enough. I just didn't really, really care for all of the art in it. Like, I really like the Batman points, but even the stuff with the Bat plant Jet going after the drones and what they're doing, and the idea yeah. that they have these Predator missiles or I mean, uh, the missiles that are shooting. I'm like, I never once saw anybody shooting anything. I never. It even looked like Batman threw that drone into the bridge at one point. I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to show me here. It doesn't yeah, look said good. He, but, he went it in into the bay and then swung yeah, by the bridge. I saw but, yeah. that. It just seemed weird. Yeah. But uh, the, the art just wasn't doing it for me, this issue. I really loved all the Alfred stuff. It's just everything to do with the drone and Batman in general. It wasn't really hitting for me because it just kind of seemed like unneeded material that you you would just have it there to pad out the thing to make it a little bit longer that you weren't just focused on Alfred getting the call. But maybe that would have worked better. Maybe not. I don't know. I would give this issue a 7.5 out of 10. How dare you? How, How dare, dare you? enjoy an issue? It looks like somebody, you know, you may have went to Trinidad, but you certainly didn't go to Tobago, Eric. How about that? <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, my. I hope. Now, just think of this, people. And, uh, you know, I'm talking people. Uh, Simon and Reuben. Sick them. Yeah, go after them. If this would be me on any, other, on any other issue, I said that I don't. The JLD, I gave him 6.5 the last one. And Man, I was getting that was crucified. A joke <laughs> yeah, it was, but they didn't know it at that point. <laughs> I, if I go to a seven on these books, I, I swear to God, they get the pitchforks out. They're chasing me through town. Yeah, I still five. like this mm. issue, though. There's no limitations. There's no limitations, Eric. Uh, no limitations to your absurdity. What's next, Eric? What is next? Why are you upset all of a sudden? <laughs> because I like this issue and you don't. You like it. I told no, you. I, I, I told you before, I though. I said to you, listen, Eric, you fake the funk tonight. You like everything I told you. Oh, You're no. not going with I the business the plan. Meeting. You're the not memo. going with the business plan. Really, I thought this was a three. I'm giving it a 9.4 because I'm positive now. Positive Peter I am. Well, Superman nice. number six, written by Brian Michael Bendis, with art by Ivan Rice, Joe Prado, Eau Claire Albert, Alex Sinclair, and Josh Reed. General Zod has found out that Earth is in peril, and with it, his one shot of creating a true new Krypton Superman. With that, Zod sped off, got himself Phantom Zone, and started the fight with Rogozar. Will Superman and Zod turn the tides against this monster and the worst of the worst that Krypton had to offer? Let's discuss. Yeah, let's discuss <laughs> Brandon. Now, I, I don't even I, have that. I had to stop, but I did it. I will, like, I will tell Brandy every, right now. I will tell everyone. I know it's not a secret to you, Eric. You, you just pish-poshed my favorite issue of the week. I didn't pish-posh. I said I I know it. that you didn't like this issue so much. Usually, that means that I will go more positive on Yes. <laughs> just to shove it down your throat. I'm not. This, this, is an, uh, this is not a good issue. We have been... 
uh, one of the biggest supporters, in my mind, of Brian Michael Bendis' run on both Superman and Action. Yeah, we're not giving 10 out of 10s. I'm going back and forth with this whole thing. At first I thought Action was that, then I thought Superman was that. Even so, though, even on the site, if somebody was like, I hate this, I think this is bullshit, we have defended, like, well, give it some time. Hey, you know what you're having a problem with? It's not so much of a problem. Let's let it work out. All this stuff. This issue is my nightmare. I am now in the phantom zone of, of nightmare writing. I, I don't know. It is yakety. I even have the song queued up. I'm not going to hit it yet. <laughs> this is yakety. We're saving yak. that for something else. Oh, my goodness. This issue, we are too far along for Brian Michael Bendis to have to try to explain that he knows Superman. And the problem is, through this narration, I don't know who's talking half the time. It doesn't well, sound like this him. this whole thing, when it starts out, I'm telling you, we left last issue, Superman number five, on this gigantic high note in my yeah. mind. General Zod has Huge. just shown up. I'm like, oh, my God, General Zod has entered the game. He's going to take on Rogozar, him and Superman. This is going to be an epic battle. And when our epic battle is just some spread pages yeah. in a painted what, style, what, it what really happened? takes away and subtracts takes what we're away. trying to do here while we, we have- just deal with what Superman's feelings about – We've Man, been have building. Team up with Zod here. Yeah, <sighs> we've been building, not just Zod. We've been building an epic battle in the Phantom Zone. We have been building everything that this Superman like book has with. been building to get towards this big battle between Rogel Zar and Superman. Zod shows up last issue as a cliffhanger, and you think, oh my God, Ooh, this wait. ups the ante. I now, can't wait, boy. <laughs> we just turn it to 11. <laughs> Shit, boy. This is going to be great. And it doesn't, I, half the time, it does, I wish it all was off panel and we could skip this bull crap. It is terrible. <laughs> it is just narration that's thrown at you. Uh, like we're waiting arm, for a battle. It's fine, yeah, but yeah. It, distra- it takes yeah, away yeah. from the epic battle that it should be because it's just no big old spread pages battle. where you see there's no motion. It's just he hit and then yeah. Superman thinks about some stuff and then he turned the page. Yeah. Oh, he, I'm telling you, the narration, you Superman don't even get to look at the art. You, it's one of those issues where when I really get mad about narration over narration and stuff like this, this is the poster child of it because like you said, the art – is very stylistic. It's good. Yeah. It's not giving me any sort of motion in my mind. It makes it seem like we're at the Christmas party. Superman's there. Lois John might be there. And and here's when I was in the Phantom Zone. Click. You see that slide. And hey, it's next, a slideshow. And next, I hit Rogozar. Click. And people are go- falling asleep. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And and the the narration. <laughs> so I'm reading this narration. Like, how is Zod here? What does he know? Did he hear of Rogo's claims of Krypton, Kandor's destruction? How about showing us this as it goes on? Not these, you know, word things there, thought balloon these stuff. Word things. Yeah, I don't need these word <laughs> things. I don't need you to ask me a question of something I, you know I don't know. So yeah. Show me this. Show Zod there and like, what the hell's up with this guy? Oh, that guy, he says that he destroyed Krypton and he actually did Rowan Kandor. Kandor, not on my watch. Let's fight. Where is this? This is a part where you have Zod and Superman going against a common enemy that would be the ultimate of common enemies. And where you wait can actually until Zod finds out up, about Rogel's Zar completely yeah, here. You have set up a story, though, of something that we rarely get. Zod and Superman fighting together to get a common enemy. By the end, it's off panel and doesn't even 
doesn't happen because then Rogo Sar just like, hey, I think that we should team up. It's just nonsense well, to no, set no, up even more this whole nonsense. thing where, where we have the battle going on, and you know, you're getting the, like I said, the splash page. You're not you're getting a slideshow. You're not getting really yeah. good mo- mo- like momentum going with the motion and stuff like that. And then when you have the whole thing, if, if you wade through all the feelings and thoughts of Superman, you finally get to the idea, all right, me and him, we're going to fight together. This is for the legacy of Krypton. Yep. And then it all stops because Superman gets pulled out of the Phantom yep. Zone and we're done. Okay, and, Superman, and you got to then- go – Help Earth yeah. over here because it's back. Uh, okay. Yep. And then I'm it, fly it, and then it becomes bit. it becomes a, a goddamn you know chuckle fest. It seems like wh- why are they? Why is he throwing this thing? But yeah, you are setting this up to be this fight, and then you yanked it. You might as and well had a ripped away. you might as well have a cane come it's out and pull him off with the, the stage. It's yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, that's what happened. And so you don't get the battle. You don't get any of that after all the setup, even half of this issue set up. But even the idea, I've said these words to myself and this, and I said it to Bruce and Diana for candor. I'm like, why are you saying that to Bruce and Diana? I don't get that. Like, well, what are you saying that? Is that what you just yell every time you guys play football? Are they out playing tag and for candor? And it's and the strangest it. thing, too, because all we've had up to this point besides this, you know, like, you know, of like Adam Strange here at this one point, he was yeah. you know waiting for the Earth to come back and everything like that. There was a big joke that we've had throughout the series. Some people liked it, some people didn't. But now we have Superman back. Adam Strange helped. Now the Earth is all back and everything. And when uh, Superman starts talking about the idea of Rogozar, it seems that Adam Strange knows a thing or two about a Rogozar because yeah. Superman. Fa- Rogozar. Rogozar. <laughs> Where do you go, Adam Strange? Where do you go? I, I don't and- even like the dialogue. It comes out. He gets taken out of the Phantom Zone. He goes, Ray. And like, oh, you're safe. Yeah, all right. Hey, you're back on dash dash. Hey, you're back on Earth. What? What What is this dialogue? And he's like, oh, yeah, we rigged the Phantom Zone projector to pinpoint your specific location. And it was really tense there for a second, pal. This dialogue is terrible. And then he goes, Adam Strange, you're here. Hey, how about that? What? How about it? How about that? That'd be like you. And and after a, all you know, this, it just, you, and then, just but then you up, even up. have this thing. I just want to point out. Then you go and get this guy who set up. Yeah, funny thing. There was an experiment. I'm arrested, aren't I? Oh, go, go to hell. You know, and this talk with Adam Strange is just to point out that he seems to know because he's he like knows Robo a thing Zar, or two about a Robo Zar, apparently. And then you see the Zar, Zar from the Phantom Zone. Everything goes to hell when we go to Phantom Zone because General Zod's still trapped in and is getting the shit beat out of him this yeah. entire time. And Superman. He's just going around. He don't care about going back. You know, for Kandor, the legacy of Kandor, Kandor, the legacy of Krypton. All the, well, yeah. well, I guess that's over. Time to go be Superman some more. I'm yeah, like, because they say he gets a call. Hey, by the way, because they, he, I guess that they want to have Zod team up with Rogo Zar. Bendis seems that to want that. Happen. So, well, I think it is. They're already yelling, "We together!" And there he's dragging that's everybody them off, else inside. There no, in but my I'm mind. saying there because he's like, I had a dream that even this dialogue, Zar, 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 I had a dream to hell, Kryptonian. No, not me. We, my strength is, you know, all this. He's going to take him. I think that he's going to try to mind control him or whatever. He's, but they're still in the Phantom Zone. You yeah. know, they are. They're done. 
So I don't think that we're going to get much of that now, but who knows how it's going to, you know, play out. But the problem is, is that then it's like, Superman's hey, they're taking selfies we as had, he goes and does well, yeah, stuff. Well, I don't he need has that. to go up because there's an earthquake. So you, he didn't, for some reason, Bendis didn't want him to end Rogozar now because he wants to keep him around. So he goes and in his mind, the thing that's going to keep Superman from really demanding to go back in is people are in danger so he goes off and that's where i think that brian michael bendis thinks that this is where he's really hit hard that he's showing you that rogozar the worst thing of krypton you know krypton's uh, destructor is now he's going to leave that aside to go save some people from it's infuriating when you're reading this book though because we have set this up this is what we've been waiting for over and over and over since the man of steel book and you (laughs) had it right in your grasp and he pulls you out. He pulls you out to not and even see what goes on. And then you deal with a bunch of nonsense on. you don't care about while Superman thinks to himself some more, only to get to your cliffhanger, which is already spoiled yeah, on spoiled the cover on of this the issue cover. where John Kent shows up, a bed order. And, and, oh, hey, Dad, don't freak out. And even that, yeah, even that, the, the progression to that cliffhanger is terrible. It's He's flying. He's like – he knows what Saad was doing there. Who knows what does? Yeah, I got to find him. He's basically saying he has to find Oz. He has to find, his, yeah. you know, Jarrell. So he's like, daddy. hey, my father knows what that monster Rogozar is. He knows what Saad was doing there. My father knows where his, my son is. My father knows a lot more <laughs> than just stops Jesus and Christ. looks. I check him immediately with my x-ray vision. When you're reading it, you're like, the hell are you talking about? I listen because he wants to make it the cliffhanger, but he also has to spell out that he knows this really is John. It is such right. a convoluted way to get to the cliffhanger so that when you have this thing, he can just say, hi, dad, don't freak out. John, instead of what then him saying, you, then instead of him like, boy. boy, that does look like him. It is such a back ass way of doing this where he just stops and turns around. I check him immediately. You've just been talking about Jarrell this whole time. So what do you get? I listen to specific sounds of his body. I'm like, this is getting sexy. Yeah. What is he talking Tell me about? More. Sounds I know better than my own. Not a shapeshifter, not a trick. Well, mm. if it is. And then you turn, you're like, oh, there's John, and he's aged, and he says, don't freak out. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, it's like next Superboy returns. And now if you want to get mad that the cover spoils the cliffhanger, get mad that the cover also makes it seem as if John is bad. When people saw this solicited, they lost their minds. minds. And and I, still I doing it earlier this why week? do this? And this is what comes up. This might be maybe why I was arguing on Twitter where people were upset about that uh, Heroes in Crisis cover with Ivy. And the thing about it is people, people upset the hell you say. Pe- yeah. And people get upset like people got upset when they saw this. And what gets me is, that, you know, you have the other side like, oh, people are too thin of skin. No. Do you realize that the company itself is trying to get these people upset? If they get upset in a certain other way, then it bites them in the ass, and then you have to cancel the cover. But this is what the plan is all along from DC. They didn't leak that cover with Ivy there bleeding because they thought that it was going to inspire people to go out and help people. They they leaked it because they thought that people were going to be like, oh, shit, boy, that's awesome. But when they say like, oh, God damn it, that's a sexualized picture of somebody dead. Now you have to back off. And then people, oh, Shit. this cover was put out as a dupe, as, a, oh, man, John's coming back. Mean say, yeah. And what happens is this is how Brian Michael Bendis plays the game. And I hate it. And I hated it since the beginning where he even says, 
Ooh, you think that I broke up the family? Just wait and see. And so when he thinks that when John comes I'll back, I'll never and, tell. Yeah, John comes back and he's like, "Hey, pops, I love you." Brian Michael Bendis somehow you, thinks Danny. somehow thinks that he has won the game. Somehow he thinks that he has done something with that. No, you haven't. You have just written a story and then duped us with a cover. And yeah, he doesn't write that, but the damn well he he is involved with this cover of oh make John look mad. So when he comes back, and you know, it, it, it ends up it's a smoke and mirrors to make you look better. This is what I said about Tom King makes Batman a piece of shit, miserable ass. So when he finally smiles on one panel, everybody's going to lose their mind and say yeah! it's the greatest thing. I don't need you to fool me into thinking something's bad to make me think then that you're good. That is bullcrap. I hate it. I hate it. This issue is just a non-issue. All you have to do is know. Takes away everything I wanted to go do something else. All you have to know is that Rogozar and Zod are still in the Phantom Zone, and John came at the end. That's all. You don't have to know anything else. I put my review at the one point. It's like, look, I don't want to do any spoilers, but really, all you got to read this for is the cliffhanger because you're not going to get anything else out of this. The thing is, I like the art all the way through. Even though I like the art in the beginning, where you're seeing the battle, it's just that big splash page thing. It looks good. Doesn't tell a good it fight looks story. Good, but, but it, it doesn't tell good. a fight. Yeah. Later yeah. on, it, the art does get better for the progression of what yeah, they want to tell. All the way through, it looks good. It's not doing what they want to do in the beginning. But this is a nothing of an issue, and it, better, yeah, it, it made me very upset. I'm glad to get John back. I can't wait to see what that story is. I just hate the fact that we had to sacrifice this issue to get there. Yeah, and and this is not a twice a month book. Sometimes we're talking about these books that are twice a month where you'll get an issue, and like, oh man, it's a shame. But can hey, you imagine now? This is this you, is what happened this at is, the beginning. This is the first trade now. This is the end of the first yeah, this trade. Is the where end you've of the been first reading trade. all about this fight with the Rogozar, yep. and all of a sudden and it ends nothing's like resolved. Yep, and then it ends with the cliffhanger of John. They're like, oh well, I better get the next. Next trade, it's it's a business plan, and it sucks. And when we first started Rebirth, this was something that would come up uh, a lot, where we would say that a lot of these writers are getting used to the twice a month. You'd get the first issue of the month that would you know hit hard, then the second issue of the month would kind of meander till a big cliffhanger. Then you'd start the whole process again. This is once a month, but it's still that process. You still have at the end of last issue, all of a sudden you have you know Zod show up. Now you have John. It's just leading us, but not giving us anything with it this is something that brandon had warned us about and this is it but this seems even worse seems even worse like a brandon's like he'll he'll end up stretching something out this just seems like he's just okay well i told you you'd get this but yeah we're not going to deal with that let's get out of that we'll finish that off panel and we'll go on then you have adam strange rogel czar i just i really just need to finish up this this rogel czar kind of thing because right now it's i'm I'm not even liking supergirl because we're dealing with that stuff that's coming up next this like how this, this dare actually gets you me ruin more excited. My, how this dare you ruin my whole what, thing you know, with Supergirl? Because that's I'm my saying, biggest problem. This gets problem. me excited for Red Cloud and the Secret Syndicate in Action Comics, even though the comic's pretty goddamn boring. It gets yeah, me more excited for that than what we're dealing with here because it's just padded out and Rogel Czar is a terrible character. I agree. What did you give this, Aaron? 5.5 out of 10. Oh, what, did you give, uh, what did you give Batman Annual? 7.5 uh, out of 10. 7.5 for this out of 10. Okay. Like, no, I'm going 4. I, I okay. like the art. It's it's a weird deal. This is where it comes up a lot of times where it's not the art that I don't mind. It's what like you said, it's what the art does. And the, the big thing good, in this not doing its the job big still. thing in this is the fight and nobody cares about that. You know, not, you have uh, you, Brian Michael Bendis seems like, eh, I don't really feel like writing dialogue. Like, Just make this, this, this art here. 
would look great on my wall. Yeah, Doesn't it would tell be a really awesome. good story. Yeah, I mean, there's the point with Rogozar when he got punched in his face. It, it looks great. It's horrific, oh, but face. it looks so good. But it doesn't really help me tell the story. And so by the end, I really didn't care. And it just angered me about the fight. And then you're just meandering to get to John. So, yeah, the, the whole – even that – I'm telling you, that dialogue when Ray's like, you're on – hey, you're on Earth. So are you. What, what is the surprise <laughs> here? Uh, but yes, we're going to go to the last book of the section, and that is Supergirl number 25, Anniversary Air, written by Mark Andreco, art by Manuel Lupacino, Ray McCarthy, Len Medina, Sean Parsons, FCL Placencia, and Tom Napolitano. And there's so many because there are three stories in this. Uh, Supergirl has been on the Rogozar goose chase for a bit now, and this issue doesn't solve any of that, but instead shoots her off to the Vegas system, which might be my personal gem world before it's all God, over. I hate the Vegas yeah, I, system. I don't like the Vegas system. There's we also a lot get, of things I don't like. Yeah, yeah, we also get two backup stories since this is an oversized number 25, and while they are not of any significance, I actually like what Dan Jurgens did, and it's the it, it's not exactly the story that I loved of Dan Jurgens, but I do like the spirit of it, and it's actually what I would rather have from the Supergirl book. And really, my biggest problem with Supergirl right now, and I think that you agree and you said it as well, it's not its own book. Uh, no, I was talking about this on the, the sales. Book, I talked about this a lot on the sales podcast today when I did that on Patreon. Is this book is tied with Rogozar? Nobody likes Rogozar. I see people talking about Rogozar. It's not positive. So this book has not been able to tell its own story. It doesn't have its own identity, and this issue especially because you have Kara who went off. You have the whole Krypton thing, which is pretty much kind of pushed aside just to have this crazy, you know, super scroll Why that's did we go her. to Krypton No reason. Does anybody no, know? They, There's no reason because the whole thing is everything she gleaned from this was just memory she had as a girl yep. because of kryptonite poisoning because she's in the area while there's also – And splice. A, a splice. I, I, say, a, I said super a, scroll a, and you didn't even react, Eric. It is, nah, it's, it, to me, it's super, it's super girl, a super Durlin, scroll. A Tamaranian and a dry, uh, Dryadian all combined right here a franken clone and i'm like yep. i don't care anything about this thing because it's a throwaway character no, that doesn't mean it, it means nothing Why is it i'm telling you the guy at the end says that he needs a kryptonian his last piece of puzzle but hanging out at the one place that kills kryptonians if they show up I'm like that doesn't make any goddamn sense yeah, and, and she's seeing these, you know, visions because she's sick. Also, she's getting controlled. They turn horrific. At one point, it looks like she thinks her dad's a piece of shit. She's going, then she's no, looking at plans. Actual, I think those were actual I memories. mean, at one point, they turn into zombies, so that ain't real. Besides but that. yeah, she's just like, boy, is it, is my dad really that smug? I, I don't yes. know that he, yes, was. he was. I don't know he that was. he was. But she's looking, and, and I love it, too, because she's in this vision, but yet it seems like she thinks she has has to sneak a peek at these papers. She's like looking out to say, you're in, you know, you can do your vision here and look at it. But she's looking at what these things are. This leads her to remember stuff and to learn like stuff. The and it's the whole nonsense. Idea. She's sick because she gets into the like the the, the orbit of where yeah. all of this uh, kryptonite and crypto is. does as well. Exactly. It's coming through the ship. But if she gets herself into a spacesuit, that's fine. But then yeah. takes herself For out now, of the ship to go and just <laughs> – what was her plan even to go out into know. the space with the spacesuit? I don't suit? know what – I don't know what any plan is because I think that the problem is is this book 
can't do a lot anyway because she's going to find this whole deal with did Rogozar really destroy Krypton? Really, in my mind, Brian Michael Bendis in the Superman book has pretty much stated that that seems to be the case. Like, you know, yeah. we haven't seen much that says that it but might not be. But he used Zor-El's equipment to do it, apparently, and, and from used what we learned a, this well, he, Yeah, and he lo- used a lot of things, but it's not interesting. This isn't, this is too much of this Brian Michael Bendis Rogozar stuff and not enough Supergirl. You, you can tell that Mark and Drake was forced to tell the story and then in the meantime hey pepper it in with a couple things with it yeah she sees her parents she it just it's not hitting so when when we end up with the big moment where she ends up fighting this franken clone who Splice. ends up being able splice even can even like pretend Adrian that Brody's she is yeah that she is uh you know rogozar there and all these things going on and then it ends with them both just being teleported to the vegas well, not, system now I'm, I'm telling you i'm even angry before that because the whole idea we have this space that goes out and since she's tamaradian and has solar blast so like a part of Tamara yeah. has solar blast. It somehow charges up Supergirl yeah, charges or him. charges up her suit. It's almost like the whole thing where Thor's lightning charged up Iron Man in the in the uh, first yeah. Avengers movie kind of thing. I didn't yeah, like that ooh, then. That's interesting. The, whole, <laughs> the idea went. that Starfire could never hurt Superman with her solar blast because oh that she's going to redirect, and then we have the suits like Matrix redirect into yeah. Kara herself where it gives her super heat vision and super heat mouth to take out Splice because we have energy beams coming out of her eyes, her mouth, I'm like. I don't know what you're doing here, but I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just the idea that it just ends up and now we go off to the Vegas system and it's, it's, it says next, you know, Supergirl and the Omega Men. And now you're trying to grab onto this Omega Men, you know, Tom King deal. I want this book to just tell its own story. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that Supergirl can do. You, you don't have to tie it into these books that Omega Men. It's Harry Hokum. I know, yeah, I know. I know that a Mega Man people will go on and on about that. Didn't sell. Yeah, reread that. Yeah, you have. Jeez, that sounded like a (laughs) challenge. Uh, But you also have this Superman book uh, that isn't really gangbusters either. And most people are saying, let's just get rid of this Rogo Zar so we can go on. But yet, this book is tied down to it as well. And it's not able to have its own identity. And it really upsets me because this is Emmanuel Emmanuel Lupacino's art. And this is really good. There's a lot of stuff that I like about this issue, but nothing is... I don't like it, but I see (laughs) things that I want to like. I like Kara. I like Green Star-Lord. I actually think that he could be a cool character. And you do need a character for Supergirl to play off of. Yes, Crypto's there, but you need the, something Z- so Xander she's not... Cole is a pretty cool cool, yeah. and I like him. Yeah, I he's like fine, him. But like, he's and, got nothing to do here. No, and the, the worst is just what you said. You have Crypto that by now, at this many issues, Crypto should be the breakout character. This is Crypto. Just being this abused is, here. This is a Crypto that everybody loves, even. Not, not that Wolf Crypto that you seem Gotta to be enamored with. This is a... You have wasted crypto so much because the story that's being told and what I think Mark and Drake was forced to tell is not fun. So crypto, crypto's fun. You can't really do much with crypto if you're not having fun. So he just sits there in his space suit, uh, you know, with Green Star Lord. Yeah. And then Sandra we have Harry. Cole. 
Xander is there and Xander even says, I'll follow you to the end of the universe. And then, of course, that's where we're going to go because she is at the edge of the universe in the uh, Vegas system. Thankfully, her spacesuit has a tracking device to get Xander Cole and Crypto on board with where she's at. And so this is where – this is what upsets me about this next deal. And I do like the art. The next story is the Brad Walker art. And I do like the art. I like it. Yeah. Uh, And I'm glad that Xander gets his own little story. It's nothing. I mean, really, it is nothing at all. I like Brad Walker's art. There's nothing about the next two stories that really do anything for me. The problem with the story is it shows you how little we've gotten from Xander that they have to throw him into this. Yeah, he's Star-Lord. And, you know, you throw this and it looks great. Uh, It's fine. But the problem is, is this is stuff you should – I should know more about Xander from – the regular deal, but he has nothing to do because you're tied down with this Rogozar thing. Now, the next story, I know that you won't. I actually well, like even the whole thing I with like the Xander Cole one. thing, where he finds, you know, he's trying to go out and do some discovery. He's trying to find yeah. what he believes to be an extinct planet. He loses that because he comes and like you know he falls down and ends up getting like you know seeing this all these bones from these Kryptonians yeah. and stuff like that. There's a message left behind. The whole thing is the people of this world killed all of these Kryptonians, but possibly not because as he's flying away from this whole, you know, almost like, you know, Indy going yep. against the natives in the first Raiders of the Lost Ark trying to get away. Yeah, when yeah. We, we pan away from the planet, we see that symbol that's on Rogozar's axe yeah, it's the symbol. on this whole yep. planet. So I'm like, yeah, we see the here symbol. we go with Rogozar again. Even We can't even get away yeah. from it with Xander Cole's story. That, that, that ties into why he would have been with Supergirl. And I, I hope that he, when he space first bar. showed up, it did, it did seem like at the space bar he was up to no good. Even with this little, you know, electrocution of the, I hope that he ends up being a good guy because I actually like the character. He's a scoundrel with a heart of gold. He is. I mean, he's Star-Lord who is also hands-on solo. So you get the best of everything. also is Indiana Jones. And is Indiana Jones. So there you got that. I mean, he is. He's running away from people shooting arrows and stuff. Yeah. Well, the last story is a Dan Jurgen story. And he ended up saying this is like one of the first times he's written anything for Supergirl. So they asked him to do this. And I actually do like this. And I like this in a way that I think that this would have been better served in those 100-page uh, Walmart issues. This would have fit right. really good into even a – or even like the holiday special, anything like that. Because yeah. I do like this. This is what I want. I like the art a lot. It's Tom Derenick's art, which too. I'm back and forth with his art a lot of times. But you also get Ice involved, a character that we don't often see. And Six months ties. after Carol landed, she's already yeah. BFFs with Ice. Yeah, she's BFF. Well, we saw. I mean, even is that a little wink, wink, fun thing thrown at Steve Orlando <laughs> when laugh. it seemed like two weeks like, afterwards? We're still playing this, are we? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually liked it, though, as well, because we end up with her parents. We end up seeing her parents, which now, we have seen in a while. Now, is this the old house or the new house? Because I don't remember them living in a row home. I actually think this must be the new one, but it's Eliza and Jeremiah Danvers, and they are there and getting ready for the uh the Christmas. what's it called the holiday now i will mention too it seems like since we last saw them it's possible that uh, eliza got a hand eric she grew she a is, hand back she, i, I she looked grew at every hand. panel to see if it was a different yes, color no it's did. just a regular hand she got a hand back that's fine that's fine you know everybody deserves two hands alfred did and why can't so, eliza 
Yeah, really. So they're going and, and Supergirl comes in. She's all covered in gook because she ended up helping out Ice and going through this, fight a you know, this big, this Megazon and ended up getting guts all over. She's very upset. In the meantime, it leads to that Eliza ended up giving a lot of uh, Kara's stuff away to an orphanage. Stuff she and grew. You, yeah. Yeah, and one of the things was the stuffed animal that was given to her from, and was even Isn't something Eliza's she brought with fault? her. This thing was hidden inside of a shoebox. It was. How would it was Eliza hidden. Know what this? I like about this, though, and I have teenagers, Eric. This actually does remind you that Kara is not twenty-eight. I, you know, it's silly to say, but you got to remember she is still Supergirl. I think that this does a very do you good get, get thing woke. of she's. Well, she's mad, and even just <laughs> with that, with that, she throws a tantrum. We don't yeah. see that often. She, and she has just gotten covered in guts. I All this stuff. She's too. having a horrible thing, day. Th- this whole idea where she is so upset. This, this stuffed animal is the only thing she has left from yeah. Krypton that her mother gave her when she was a little girl. This whole thing, though, she goes to that orphanage. It's Christmas, Christmas or not, I am taking that thing from that little girl oh, well, and flying away. Thing, too. When she's throwing the tantrum, like, oh, I didn't know I gave that box to the orphanage. Right then I said, okay, some girl will have that stuff. Then yep. there is no I way what's going. she's going to be like, what, you know what? She deserves That's why this story more. didn't do it for me. This because the I whole know, idea, I, once I got to this point, I'm like, cliche. it's hokey. And I'm like, I, I know exactly mind. what's going to happen now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I knew exactly where it was going. And the minute where there's, I've read yeah, this story it's not 17 really Christmas times. without snow. I'm like, oh, ice is going to get that go. call. I didn't care because I liked it. This is where when we're talking about – and we had Ruben's uh, mail earlier and where I right. said a lot of times there aren't books for me a lot of times when we're reading. This is like right along the lines. This is not – it's not the great – this is a one-done you know, thing for an anniversary issue. Yeah. I'm not saying that this should be every you know issue should be these cliches. I like it, though. Uh, this is something where I think that with the Eliza and Jeremiah, this is better than anything that Steve Orlando did with him in his entire run. Oh, yeah, definitely. This actually, also, he doesn't whitewash the whole idea of Kara not, you know, okay, well, I guess I got to get – she throws a tantrum. And she actually <laughs> does go to steal back that thing. And they come out and, again – these this is why Supergirl is a better person than I am. These, I would get and these, out of that kid's hands the, and fly away. I like away. the little subtle thing where the kids come in and they see so – it's very similar to them coming and seeing Santa. Seeing Santa, come exactly. Out it's the whole idea. Oh, my God. Supergirl's Girl. here? Best Christmas ever. And I'm telling you, they catch her in the middle of sneaking her. <laughs> point. <laughs> trying to steal things and then it all is like oh uh, hey supergirl oh the kids would love it if you stayed for the party she's like i didn't i didn't sign up for this but she starts going and you do see the little girl and of course it has to be the cutest little girl there that has to stop that animal she get me too people donate stuff so we can get it supergirl and like, oh, isn't it? She purrs. And Supergirl's like, oh, God, I guess I the can't take this. Do, do you want to hug my stuffed animal, Supergirl? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. I Whew. do. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Just flies off. Supergirl. All of a sudden, just heat visions are. T- what happened? Look, I, uh, little girl, out, she's on fire. Look, so Supergirl, Supergirl takes the stuffed animals. A bunch of little kids that get upset. Who's going to believe a bunch of orphans yeah, over really. Supergirl? Yeah, really. <laughs> Dirty orphans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I named her Smuffy. That is a really stupid name, girl. I hate it's it. Not her Smuffy. name is this, and you call her this. That's not her name. But yeah, she's there. It looks like a little devil too, which makes me like I love her. Like, listen, stop it, stop it, girl. 
She's like, yeah, I know. It's great. And then they're like, Isn't oh, the she kids. wonderful? And so the then best. at the last second, you know what? This is the best thing ever. But it, would it be even better? Because, you know, this girl, she just lost her parents. And she's from, you know, an area where they have a lot of snow, maybe Buffalo. Buffalo. And now, now we're here in the Nash. And they don't have it that. It don't snow in the Nash. Yeah, it don't snow in the Nash. It'd be really cool, Supergirl. I, I know the Nash was going to be like a Washington, D.C. Yeah, I don't I know why too. it's not snowing yeah, there. I, I just love the idea that this guy is like, it's not enough that Supergirl's staying for the party. He's like, you know what would be even better? If you would take me to Paris. I let always me, wanted to see Paris. Hey, out. Let me call my friend from Norway in and have her come over somehow yeah, in a timely manner and yeah. then make snow for y'all. Yeah, yeah. So she goes and gets ice. I just think the guy's like, you know what would be even? better uh we we just ran out of sodas and it'd be great if somebody i don't know somebody could fly could go to the walmart real quick and get some soda zip in, zip and out. she's like yeah i could probably do that that you know and yeah it'd be really good if she also paid <laughs> we really don't have that much money here yeah, we got so, a bunch of kids here. You understand. Yeah, yeah, you got it. So, yeah, you have that. Then I, I want the next day we see uh, one day later and that guy has those kids in slave labor. You had your one day because I love where they're like, this is the one day of the year they love. It's because they are scrubbing floors the next day. Huh, I told you, kids, you got your one day. You got your supergirls. Now get to the floors. But yeah, yeah, have what this other going parent on. brings Supergirl to the party? Also, I did that. Also, I want to uh, day, uh, you know, later the news news flash city in a, a tumultuous snowstorm that we were not prepared for. I just never the, turned it off. I'm telling you, nothing, <laughs> nothing was prepared. They why would they have salted the roads? There are so many accidents <laughs> and death. There, there is so a much fire trouble. Break loose. All the oh freaking lines are frozen, so All the firefighters the can't get any water. Has gone wrong. They were not prepared. They said it never <laughs> snows in the for for Christmas. They are not prepared. I, I've seen people. I, I talked to Brandon. I had a friend from North Carolina that moved to Quakertown, and it right. snowed the one time. I swear, three quarters of an inch. This guy thought that hell had freeze, frozen over and was having problems. The Nash is in big trouble right now, only so that six kids can have a nice day. Yeah, as one kid like just one guy's driving, he goes right into a pole. The one kid goes, "You're welcome." Super and just flies. This on. little girl runs up to the freaking person. Boy, now want to see my stuff? Want to see beautiful. my stuff? I call, I call her Smuffy. I love her. Call Kill the her <laughs> I'm bleeding out. Please. I tore my jugular. <laughs> I, I can't breathe. Smuffy, she purrs. God Please. damn it! Oh God! I am dying. dying. Ah. I'm dying here. Super and Supergirl's busy. She's uh, another shower. She's catching up with ice. Ice, call fire, please. (laughs) (laughs) Why is fire green? That's his last words. That's what I always wondered. But yeah, the the whole Nash is in in disarray. Uh, All hell is broken loose. Uh, This this issue was not great. It's another one of those twenty five. I could have some fun anniversary things. Didn't have a lot of fun reading it though. I like the idea. I like that. I always like an issue that's going to show you or a story that shows you that your hero is nice. That your hero likes to have fun. That your hero is a hero. And that's what that Dan Jones one did. Well, it is a victory lap, except that he's never written Supergirl. So I see him doing this. Look at this and guy. Where does just, he get off running just, a victory well, yeah, lap really. before he ever does I, I nothing? I just like that. <laughs> I like that Eliza yeah, now has it's a nice hand. Enough. It's just hokey. It was funny because they said, he went into the office and he said, hey, Dan, I'm going to be doing this Supergirl. Like, what should I do? Can I use the Danvers? And he's like, yeah, yeah, give him a hand. 
That's what he thought. He gave my hand. Gave her a hand. That's the joke. <laughs> Please call the, the ambulance. I am dying here. I don't need a stuffed animal. But whoa, I whoa, whoa. love Don't her. take it into the ground here. We already did this bit, Jim. Calm down. I'm dead, Eric. I was going Only back. Only one to per it. customer. Jesus Only Christ. one per customer. No, no, I'm going back. Uh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, how about that painting in the in the mansion? How dare you? What are you trying to? What do you have a timer set? You got your egg timer goes up. We are done. Oh uh, yes. What would you give this, Eric? I would give this issue a five oh, out of ten. Not I, I, you... I can just, I can laugh it up. The, but the, the minute that you have to come on, you, yeah, I'm going with you. I, I know what, what the you're hell are you talking about. I'm giving a five out of ten. Saying. I don't know what you're talking about. I heard you go. <laughs> was that your lip smacking again? It sounded like you were oh, drinking no, no. your soda when no, I asked. No, that, that was actually that little pump on the bottom of the chair. My leg brushed against it when I went to no. go to the mic. But no, uh, no I, that's I like what the it art was? enough. Yeah, that's what it was. You want to hear it again? That's what I can't. I can't do it now. <laughs> it sounded like you were just it. drinking. It made me a liar. No, no don't I was worry. Not no, they only get one per customer. You told me. You <laughs> jerk off. Boy, so you're going five regular sound? five. We had a five bunch of five. I know. It's I'm gonna going be a, the same deal. A common thread this week. I like to. Yeah, I'm going just, the same deal. These annual, like these anniversary issues, don't do it where you have a bunch of little stories because. I want to deal with the main story and you're not giving me anything there. So these other little stories are not going to make up for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm giving it a regular five. It doesn't get me angry. So I can't give an FU five, but yeah, it's a five. It's just what it is. It's like you you do kind of push, but this whole idea of getting to Krypton should be big. And then it wasn't. It's just then you're off to the the Vega Vega system, which we hate, and the Omega Men. So we'll see how he deals with that. I just need to get through this and just have Supergirl be Supergirl. That's all I want. But uh, we're going to go off So you want to go read Supergirl being super? No, I don't want that either. I want something that Mark and Draco can give me something new. What do you think? I'm Mr. Rerun here? Look at him dancing. Hey, hey, no, that's Dwayne. Come on hey, now. Rerun says, hey, hey, hey. No, no, that's Dwayne. Rerun, Rerun comes says in. it. Go back and no, watch what's doesn't. happening. That is Dwayne. That is Dwayne. I, I, go we watch, have had go this watch what's before. happening now. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe that's the case. I didn't even think Rerun <laughs> even did that. That was more Dwayne. Of course he did. He was a used but car salesman. We will go uh, now to go to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with you. Oh my, this is the mail section number one. If you want to be part of the mail and part of the podcast, email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Doesn't seem like a lot of people want to be involved in this shit show. Don't talk about that. (laughs) That's what happens. Everybody wants to keep a wide berth anytime (laughs) we come down the alley. (laughs) I'm telling you, we're the podcast that if we're the podcast walking down the street, every other podcast and every other people, they Cross the street, Eric. Oh. When, we're, when we're coming on down. Why are they, they going to be like know. that? Here comes those jerks. Eric, 
That's a segue. See, that's how I work things. This is a segue because the first mail is from Ben. This is his first time emailing. And Ben says, hey, guys, I'm a huge fan. I wanted to take the time to (laughs) tell you how much I appreciate, uh, how appreciative I am of your podcast. Not to get too somber, but I suffer from bipolar and Mm. schizophrenia. And I know uh, at personally that that is not a very happy time you know that's yeah. that's not all uh it's cracked up to be right no it's not all <laughs> nobody ever pinatas. said that was a, ever cracked up to be so there are a lot of times in my life that i'm alone and i need support of some type and i stumbled on your podcast over the summer he is a detective comics and a conan fan oh uh i think that's i think that's right conan there. not conan and maybe oh. he's a conan fan he, he's Team like coco that, He's like, the, the heck with that Jimmy Fallon. The heck with that guy. Me and you were talking about Conan the other day, how much we appreciate Conan. We talk and about we Conan a lot at work. Yeah, we do. It's weird, too. And we, we always end up From saying the 90s. that he is, he is the, he was like the next David Letterman that just never became the next David Letterman. He was his own thing. But I looked at him as that hot shot when he came in. That young, looks tall, at him as ginger the old hot guy. shot. Yes, and due to the fact that your podcasts are so long, I can put one on. It helps me with my symptoms for a few hours. Now, awesome. I did message him back, and I said, my wife actually suffers from both bipolar and schizophrenia, mm-hmm. also has to suffer with me, yes. and basically, she does not listen to the podcast. No. And tonight, even as we're recording- Nothing Jim I, does helps with anything that I, she no, has. <laughs> I have to tell you, like, we're getting on now. This is guerrilla podcasting. Sure is. I have to get on because I got screamed at that I have to take Ethan back to work, but then and I have to be done by 10 to go pick them up. And then we're under the gun. Oh, my God. Your lightheartedness is not triggering. And I really appreciate it. Now, see, this is what I'm saying. A lot of people avoid us, I think, just to avoid us. So they avoid us because we may have a little salty language. Like most of my family. I like the salt. That's my favorite ingredient in any sort of meal. <laughs> salt, Eric. Uh, but, yeah, I think that some people don't give it a, a long enough time to listen to see what we're all about. Luckily, Ben did. He says, you guys have helped me branch out and read new titles like Lucifer. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's because of you, Eric. You yeah, helped. of course. Lucifer. And to stop some of the comics on my pull list, Batman. Yeah. And he says, thanks again, Ben. And I really appreciate that. And I hope that it is something that we can help people out. I like to I, imagine I said, a lot of people come in. They try our podcast for the first time. We get right to the books now. So there's nothing like, you know, detracting them right at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. So we get in the Batman, a lot of people's favorite book. They hear what we have to say and they never listen cool. again. Yeah, we they hear of what we have to say, and boy, we say it, right? We, that's one of the things. I said, I, I don't know that they would be better for the podcast, you know, and I'm not saying better for everybody listening going, no, that wouldn't be a better podcast. I'm saying that maybe we would be a lot more popular. A better if, business if we, plan. We, a business plan may not even be fake the funk. It may just be dial back the anger a little. Like, dial it, back it, you know, your if we, we would say, we would say something. Yeah, that, I'm, that's exactly what I'm saying. If we're like, we get together and like, boy, I hated this Batman. Well, let's stop giving scores. Yeah. Or let's just, because if you don't give a score at the end, and also let's not nitpick things. So we just get in and say, this is where it's the Jen Eric podcast that I want to have. Where I'm like, hey, I'm you know that Batman? I don't know. Th- this run hasn't always been for me. Th- that is podcast speak for Les Garbage. The problem <laughs> is we say Les Garbage. So but, Les well, you know. You know, I don't really enjoy 100% what he's doing with the penguin here. Translation, Lays Garbage. Translation <laughs> is what we say then is, Nonsense. this is bullshit. 
<laughs> this penguin is he he's having sex with a penguin. Now that might be sexy, but uh, not my penguin. Who am I? Not my Oswald. Instead, like, oh, you know what? Or you get to like a Grant Morrison. This is the I'm going to do the generic uh, podcast speak. You know, there's a lot of crazy ideas being thrown out here. Jim speak is what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't know what the hell whoa, he's whoa, saying. Whoa. Quiet down, you know, tough guy. Yeah, cool your jets. Really. Hey, listen, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I got to prove I'm a tough guy here. Uh, or, or you have a, a Justice League dog. Boy, James Tynan certainly has a lot to say here. You know, <laughs> weird science speakers. The hell is Yackety going on with yak. this narration? Don't talk Yackety back. yak. I'm going out the back. Get making a sandwich. See, this is what happens. Yeah. This is how there the is and, and the again. But I told you though, is there there is a you know they have certain formulas where you say in the business world, Eric. I'm not sure that you're aware of the business sector. I was not a business major. I am. I, I last year or last year last podcast, I demanded I know everything about psychology. Now it's business, but they always have that formula. Like one person who complains in business is worth yeah, minor, <laughs> very minor, very weakly. Uh, one person who complains means 10,000 customers are complaining, right? I, I think that where I think that the podcast that we have, yeah, we may have, you know, alienated 50,000 casual fans, Eric, yep. but we've gained 30,000 hardcore fans. And I'd rather have that I as like well. And really, I told you before, I don't even like saying that because I don't like the fans. I, I don't like saying that. Oh, you're going to have your fans friends. listen to you? I call them friends, Eric. When, when Tanya's like, oh, you're going to go talk to your fans? I'm like, no, I'm going to go talk to my, my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And I'm going to kiss some teeth on I'm the mouth saying. like you and should. And I do mean that. I do mean that. A little shout out to Leonard out there. You guys having some problems there. <laughs> yeah. But yes, thank you, Ben. And I, I thank hope you, ben. that uh and, and I legitimately, Ben, if you ever need anyone to talk to, I will give you Eric's number. There you go. See, <laughs> I, I'm always willing. <laughs> I'm always willing. I'll give you the email. No, I All actually right. sent Ben because I, I sent him the digital code for the batman who laughs because right. i thought you know what we're going to talk about that and i yeah. really enjoy it and then, and then the badasses put it on the patreon <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know that ben's on the patreon so unfortunately i wanted him to be able to follow along oh well thanks ben. And the next one is Ruben. yeah the next one's ruben ruben, ruben. What the heck, Ruben getting off his stuff and then mailing in? What, what is this, Christmas time, Eric? What's yes. this, December? It's holiday Ruben time. says, hi, Jim and Eric. 2018 is almost over, so I've decided to share my thoughts on Book of the Year. I, I mentioned in the news podcast this morning on Patreon that I, as a goof, I do believe that every year I will give Creature of the Night <laughs> Book of the Year. Do you know when that book was announced, Eric? I found that out today. When I was think Creature it was of the announced Night? in August of 2015. It was announced in like August of 2010. <laughs> that's, that's how long. I it was delayed seven, six, seven years before it even came out. 2018 is almost over, so I've decided to share my thoughts on Book of the Year. I'm torn between Just League Dark and The Dreaming, uh, but I'm going to give the nod to JLD. You know, some podcasts may say that Tynan has a lot to say, Eric, <laughs> because it's consistently the first book I read when it's released, and I enjoy raving about it with Simon and arguing about it with Jim endlessly in Slack. Yeah. That is true. Also, you know what I've done? I actually realize now I put myself in such a corner by giving uh, last year's book of the year to Creature of the Night because I could never tell anybody that it's – because in my mind, I think to say JLD's too it's, – it's not far enough in the run to give a book <laughs> – I can't say that. I gave a book that had two issues out. 
Uh, in the long run, I still expect that Dreaming will be the better series. But JLD surprised me. I'm going to get on I that soon, that Dreaming. The- I used to have the same disdain for dark characters that Eric has for Gemworld, but mm. Tynan's made them cool. Strong what do you disdain. hate more, the Savage Land, Gemworld, or Dinosaur Island? Which See, is your least favorite? Gemworld's getting really hot and heavy lately. Savage Land, I don't have to deal with because I don't read Marvel yeah, you very don't often, have to so deal I don't have to deal with that. So Avengers really went to Savage Land last week, or I, yeah. this week, actually. But yeah. I didn't have didn't to read it, much. so I'm okay with that. Gemworld, though, you say it's hot and heavy. We never really get there. Uh, you know, where have we actually been? We, we, it's we coming up be. a lot lately. It will be now. It will be. Who and you do say you like Mira better? as well? Mira might as well be Gemma yeah. in my mind. Man, that might be nah, Savage Land to me. <laughs> what, what What do you like better? Do you like Cobra or uh, Shield? What do you like better? It makes no shield? sense. <laughs> shield? I don't know what I was From G.I. Joe Cobra? But Tynan's made Cobra them from cool. DC? I don't know. No, I was talking about the movie Cobra with Sly. Oh, uh, I hate the movie. Cobra. Yeah, I do too. In five issues and an event, he's presented through. Oh, he says that he he does. He used to hate the dark characters, right? But he's presenting threatening villains, the Upside Down Man, and Doctor Fate. I'll tell you, I, I you know I don't want to argue during the mail, but the Upside Down Man really the, these are comp- threatening villains. The guys, all he's doing is hanging upside down. He is a threat only menacing. by name. Menacing. Hey, he's menacing because he's just being mentioned. Look, Jim, the rest never of doing us have anything. seen Stranger Things. We know how bad the Upside Down is. That is true. I haven't seen it. Dr. Fate, me. Only thing that can save us now is Dustin. Dr. Fate, Dr. Fate, do you think of him more of Dustin? Yeah, that, that stupid ass marble mouth. <laughs> you, you think that uh, Dr. Fate seems threatening or menacing? I just think he's cool that he's in the book. I think he's threatening and menacing. I yeah, think I he is I the really main villain of this whole thing at this point. I, I just know that he won't be. Eventually, he's just not going to – they're not going to let Dr. Fate go on and be a villain. So they might I be. Just, I'm telling you, Naboo might no. get taken out and the whole thing might get stopped and we have Khalid come out. Because right now, it looks like we have in, you know, JLD right now. Yeah, but even if that know. does it, it will redo uh, – you know, I'm telling you, I, I can't see that they're going to just uh, out of nowhere make Dr. Fate a villain from now on. It'll just he, be obviously Naboo. Something's gonna, yeah. Well, there you go. It's not Dr. Fate. I don't need Naboo Naboo. Isn't isn't that what Mork used to yell? Naboo no, Naboo? No, it's not. Establish memorable environments, the Oblivion Bar, Tower of Fate, and Tree of Wonder. Again, I I, I guess I'm just tree missing Tree of Wonder. Things. It's a goddamn tree. Yeah, I'm saying I'm, I guess I'm just missing these things because the Oblivion Bar, all we keep doing is messing it up and cleaning it up. I just I, see people I, get cute and killed basically there. my kitchen, except that never gets people cleaned get up. killed there. Yeah. Oh, there should be. You used to Presented have seven stories boys. of consequence. See, I, I, I'm telling you, the, the, Ruben, you're killing me. The destruction of the Parliament of Trees, yeah, that's consequence. You know what it the is Parliament now? Of the flowers. Parliament of Flowers. That's it's the same thing. It's, it, new, it's, it's no just different. rebranded. It's no different. Yeah, it's it's a rebranding, which Eric claims that it's going to be because they're going to make Poison Ivy the Avatar of the Green, and that's I a do. setup. That is, yeah, and it makes sense to me when you said it. Like, oh yeah, that kind of does kind of go there. They don't want no trees; they want the flowers. And Nanda Parbat, and the rise nice. of Cersei and Naboo, and the depowering of Constantine. These are all things that I really. I know you're saying these, but these are just things that to me are just said and they don't really feel. And maybe the problem is, is in my mind, you have the Just League Dark book and James Tiny gets to play with everything because it's only in that book. And maybe, right. though, that's why it doesn't feel as big to me, because I know it's only in that book. I, I like to so think that you just not- took such a hard stand that you can't go against it now, no matter what. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, at least though, I read it this week and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's okay. What do you think? And you told me the same. So there's a little hint. <laughs> spoiler for later. Oh my. It made me care about seeing D-list characters. Man, Bat, and Detective Chimp. It's actually making me not like Detective Chimp and, and maybe even showing me that this is why we don't get a lot of Detective Chimp because he's starting <laughs> to break on my goddamn nerves. He's using tools. I really we hope Tynan can keep it up. Yeah, really. You can't let that. He, he's reading books. And then he's reading books upside down, but then he's not. But then he's reading them again. Yeah, he's not really making him a very likable character no. right now. He, he seems to be the one the who point. just keeps screwing everything up. Well, it, it, that's the point with everything that we've gotten in Rebirth. It seems like all of these writers seem to think the only way that you can make somebody like a character is first make them hate him. This is Batman. At the end of the Batman run, he's certainly going to end up probably smiling. I guarantee you the last panel that in that 105 issue will be batman smiling and everybody will go nuts oh i knew it i knew he loved him <laughs> i mean like, yeah really we, we spent all these years waiting for that last year after giving up on batman i gave up the new justice new age of heroes and sandman universe lines a try the sandman universe line is the best of the three the silencer was the only good thing coming out of the new age of heroes jld teen titans and to a lesser extent justice league are the only good new justice properties and on the whole through 2018 was an improvement for dc over 2017 i tried to remember one story from 2017 in short uh some boring bad squad stories i couldn't think of anything i read from that year now i'll tell you i think that just doing these books every week uh, it all it hasn't been it hasn't been down like this though for years uh, we i think that this year was awful we we uh, how we many podcasts did we have in a long time yeah, last one week. week but how many of those weeks where we were just saying over and over boy this is the worst week of Seven. comics that we've ever had uh was new superman a 2017 book what about priest deathstroke that's still going on <laughs> If so, those were the only books from that era that I'll reread. Yeah, they were both them. Uh, do you think DC is headed in the right direction? I have the advantage of selectively reading only the books that entertain me, but I'm getting to the point where I'm having to make some tough choices about what to keep on my pull list. In the past, I had a hard time adding books I cared about. Hussein's Shazam. email last week left me a little sad. It seems, and I think it was Akeem's email, right? It seems that there is a so. fan base that DC isn't really supporting. Hopefully with Shazam and Team Titans consistently impressing and the promise of Doomsday Clock wrapping up. 2019 will be a great year. Yeah, Doomsday Clock will wrap up. We're hearing rumblings. That ain't going to yeah. crap. And <laughs> it's that, just going to wrap up and That be really done. depresses me. Yeah, it's me just going to be done. It's not going to change anything. Would you prefer DC to create a connected universe that exclusively makes you happy while alienating other comic fans or have a few lines for everyone? Now we're talking about what I was saying about our podcast again. <laughs> Here, you have a few lines for everyone then you're going to make people happy anyway. Uh, I said there's a lot of times when we're doing a Marvel book on the Marvel podcast. Eric doesn't know anything about this. But, uh, I'll mention like, boy, I wish there was Savage this Land? type of book at DC. DC's very, you know, very narrow with their selections now if you don't like the main heroes. Again, why I know some people like JLD. Because these are characters we haven't gotten in a while, and you can go and get those. But if you're a fan of fringe characters, you sit here and wait for them to show up in Flash or Green Arrow or Batman. There's not a lot of these side characters. If you're a fan of Jonah Hex, what are you, what are you doing? You're reading old stories and waiting for Jenny Hex That's right. to show up in the Wonder imprint. If you're a fan of Dial H, you'll have your book. 
If you're a fan of Gem World, you can read the Young Justice book because they're going to go to Gem World. (sighs) But yeah, that's the problem. I think that a lot of these fans have, you know, some specific characters they like. And if they're not the main characters, you're not going to get any. You even said, like, Dancing Mike loves Harper Row. What Harper Row is he getting? Seriously, she's in a hippie commune underground right now. We haven't seen her in a dog's age. Yeah, well, if you're a fan of, uh, you know, Artemis and Bizarro, go on gone there i say I you know a you're a fan oh, no. of a uh, batwoman i mean uh, like i said you have to wait till they show up in these other books like red hood batwoman shows up because they just don't have enough books right now to me and really well, well, if, well, if batwoman it was, i'm just saying that she spent like two years in detective comics had her own terrible series she's been around yeah. Yeah, they didn't treat her well, Eric. And it's, so I would say get some of these books that are twice a month. You know, to, and you're gonna man. you're gonna take a hit though <laughs> if you say like, okay, no more twice a month books, and now you're replacing one of the Batman issues with a Firestorm issue. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna equal talking. out. Oh. You might make people happy though. Yeah, how about this? Hopefully, this Wonder imprint. I know that everybody's down on Bendis right now, especially this week. Oh my! I look forward to that yak, Wonder imprint. Yakety yak! But uh, when you get this Young Justice deal that again feels like more of what rebirth what i want that's what i need what uh, yeah i am jenny hex is in there i'm looking forward to all them uh yeah i thought jenny hex was in uh young justice i'm saying she's in all those you know that's just part of the imprint uh with this that's the problem is if they they promised rebirth wonder twins and then with the rebirth yeah that's mark russell i'm out (laughs) they promised this hope and that we don't have any hope anymore and there's nothing to go to but i look at those you know wonder comic imprints they look like something that's why i don't that's why we give a pass to adventures of super sons for the most part because that's one of the few and that's why we like shazam so much Shazam is another one that really is, you know, uh, a one that can void. make you smile. I suspect you'll say that the DCU is still a bad place. So I'm curious how many titles you have to like for your opinion to change. I used to think that if my favorite books aren't pleasing me, DC was doing something wrong. I now think that if two or three of the four or six books I reach read each week hit, things are pretty healthy so long as every book on my pull list hits at least half of the time. Now you're talking math. Uh, the, the I don't know. You just said I that. go by. I go by the full deal because we talk about almost every book. But even this week, we're we're not talking about. You know, I'm sorry, Carlos. But we're not talking about Batman. Damned. I tried to read that twice. I, I can't get through it. It is so over the top. You, you want to see somebody who thinks they have to curse to, to make themselves tough. See every character in that book. That's I believe I there's do. like I gotta curse and show my dick off all the time to make people there think I'm tough. There is F-bombs. There is a – you can't say that now. Oh. You, you're going to get us to, you know, oh, no. taken off of this. There's plenty vein. of other things going to uh, happen before is, that. There is a uh, – there's actually what I consider an attempted rape in, in the with the comment of – no means yes. And that's in there. That's in Batman. Damn. Now it is the crazy Harley saying it to Batman, but it's still, it's awful. I, I don't like it at all. And I'm not exactly a prude, but I read that book and it seems like they're like, okay, <laughs> you're going to take the Batwang out. Now we're going to get down to business. It's just, to you me, You ain't it's seen awful. nothing yet. Yeah. It's mature. I don't want that. I even said I was, on the, mature. I was on the Slack chat last night. And we were all arguing about Marvel. And I said, here's my favorite Marvel characters. And everybody made fun of me because they're all they're all eight-year-old girls. Gabby, Riri. Yeah, we're worried you know, about you. She's a little you. older. Yeah, those are the moon girl. 
Yeah, there you go. I said, because they're like, oh, man, you know, I like Spider-Man. I like Doctor Strange. I'm like, here's mine. Captain America's in there. He says, to wrap up, what does DC need to accomplish in 2019 for you to think they are doing a good job? I, I just want them to have something where I would love it that if we go on Twitter and it's not people going like, uh, how dare you? You're killing me with your snuff books. And you're th- it's really bad right now. It's just not good. It's not, there's not a lot of books that I can recommend to a lot of people right now. That's all I need. I, I would like, and I think I'm, like I said, this Wonder Comics thing, I think this might be a godsend for us. It might <laughs> actually re- you know, spark our interest. And then he'll start yakety yakking, probably. But we'll see. He does really good with the younger characters. So that'll be good. Though he's he really good with the younger Jimmy characters. Boys out. Yeah. Once he starts doing dialogue. Not on my watch. Narration. Oh, my God. Did you think that 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 seemed to me? Now, I know I'm not pretentious enough to think that it is against me. That seemed (laughs) like it was against me. (laughs) I read that. I'm like, how dare you? BMB. How dare you do this? You're killing me. (laughs) And it's it's so over the top. But, yep, that's it for the mail. So I, I just want them to I just want to have and to go back to what he said before. Roman, I just want them to have a book for everyone, you know. And I just I want think, things again, to feel fresh and exciting and new. Yeah. I think that this uh, Wonder Comics deal will help out a lot. I think that is a segment of you know the readership that doesn't have anything light and fun. There really isn't. I mean, when when people think that the epitome of comedy right now is a a goddamn failed villain yelling "Hell yeah," there's something wrong. Brilliant, you know? Yeah, Thank really. You. That that's the light. Uh, you know, to get out of the darkness while the guy's being punched. I mean, he doesn't say hell yeah unless he's getting the shit kicked out of him for no reason. He's a mask. Hell yeah. And uh, you didn't see it's Batman. You want me to punch you again? Hell yeah. There you hell go. Yeah, he baby. Is. Come on. But yeah, nonsense. But that is the end of mail section. Thank you, number Ruben. One. Yes, Ruben. And we'll be going back to the books right about now. Now's the time to hear reviews and listen to what Jim. Just okay. Now's the time to hear reviews and listen to what Jim will say. We're waiting to hear all Jim's scores. We don't want to hear Eric Shea. I want to hear Eric Shea. I'm with hearing Eric I'd rather hear Eric Shea than talk about some of these books tonight. I've read comic books most of my life. He has read comic books most of his life. It's very uh, muddy, that, right? It sounds like you're talking from the, like, in the bottom of an aquarium. Maybe the bottom of the ocean, even, right? Is that that what they say? What that would sound like. Uh, It would sound like that, actually. It would probably sound like you'd be dead. Can we have that He's having a stroke. <laughs> there you go. I just saved you. And then gave Put you a finger mouth, mouth, mouth. mouth. Oh, yeah, I did. It wasn't that. I just, it was getting boring talking about you under the sea. <laughs> now pick back up. Now you realize you had a song. Yeah, now I yeah, really that piqued my interest again. <laughs> there you go, Eric. There you go. We're going to talk about a bunch of books in this section. Yeah, this is called the do. second section of books that includes the Good Flash, name. Titans, and Wonder Woman. That's what I call it. It's a very long title for a section of books. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, one better than the other, I hear. Yes. <laughs> the positivity or ends now. One Eric. worse than the next. These are the jumps. Uh, uh, we, we had uh, the spotlight, which we probably already mentioned a couple of times positivity. already. We were very positive on that. Uh, and I'm positively not enjoying some of these other books. So we're, we're going to have to trudge on. I am now going to tell oh, you. I'm, I'm gonna... missing the positivity of the first section already. Oh, I'm going to accentuate the positive here, as as I like to do. And I'm going to fake the funk. That's all I'm doing now. Oh. I have a new business plan new business plan in town i'm gonna fake the funk as faking of the funking that you can ever fake of dr funkenstein funk. over here i am the dr Frankenstein is what they're gonna call me because we're gonna start with the flash eric the flash number 60 art by art well i i actually didn't even write that it was written by <laughs> Joshua Williamson. Maybe did, did you write that, anything down? What are you maybe doing that here? is a hint. Yes, I just I just looked. I'm like the Flash number sixty art by what the heck? What is this New Age of Heroes? Well, honestly, the art I've first. read this issue. The art is where it's at. Here. Oh my goodness! Is so there much of a Rafa, story anymore? Art by Rafa Sandoval. How dare There's you? No limitations. Art by written by <laughs> Joshua Williamson. Art by Rafa Sandoval. Jody Tarragona. <laughs> It's going to be one of those nights, folks. Uh, it is. It is. Uh, it's Friday night, and uh, that's for partying, I hear. <laughs> Tomei Moray, right. Hi-Fi, and Steve Wands. You see, though, I have glee in my voice and a chuckle in my eye. Yeah, it's Friday. Uh, for do. these. Yeah, it's Friday. I told you, I almost added he a guest Saturday star. He Saturday books. <laughs> I almost added a guest star tonight. I told Good you, where, you we were leaving, and I said, hey, you know what? I might have a guest star on the podcast night and you're like oh, oh jesus christ who the hell is this and i said oh it's just a little man i like to call mr pills oh. and then you said save that for saturday that guy's been miserable. hosting the show for years now that's not a guest star <laughs> yeah guest star really he's the main star the main attraction that's right eric that there's is right. no limitations since the flash war I've ended done more the... shows with pills than you oh, anymore well you better shut your mouth or you're gonna be where are pills pills are somewhere around here i don't know i think maybe they were stolen and sold by somebody since the Flash War ended. The Flash book has been all about these new Flash powers. You know, Eric, the strength force based on gravity, the sage force based on empathy, and the still force based on entropy, or possibly just sitting very, very still. Yeah. I've got the still force in spades. Those are a bunch of words thrown together in my mind, since the more we see and learn about these forces, the more convoluted they get. Wally unlocked them by breaking the speed force, and while Iris remembers them from a non-existent timeline, Commander Cold has never heard about them in the future, and even though they are brand new to everyone, Gorilla City has been aware of them since they are ancient and powerful. Everybody knows more or less. In it. Nobody has one jiving story well, to not these only powers. That, but the speed force barrier was broken, which unleashed the sage and strength force. Now, the still force, that was behind the source wall. Yeah, that Super was behind prison, the source baby. wall. It's going yeah. on there. So remember this. Remember as we go through this, if you're thinking about this, Wally running really fast unleashed these forces but the still force was unleashed because it was one of the powers behind the source wall and there's Seven no deadly energies Dark nothing energies. in the future about these but a non-existent past knows about them and plus some people know about them like gemini kind of gorilla city knew about them and even has statues based on them holograms but yet nobody else knew about it but i still have oh, some more fancy of my statues holograms. Yeah, like he has done from issue number one on his run joshua 
Williamson keeps changing up the rules to his game uh, to suit what he's doing at that particular moment. And it's getting tiresome to say the least. Now, I'm saying all that. I didn't mind this issue as much as some issues that I've read. Now, Dan really liked this issue. He has really been down on this on the site. He reviewed it. He's a lot higher than I would ever be on this. I think his fancy was tickled. By Rafa Sandoval's art because it that was is tick- the no, high he point actually of this likes that. He, I think that what he is saying is he doesn't care if, if the new explanations make sense to the old ones as long as we're getting. He an wants explanation. a coherent story now. He wants, like he wants something to going. come together. Yes, I guess yes, that's what. Well, he that's wants. the thing is, I'm all about that too. It's just every time I'm presented with something about these forces in this issue because I'm having a great time of flares here, Barry Allen. It seemed like a lot of good fun and it looked great. Yeah. But every time we talked about the forces, you just took me right well, out of the book I, again. I have a couple issues with it. Mainly, you start off, you're in Corto Maltese. Well, oh, first no, that's you go, you first you go in, uh, in an African train with Gemini (laughs) drinking tea and eating crumpets, talking about how they are one step ahead of Barry Allen on his quest. It seems as if they know way more than Barry knows, even about what he's doing Everybody does. Come on now. Yeah, it seems that. So they're doing that. That's just to remind you that they are badass and also they're one step ahead in Africa. So Now, now, do you think Santiago, do you think he can drink that tea that he's pouring in this first page very well in that mask of his? Yes, he, he, he has a grimace. He's smiling in that chin in that inside of that mask. Smiling there, maybe he dips it a little. I don't know, but yeah, you go and then in Corto Maltese, you do have Barry with Fuerza fighting. Uh, that means what's force. His- Yes, it does. And fighting <laughs> this guy and, and he, cauldron. Yeah, cauldron, who number one, if you have the police chief in a city that goes by a nickname and has a scar on his head, you avoid him. He is bad. Now I that's just, the thing he's too. The cauldron. Is, He's there. Barry has gone to Corto Maltese to get and and run into Fuerza, who has the strength force. By the end of this issue, again, Barry is a speedster. He was there when these forces were let go. He actually even had the strength force at a point with Trickster. He knows. But yet everybody in this book knows more because even Cauldron knows about these forces enough to call in a weapon based on one that may Makes no sense by the end. So he's there. You, these things are just unleashed. No one knows. Yeah. We've already weaponized the Wait, sage they've force. They've weaponized the sage force. And with this, this call. Bubble guns are turning to gremlins. Okay. He is bringing, you know, we, we find Fuck out later from Flares uh, about the, you know, what he's doing. He, it starts off as just a common, like, you know what, we're, we're a, a town that he is controlling. He's the police chief. He's bringing guns. He's a gun runner. He's doing all the bad things. Bad he's shit's going down in Corto Maltese. But it, it makes it worse because you, by the end, you're not sure if he's really there to just be the corrupt police commissioner because getting a Sage Force gun makes it that he is a enemy to the Speed Force, the Strength Force. All the, it doesn't make sense by the end that he would know where to call and calls and goes, hey, you know what? You were right. I need to up my game. Give me some of that Sage Force guns. Uh, what's going on force here? guns over there we got a speed a speed force we got a strength yeah. force what do you what's got going over? on what's, go- what's going on because fuerza is there and they're fighting and she punches barry she has the strength force she's going barry saves her by catching a bullet they go off and it ends up that this guy cauldron is so bad that he's like hey you know what i'm gonna take down fuerza and you flash i don't need any of you mask vigilantes around here iris is just there and goes you better stop who are you? I'm Iris. 
okay, well, look, Flash, I'm going to kill her. And I, I'm like, where? This escalated very quickly. Not only that, and, and, I'm telling you, he turns into the bad guy, Gary Oldman, and the professional out of nowhere because yeah. even after it's all said and done, uh, Barry grabs Iris, runs, flares us off, and they're going to go meet yeah, together. Yeah, they run off. What are the, what are Cauldron's guys? You know, it's a he flash says, here. That yeah. means blam. He shoots his own guy right in the face right yep, there in front of him. everybody else. I'm like, this is a terrible place. I don't ever want to yeah, live. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to get the idea, but this, this Cauldron, he is from, he went from zero to 60 bad guy in, in two seconds. I'm I mean, telling you, he's, he's got, he's got the freaking villain Walmart on speed down. Yeah. I was wrong. Was, it appears no. I do need to take you up on your so offer. He was already, before Barry got there, obviously they had offered him a Sage Force gun. Why would he have turned it down then? I mean, really, why turn that down? He just calls up and he's like, yeah, you know that gun you but told you know me why? about? Because yeah, it sounds like it. nonsense. Look, yeah. I, got, he, I got a wrist mounted gun that shoots bubbles, but then they yeah, turn the green. Once, shut the then fuck up. He's like, really? If they're not going to turn into critters, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, it, it doesn't. He, this guy is just there to be a bad guy. There's no setup. There's no character progression. There's no you, mystery. We jump into this. We have a cop who's just a bad guy, and that's <laughs> all we do. It just gets progressively yeah. worse, and it has more technology by the end of this introduction yeah. issue. I'm telling you, I'm I'm counting the panels. The guy legitimately is on one, two, three. <laughs> Four panels before he has Iris under the gun. How killer, Flash! He even says, like, he's there to try to, like, oh, I want to take down Fuerza. And it seems to be because of the gun running. But there's more to that when he is threatening. Flash, I mean, what is his end game here except for being – he's there. He has a mustache, but it's more of a walrus one. He said, listen, I didn't want to up my a game this quick one. because I can't really twirl this mustache yet. I will be able to soon, so you'll come back. He is just – Villain, you know, generic villain A. Well, I like it too Cauldron. because the whole idea is, you know, this whole fight is taking place in Corte Maltese against the police force and Fuerza because Fuerza went in and destroyed all the illegal weapons that he was yeah. shipping into the country and stuff like that. I'm like, what were these weapons like? Did he originally was he offered the Sage Force? Yeah, he said no, no. That's I don't need saying. any stupid bubble He's guns. He's like, no, no, Give me just, some other stuff. Just send me in rifles. I don't need the bubble guns. I don't need the Sage Forces. But now he's got to up his game. But I just like the idea too. There, Iris is there. She is a a foreigner. She's also, I mean, in the meantime, he wouldn't know this, but a reporter. But yeah. he doesn't even. He just goes with the, huh, who are you? Who are you, American? Oh, my name's Iris. I'm with the Flash, who is here to help. Call off your men. I didn't ask for that vigilante's help. Now come over here because I'm going to put the gun to your temple. It makes no sense that he isn't even pretending to be like, well, this Flareza is bad. Flash, help me. It's just, I guess Joshua Williamson well, has God, no He time might have for this. a police vest on Cauldron, but that's as far as the ruse goes. He is not well, putting yeah. up any airs about the no, whole thing. No, I mean, really. No, he's not pretending anything. He's not the master of disguise. He puts on a vest and says, all right, if this doesn't work, fuck it, I'm a villain. I mean, I'm even waiting for him to say, you know what, Fuerza, the next time there's a scar, it's not going to be from you. It's He has a scar. It's just there to make him look evil. He's a uh, bad dude. He already gen- had he a scar. Generic villain. Hey, so they go off where's it takes off barry takes off with her they stop in the middle of the the uh woods and he's like hey listen you know you got to trust me and she's like i don't trust i like it i know who you are flash but you don't know me why should i trust you and so (laughs) to prove the trust he's gonna tell her more of who he she just said i know who you are 
You don't know me. Well, to fix that, I'm going to show you more of yeah. myself. Yeah, so I'm going to show you, you more Barry of me. Allen. What is I wrong with it. you? I know. Barry is so dumb. I like the idea that she's there and he's like, okay, wait, she knows I'm the flesh. That means that uh, she obviously uh, knows I'm part of the Justice League, which hmm, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. it's the team of good guys. Okay, she still doesn't trust me. She still doesn't like. All, all right, right, let me break this down now. It's she's Barry Allen time. Mal- I'm sorry. Let me break this down now. She's from Corto Maltese. Yeah. Her name is Fuerza. That means force. All right. Yes. I'm gonna take my mask off. What? Yep. <laughs> it's like, what's that? You you have the strength force and you don't trust me? Pfft, Barry Allen here. What the I, thing is? Just like, we have How you Barry doing, Allen. baby? She's this random ass Barry Allen yeah, from Central City of Who cares? If Flash isn't enough for her to trust. Barry Allen will not up the ante. I understand. Like I, he's saying, and the this best could be is Hunter it's like Zalman just shows up. My name's like, Barry Allen. Oh, I guess since you took your basically, mask off, basically she is also saying to him, like, listen, I know you want to trust me, but I can't trust you. And he's doing like the, he's trying to up the ante the wrong side. And all there oh, is really? is Iris in the background. It took you how long to tell yeah. me who you and are? You're just going to freaking wave and this then, shit around. And Iris should say that. Iris should say, really. Take me home. I'm, I'm done, done with, with this bullshit. You. All of this bullshit. I'm having a, now, separa- a separation quest. It took years. I'm having to call the lawyer quest. I'm having to pack your bags, throw your shit out the window quest. Get my own apartment quest. That's No, that's what it'd be. She's like, listen, you're on a quest, right? Yeah, yeah, quest to get an apartment. Get the hell out. Because uh, she. it took all that time. And she goes, wait a minute. Wait, you know, you've been so careful with your identity in the past. Number one. No, he hasn't. No. With you, he has not not with everyone else because he goes, it's okay. Don't tell I her know about what Mina. I'm doing. I can sense a force connection with Flarza. I know I can trust her. You mean like Shut the up. force connection with Mina? The force connection with August? I, how many people are you going to say that you can trust with this identity? You're, you're now 0 for 2. I'm hoping that Flarza will come through. We're starting to even the odds. You're still on the negative side, 1 for 3. Is what you're doing now because Iris doesn't count. That is your long time girlfriend. <laughs> you are just throwing it out there in the woods. Look Don't at me. That. It still doesn't feel that long that they've been together anymore since Rebirth yeah, started. But still, it's you know I'm saying they they still were best friends yes. through it. So so also I showed you and I like the art enough. There's a couple things that were off, yeah. but I even showed you. I'm like, hey, look at this. And you're like, oh man, too soon because you thought it was Wally <laughs> and I did too. Like, look the uh, the shadowing in that forest yeah, there. Yeah, it does kind of make his blonde hair look red yeah I'm like, it looks a little red there and then she's like hey look and he's like, okay well your name means nothing to me so go home and he's like listen but i know how that it is being a, a force user here it's lonely she's like you know that's kind of true and he's like and i know that you got it from underground with one of them graboids get you is that how it happened she's like, no no did you call Bert gummer for help yeah. I was, yeah, I'll trust you on that. She, uh, I was <laughs> underground in a cocoon. I was scared, but then I came out. I felt strong, strong. It was a gift. All right. While this is going on, she is squatting. Now, and is then this the whole lifting. thing where we had when we had Barry Allen and the trickster? They were, uh, you know, hit with the strength yeah. force stuff like that, and they were going to burn out. Is it because she had time to cook underground that she's able to take no, on the this t- whole avatar? The, the whole idea is ba- Barry. It was because they weren't an avatar. That's how he's trying to explain it. In my mind, I'm filling in the blanks that he hasn't fully explained because when it left trickster, and especially the sage force leaving and stuff, yeah. and the strength force leaving the trickster, they said it's. It's not it's not with him. He is not a real user of it. It's going to find the real I'm what ended though, up being ha- the avatar. But we have the strength force and the sage force that have to find their avatars and they can only have the avatar, it seems like 
How many motherfucking speedsters do we have running around from the speed yeah, force? I know. I know. Well, hey, this isn't the speedsters, Eric. We're talking about the strengthsters. And, and really, you, and can tell, you can tell she's an avatar because I'm a she, has, myself. she has an al- outfit that includes making her look like a reject from Mortal Kombat. Thing is, you, I really dig her, like, you know, her I Mortal like Kombat like cyborg that. look. <laughs> I don't like that. I really like now. it. Uh, so you have this. I there. think she plus, looks cool. Plus, something tells me that take off that mask. And you kind of can figure out who she is if you saw her on the street. There's not much being hidden by that, you know, Mortal Kombat. No, no, I've never mask. seen her before. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you've never been the Corto Maltese. But For this is where reason. the thing with the art is. Barry's there. He's putting. He's like, oh, geez, I guess this mask thing doesn't work with everyone. He's putting it back on now, and she leans over. Then she has something above her head, and I had no idea what she was doing until they were. Oh man, you made a community inside a mountain. I'm like, okay, I guess that was the door. How do these people get out? What happened if they? There is they no. There, that's the Where problem. Is this is, a bad I don't one. think there's a You're fire stay, exit. This is kidnapping. <laughs> There's no fire exit. They are in big she trouble. She talks about she's keeping these people. She just kidnapped him. I'm keeping yeah. you safe. You're I'm going to put welcome. this boulder in front of here. You're welcome. To keep you safe. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it was good kind enough. of a play, though, a little bit to have this whole idea. She has this whole kind of like little hidden village inside yeah. this mountain to keep everybody this. safe. But it's almost like the Fortress of Solitude, though, where she is the only one strong enough to lift this thing <laughs> up, kind of like the giant yeah, key outside yeah, the Fortress they're, of Solitude. They're, they're screwed coming up because she's in there and says, basically, listen, well, I've she's been the only fighting. One lift it. If you have a bazooka, I'm sure you could just blow it up or Maybe. some C4. And these people, they have, uh, you know, fruit. And and plants, Eric. They ain't got no bazooka. Maybe well, they, they have a bubble gun. Here, it looks they like. might have I don't a bubble gun. Going on the inside I know. Of this well, mountain. that's the the best thing about it is is again apples. In my mind, she has had the strength force since it left Trickster and a went underground weeks. like a graboid. It's weeks to maybe a month, but yet she has made this village in a. In a mountain with the trees, I guess she can replant the trees. She has punched holes so that light gets through, but I think that that would pretty much lead anybody to know where that is. Uh, By the end, too, you see it blow up, uh, you know, that cauldron. There's not even that mystery of how he would have found out about this. I think it's Oh, no, that's the thing is that's when that that guy gets beat up and it was cauldron who was spilling the, like, you know, he was beating people up to find out where, you know, where's his hidden face was. still, but that's what I'm saying. Like, why? But it, it doesn't take much. It just takes one guy. It's like you, that's it's, the thing. If Culture punches me in the face, I'm telling him yeah, everything I, I know about everything. Yeah, you want to hear about go. some Transformers, Culture? He beat up a little kid too. But yeah, while this is going on, look, you think, I had the same idea. Uh, you go back to Central City where you have Commander Cold, and he's involved in finding Razor and these things. And I actually, I was like, it took me a little bit to even reacclimate well, myself to what we was had going before. on. We, we beat up Razor previously, and Razor yeah. spilled the beans about the new big bad that's going on in Central City, where Commander cold is getting to the bottom of it with uh burns isn't it and yeah uh, yeah the whole thing is i i forgot all about this, this i subplot forgot because too. well that's the whole thing they, they end up going into an underground base which is empty they've been cleared out and stuff like that yeah. and i forgot that the trickster the original trickster and yeah. you know axel's had, there i'm like had axel Wait, i forgot all about it that's thing, the other thing with everything this about the trickster bit yeah, and when you're doing this, it makes me laugh because I di- I forgot about it as well. So uh, you're having this argument after I caught Razor, you caught him. I did that. I'm like, what are you guys arguing about? Please. And then that they have a little romance going on, a little ice cream I date coming on. Uh, but when they're in there, like, Look, oh, we have we have the trickster going on. We have all these stupid forces all about. Yeah. I don't care about Commander Cold's love life at Commander this point. Cole, and he wants to, you know. 
get this whole case done so he can rub it in Barry's face. But while this is going on, it does seem as if where they have left. Now, when you leave your secret hideout, where you seem to be involved in creating legendary future weapons, possibly based on the Sage Force is what I'm getting here. Take your blueprints with you. When you clear out, don't just knock over desks and throw stuff on the floor. Get the blueprints off the wall because they leave them there. And that's where Commander Code looks. It looks like a gun. Oh, I'm more worried about what they're building. So to me, this seems to be a continuation of that's who Cauldron is calling, the trickster calling I guess. I don't know. It just kind of seems like it's its own little thing. Even this is like, you know, when when tricksters are looking on. Why would there be guns, though? I mean, look at the – Because it's America. I'm looking at some of these blueprints, and I swear to God, it, it resembles that gun at the end. So I'm only assuming that's Look, what it I is. All I know is that we've had these like different forces for a couple weeks now. We saw the trickster show up after Axel got possessed by the strength force and stuff. Yeah. And like at, at the end, it's like this. We've worked too long, to, too long and too hard to make Central City ours to have some wannabe rogue mess. I'm like, you haven't even been here a month. How long have you yeah. been working? What's, yeah. What are you and, talking about here? And again, if it goes back to them building these guns, if that's the guns they're building, and you, you try to tie it in that the trickster knows, Axel knows about the forces, he had no connection to the Sage and Force, also, so it would be let's, ridiculous. Let's, exactly. And let's just say the trickster is building force-based weapons and stuff like that. We have – Cauldron call up, you know, let's say Trickster, just hypothetically. Yeah. Where's the trickster. connection anyway? And the I, thing is, uh, I'm going to need some of them guns there. We're in Corto Maltese. Yeah. It yeah. seems like it's we're within the same while. day here. This is an Amazon Prime one day shipping. How is oh, he getting the Sage Force gun here? Well, that's here? what I'm saying. I don't know. We're going to have to see how that is. It just, that's how the setup seems. But then they're eating in Corto Maltese. They're digging in. And this is where you start getting explanations of the Strength Force from Fuerza, who seems to be the avatar to Barry. And this is where I got excited. All right, we're going to learn some stuff. The problem is we don't learn anything really, no. except that what we knew before is Crabby bullshit. bullshit. It's bullshit because. <laughs> She's eating. She's eating a lot. Kind of goes with the speed force, the metabolism. Yeah, but thing. that makes so sense I don't with the metabolism. That that, yeah, like I that. don't think that makes sense with the strength force. No. Is what I'm getting at. So he goes. You she's know, keep I love it too. Get a protein this, in. This is his thing, and you tell me how she. She also must have the sage force slightly, because she is is reading his mind. Because he says, "So Alexa, that's her name." Uh, she says that she actually reveals her identity as well to him. Tell so me. Alexa, forgive me for being rude, but the last time we ran into a strength force user they were and i'm waiting for her to go strong no 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 uh you know tall no 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 uh hungry oh yeah she knows right away first. they were yeah i was huge at first too <laughs> she jumped to that conclusion that he meant that she's eating like yeah but i trained and learned that if i maintain a, maintain a state of calm i stay at this size so that's just so that you can have a girl normal here to size be a, people? a normal sized person that is so forced from what we saw before. It's like, well, how long were you learning and training? How did you learn? It was Who a couple was weeks ago. You? Yeah, a couple weeks. Oh, then she, she still eats like a tank. What, gasoline? Diesel? Delicious. Yes. And like, come on, Ma, I got to keep up my strength. And then they're like, all right, let's test out this thing. And she goes out and she's like, look at me. I can, I have such strength. Now, I do like the idea. There's one thing that I like that was kind of spelled out a little with Barry, but it wasn't this way. She says, pretty much I'm invulnerable. 
as long as I'm not overusing my strength. Well, it kind of goes my on a scale. My body shifts the strength force within I don't me mind for that. what I need it for. So normally I'm pretty invulnerable. If I use the strength force for things yes. that are this heavy, now, I the, lose yeah. some of that, which that's cool. And All right. That is cool. The problem is, and then Barry brings it up, the problem is before they had the shifting thing with gravity. The gravity was like the more strength you tried to use, you'd get heavier and you'd have all these different gravity things. Yeah, denser. And he says, oh, man, everything I learned before, it was all about gravity. And she just says, "Eh, I don't (laughs) need those gravity powers. (laughs) And I swear to God, because, again, Sage Force. They have need in bold here. I don't need those. Sage Force equals empathy and strength force up until this issue where we have even had Barry say afterwards meant gravity. I think that the editors got a hold of Joshua Williamson finally and said, listen, Uh, strength force needs to mean strength. Don't start getting fancy. Strength force, strength. Please, Sage Force, you already fucked yourself with that name, so we'll just go with it. it so I'm been- telling you, with, with this whole idea, though, what is? did we ever find out the Sage Force means empathy? No. The yeah, Strength empathy. Force means gravity. Still Force means entry. What does Barry think the Speed Force is? I don't know. Speed Force means speed. <laughs> it okay. Yeah. It, it's, it, it probably means, uh, you know, moving Velocity. forward. Moving forward. But yeah, the, he's changing the rules. But if we stick with this, because to me, that gravity nonsense, yeah, that was bullshit. Let's crap. get the hell away from him. I am happy for the revision. So I'm, I'm okay but with it. Also, this. makes me angry that it, it wasn't makes me thought very out before they unleashed angry. it. Yeah, it makes me very angry that you're changing stuff. They go off and then just later. Especially this soon. Later, they're delivering supplies and things to a medical, uh, you know, place, and they're trying. They think that you know you have cauldron, and his men are going to show up and cause trouble. Uh, so they're doing this. They like and to this take is stuff. When- yeah, and this is when a guy who at one point looks like half his face is blown up also looks a little like Mitch Gerards shows up with a little kid Poor Mitch. and they're yelling. I love it where they're talking in Spanish. So I don't know. And Barry's like, I don't, I don't speak. And oh, he said this. I know you speak German, Eric. German oh, Peralta. Okay, Paso. Kyoto. I'm telling you, I'm just nope. okay. Good. Thank you. Let's Thank you for telling me. Here. She's like, they got hurt because of me. And this is that whole deal like you said they beat him up to find out where the space was and they did end up saying it because all of a sudden there's an explosion boom. that's coming from the mountain no no and my I mountain don't like the my fact family that they had a boom like this because it, it really looks like a boom to boom yeah it does and it's off so then you have our man uh cauldron who's there and he's trying to tell me where fuerza is and you see him there with this goddamn gun barry and fuerza show up like i'm ready for you this time i wasn't looking at it before that closely this has to be a trickster gun it's got polka dots on it like a zigzag that's what i'm saying like i've been waiting like a clown i'm ready for you heroes now with this gun that shouldn't exist because nobody knows how to do that and ends up is this the end of the quest because now he should know a lot about these stage force it's in a gun and it ends up and it's a bubble gun it shoots bubbles where's this like ha, what is this ha, liquid inside bubbles. this gun that shoots at the bubbles yeah. that have sage force and, and, and the so he has a gun based on empathy because the sage force is based on empathy and really to me what That's is more empathetic than gremlins because these bubbles end I up attaching to them another sequel too and they turn into something and barry yells wait 
I know this. I have witnessed these <laughs> bubbles Christ. before. Oh my God, it's infused with. I'm like, really? What's going on? Because you did, went did we from have it these being, bubbles like this before, Barry? You went from it being that originally with Zoom, he was using the Sage Force to kind of mind control and read minds. That was at the end of the, the like. Flash War. He went off. Then it became that you were a dream warrior, that you get sucked into somebody's dream where they're doing this and they had, and now it's gremlins. I don't understand so you did tie down a little my my favorite things right now though yeah they are really uh they he williamson is doing the idea of okay the strength force thank god it's more about strength now this gravity nonsense just imagine where you're gonna have to worry about it all the time of oh my she's using so much strength here the gravity will make her dense that might make this happen and oh my god she's gonna i don't need to worry about the science what i need to do is perfect now she has strength, but if she overuses it, she becomes vulnerable and can be killed. There you go. That, that actually vulnerable. is very good. Thing is she can yeah, be hurt. I'm That's telling good. you, though, Stop she that. is setting up to this point where I believe she's going to try to pick up the mountain and run away with it. Because she even says, and she's going to get think shot I by pick culture? Up yeah, then she's dead. And then we don't have to worry about it. But, uh, you know, and then Barry's no, there. We have to find another strike for nah, it'll go. And it dies with her. And we end up nonsense. Uh, but with this you know what? going now on. Now you're talking about some. That wouldn't be bad to get rid of this bullshit, too. Well, with this going on, the funny thing with Fuerza throughout this is Barry's like, oh, man, you know, I've been wanting to find out about this stuff. Oh, man, we could team up and team ups. And she, she keeps saying, like, listen, the world's problems are all fine and dandy, but. <laughs> My heart's in Carto Maltese. I won't leave it. My family's Hashtag there. Carto I have things Maltese here. Keep saying things. And so I believe that that is just the setup for her. After this, they defeat Cauldron. They're going to have to clean up. She's going to say, you know what? My people need me here. You know I what? have to help clean up. Maybe I'll see you down the line. And then they'll be like, So what oh, you're man. telling me is you think that Fuerza is going to get her own book, right? No, I think Fuerza <laughs> will be seen in six months for one issue where she shows up. And he go, or it'll be one of those he goes and talks to her at one point. It's going to be one yeah. of those things when Joshua Williamson is like, you know, ending his run and he starts bringing back the greatest hits to come help Barry for his one yeah, final it'll run. It'll be the victory lap. It'll yeah. be a victory lap or she'll be there. Mean will be there. Thank you. August will be there. August will be there. They'll all be there. I mean, all of these great characters I know and love now. (laughs) They'll be there. But yeah, it ends with them. Gremlins. Being attacked by the empathy gremlins from the Sage Force gun that maybe Trickster made. I don't know do what's like going on. Like I do lot. too. I just that confusing part with her opening up the the mountain away. But once you know that she goes yeah. in, then it's fine. Uh, but yeah, the art's really good. I, I like it's, it. But it's I, the high point because <laughs> I'm giving it a six. I, I was going to go six five, but that, there's too much nonsense going on, and, and some of the things are too forced. Some of the things are going quickly. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm not hating this story uh, in general. It just, just frustrates it me. It frustrates I'm telling you, me. When I read it, I can just laugh at the stuff that they I keep do doing laugh. and are changing from each issue to the I next. I actually, I was reading this, and when I got to the point where I'm it's not like, that, like all into like, the flash to the point where I'm not going to get angry uh, about I'm it. I'm telling you, that's the thing. When I got to the point where, hey, you know what? But what what about the gravity aspect of the strength force? Gravity. I don't need gravity. I left. I and actually laughed and yelled by myself in the room. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you do it? Because that happens three quarters of the way through. 
up until that point, even though Cauldron is really a generic villain that really upped the ante too soon. Yeah, he's just a mustache twirl. I was enjoying this enough. Barry showing his, you know, identity. Why? We, we have to expect it. He is an idiot in this book. Uh, but it just, by that point, I was having some fun. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, here we go. And then the end with a Sage Force gun, please. I, I mean, really, you can't, This that's nonsense. But there you go. Six out of 10. What about you? I'm going six out of ten as well, and that's me giving it really the benefit of the doubt. I, I really know, enjoy I, the yeah. art. I really enjoy Thwares as a character. I like her costume and everything like that. Yeah, the, I the like strength her. Strength forth is bullshit. The no, stuff uh, with yeah. Gemini is bullshit. The stuff with the Sage Force it's all bullshit. But I can here's get down with Barry working with somebody else to stop a bad guy. That works well, here's for me. That's the thing. A big bit. I, when Mina first showed up, I liked her. I me liked too. Avery coming out of this book, going to the new Superman. So I'm all for this new character. I told you last issue two weeks ago on the podcast. People who listen, you will know that I am telling the truth that I said. I don't even know An this. idea of member I called. Didn't I call it the Speed Squad? And you yelled that I should call it the Force Squad. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going for squad. I like that idea. I really do. I like this idea. I can never piss posh anything like this, basically because I go back and, you know, Eric Shea, who, as we hear, read most of his life, was so against the Skittle lanterns, as you call them, all these different the colored lanterns. Spectrum, and it yeah. really, without that, you really wouldn't have had a lot of, you know, good times. So I'm all for I imagine we'd be getting the Grant Morris and the Green Lantern still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but <laughs> maybe it would have been like that. maybe it would have been a, a while back. We wouldn't have had to wait so long. But I, I like when people when uh, Charles Sewell was on the Swamp Red Thing and he expanded Aww. the no when he expanded it when he expanded Aww. to have the different avatars, <laughs> not the Red. I just wanted to choose. Properly. I, I, I no, I don't mind this. I don't mind expanding. You have this happening, uh, say in uh, over at Marvel in the. Uh, the Venom book, you know, I like expanding the mythos of a book you're doing. It's just that Joshua Williamson never will tie himself down with one thing. It seems like he gets bored and changes things up or doesn't think them through, rushes them out. They have to cook a little. And then when they're done, he finally changes. It, it just that's what frustrates me. But I do like the idea of this book. I do like the idea of having all these things. Now, really, not the me. other thing, just because though, it well, does not line up at all. The still force well, the is other behind thing the, with the this. Wall. I know. Well, that's another. That's what I'm saying. It's not. These are the things There's that nothing frustrate cohesive me. about any of this. No. And where it also gets me is you think about this force quest, and I don't understand what he's going for. He wants to understand things. Does he think now because he's met Fuerza that he understands the strength force? Pulls because, out his little notepad there. You know what I mean? Check. Yeah. And what happens at the end? Because they're usually like – this is a story that usually is that – Barry has been attacked. He was defeated by something that he can't win. So he goes out to do this to get to the end game of him fighting something him do. This is just the quote unquote, I want to understand things. And that's not a real great, well, you even know, this whole thing. light it's like, at you know, the I, end of the tunnel. But we, we have these new forces and I have to go on a force quest. I'm sorry, I got to open up to the speed force in a way I've never done before to find yeah. out about these other things that aren't connected to speed force. All right. You got an avatar. You got an avatar. Well, I guess I'm learning everything I need to know right now. Time to go back home, everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, you guys are there. I'll see you later. Help me fight I'll Gemini. You later. And then I'm gone. Smell yeah, you later. So, uh, I mean, even if this was uh, something as crazy as he found out that Wally ended up dying in, in Heroes in Crisis and somehow 
disappeared and that like and this was leading to him trying to find wally that he had to understand these because wally unlocked him and that's like just say heroes in crisis doesn't exist and when wally broke Please down the speed force he disappeared so that was where he had to figure out then I'm, I'm in but i don't understand the end game this is neat and all finding these avatars but what are we leading to because i game don't is know to make a big mess and then end your I run think he's gonna write a with book it. and go on a book tour He's going to be on Jimmy Fallon. I don't know because the end game is nothing yet. I don't understand. It. Like, is, is he going to write it down? Is Iris then going to remember what she remembered before and write? I, I don't know. I don't know. So that that's, that does frustrate me. But I like some of the ideas going on. But we're going to move on to the next book. Uh, is a, another book that has frustrated us, but frustrated us with the idea that it really isn't doing much. But what book is that, Eric? Titans number 31, written by Dan Abnett with art by Clayton Henry, Brent Peoples, Dexter Vines, Marcelo Maialo, and Dave Sharp. The Daddy. Titans have been struggling lately, and it doesn't help that they were stranded on an I alien like planet portals. that was making Beast Boy wig out and want to kill everyone. That doesn't matter, though, because after everyone worked everything out, they were saved by Kyle Rayner, who hopefully will join this book and save it from mediocrity. You yeah, better save yeah. this goddamn book, Kyle. Damn right. And I don't, at one point, it was so funny when, when you're reading it. Kyle's like, yeah, I think I'm going to get back. That, that source wall stuff. Don't you oh, do no. Don't go. Even with that, he did. I need you more really, than ever. Yeah. Come on, Kyle. I'm waiting on the stoop. Please don't make my mommy <laughs> bad mouth you. Uh, with this, though, as you go, the book hasn't, this issue didn't pick up, even with, no. with Kyle. But he's just joined in. This is a setup issue. The problem is that even this is all we he's get. He's going to join the team. Like, you're going to ask the Guardians about this, buddy? Like, yeah, how are yeah. you just going to make no, the decision just to be decides. an Earthlander all of a it's sudden? Like, yeah, here I am. I'm on the Titans <laughs> team. Now, I love it, too, because they realized that there was a big snafu uh, that Steele ended up getting that info, and it didn't mean <laughs> anything. And so they're like, well, why don't you put that away for now? And then somehow, you know what? We have to you get to Unearth? I'm going to use, use this information info. to go to this place that the doesn't sea exist gods. anymore. Yeah, I'm going to use the Sea God's information to get to a place that didn't exist and really shut isn't up, real Steel. to I do really this. Like I'm like, to shut I'm like, the hell listen, up, though. This is when, you, when you said, to, when Steel was told, hey, put that information away, we may need that later, you didn't have to bring it up by the end of this issue. Put it away and hope we all forget about it. We we may not have. Well, another thing that we you do. don't have to bring up is that you have Kyle Rayner joining the team now. He has had a lot to going on in his life since the New 52 up until mm-hmm. he has had a lot lately, but the whole White idea Lantern, when he was baby. the White Lantern <laughs> yeah. who went and replenished the emotional spectrum when he pierced through the source didn't wall have to with, say all, with all the avatars within him that freaking you know go and sacrifice them to replenish the emotional spectrum in the universe, you did not have to talk about I think what people, he saw on the other side. I think people like that but the problem is is that basically they're like what did you see on the I other like side everything that's oh, really is, like oh, what did you uh, see I, you can't everything. put it into words yeah oh, good so at don't least bring it talk up. about the idea of the emotional spectrum because that did make me think about it we have the yeah. source wall open up now but maybe they we don't can get the avatars it, back because since yeah. he's replenished it the avatars except for parallax have been gone in the DC no. universe. I, I don't think like, that they want to bring the those back. back. Can we get the yeah. butcher back? I'm like, this I don't be fun. think they want to. So the, he's not allowed to say it. So in my mind, I wonder why they brought it up because the thing is, he was there. And I'm talking now. He was he there the when it broke. Yeah, when yeah. I'm saying now, it broke and yeah. there's a hole in it. They say, he d- you don't have to go that far. All they, oh, what did you see on the other end? everything like like there is a hole and also i want to know exactly what is going on with the source wall because at points it seems like it's shattered at other times it seems like it's gone now it seems like it's a little peephole 
I, 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 I actually like it too because the other side of the source wall was also at one point the the universe that existed before yeah. our own when the lanterns got lost when the lanterns went there, the lost army, the lost army and edge of oblivion exactly yeah, that's what it was because how uh, they you had John Stewart look through the the little hole the veil. and how was there and sealed it up. And if you could seal it up before, and why didn't that then cause all these problems? Because it seems like there's a hole again, and how could you seal it up again? And there's the a lot of things too, that don't jive. But that you want to talk about White Lantern, Kyle Rayner. You haven't really brought it up a lot since he became a Green Lantern again. Yeah. So with him bringing it up here, because what he got there was the life equation. It was too much for him to handle. So he broke the, the life equation into parts and put out parts. a bunch of white rings to go over across here to make the White Lantern That we core. never saw resolved. And it yeah. never came up again. But I'm like, okay, nope. it's still in canon, though, because you're I talking about we right said here. this. We were so excited. We thought there was going to be a White Lantern core. It we were wondering cool. who was going to go. We thought, and then kind of the new 52 hit into the DCYOU and things got and a little wacky. everything and, went sideways. And then everything went sideways indeed. But yeah, they're back on Earth because Kyle brought them back. And this yeah. was a easy – I mean, it's as – it's kind of a Easy MacGuffin. I, it really is. It works. It's kind it of works, just though. like, it does. He gets back. So I'm like, okay, you're back. Let's get this nonsense of that. You were only on that maroon deal because. Half a day. <laughs> be, and, and, and you were only there because it drowned her. Yeah. But you don't have to then have Ben Robo. There were monsters. I think I was a fish. Oh, my. I, I don't even remember happening. A little fuzzy. I think I was a fish. Then they're there. Oh, really? Well, we have this information that could have worked, but it didn't. And oh, that. And now you're just going to – You think that's bad, Ben Ribble? Still. Look at Beast Boy now. He looks like a mole man. Yeah, look at him. He looks like a mole I man. We're going to do tests on him. And all of a sudden he gets all crazy because he's connected to the red and this whole idea of the red being tampered with, played with. Which, we have to figure again, it out. Which, again, the whole thing too, the him being connected to the red, which is an old thing. It's great. I love yeah, it whenever they talk about it. the aspect. Yeah, it gets here. you back to the new 52 when he was first reintroduced in the Ravagers where he red. had red fur because he was connected to yeah. the red. And I'm like, I love that. When they turn him back to green with no explanation, it made me so angry. I'm like, Teen Titans Go made you do this, didn't they? People love that piece, yeah. boy. But yeah, you know, thing. because his color has to be red to be connected to the red. It works so <laughs> it's well. Go- it's goofy both That's ways. What activated his powers. Oh, goodness gracious. A pigment in this fur. But no, even with this stuff. I hate him being bitten by a green all, monkey. All this is is that it ends up so that they know where to go next. There is no no reason in this whole thing of, oh, no, I'm connected. The red is talking to me. It, it, the parliament channels through Garfield. Something it called needs help. Unearth. The cold of blood seeks to seize control of the red, and they're doing it through something called Unearth, which, which has is, already been forced back in because they're like, which is the best part because yeah. we we have to, we haven't talked about Unearth in a long time and a couple issues in this book because it's but terrible. Right before, right before Beast Boy, he's connected to the red and tells everybody <laughs> all about where they have to go. They have to go. Uh, Miss Martian connects yep. to Raven with her vision and first that she had out of nowhere, where Sosov hits Unearth. Yeah, so yeah. Funny, you it's were the just worst. really forcing it's Unearth so down forced. our throat. She's and like, at one point. I'm saying, What's, but like, you know, we we have Donna Troy and Kyle go off. It seems like they're going to go debrief with Batman the rest yeah, of the Justice League. I thought they were going to debrief, all right. That's good. Well, thought, and that's yeah. the thing is, and next thing you see them, they're just sparring while Batman's yeah, sparring. watching. Like, Why is Kyle doing any of this? I don't and know. And they're really playing the aspect that these people know each other, Donna Troy and Kyle, which they should in the old continuity because they're even yeah. dating. 
here it just feels like he just met Don and Troy, but they seem like they're yeah. old friends. It's really, really weird the way they're playing it off here. I, I just love the idea that Batman's there and like, oh, I'm just having you spar because we have to see if you guys are, you know, up to snuff. But that's just what? one person who is off. Kyle at this point isn't even on the team. No. You have Beast Boy who's growing bloody tendrils out. I don't think they're up for it. You have uh, Raven who each issue, you can tell me that it is a progression that Dan Abnett means it uh that the progression is the longer her soul self is gone the less empathetic she is she should probably go over and get shot by that sage force gun but yeah that that's what happens here it's almost like hey raven you know i i like you what about feelings uh yeah i like that didn't and they, they still don't get it because you have to have this that didn't seem, you know, like you were being nice at all. What's going on? Oh, yeah, you're so self. And then, yeah, Miss Martian, let's look. You told me about this vision. Let me go in your head and let's see where it sense. was. Unearth. Holy moly. And then it's Raven just doesn't out again. have her powers to have the vision and her soul self, which would give her the powers, is trapped <laughs> in something that's not even connected to the multiverse anymore no. with a door that was no. sealed shut. I'm like, it, none of this a, makes any sense. You it are was forcing a the made, issue so bad. It was a made up world. <laughs> That a author thought source of wall and, energy, yeah. and source wall energy made it. It never really God, existed, but story. yet they wrapped it around and closed it off because they couldn't destroy it. And they, it's, it doesn't make sense. And that's where they have to go to to save. Well, the even red. before that, the whole idea where you know Raven doesn't have emotions anymore, and she doesn't need to because while Donna Troy and Kyle Rayner are sparring, and Batman's just minding, he's like, he's like, yeah. noted. The league is merely concerned for your welfare, undermanned, and Kyle. I don't know what his problem is. All of a sudden, he's a goddamn hide. They're not undermanned. I'll be serving with him. Like, that didn't take much. Why are you yeah, so really? I into mean- this whole idea? Like, you're mad at Batman out of nowhere for saying very quietly, oh, we're just worried that you might be undermanned. It'd be funny, Where do Batman. You get off yeah, bats? Batman turns off the common. Bats wins again. Well, he even <laughs> seemed like this was plan. his plan because he even says, yeah. hmm. That's the spirit. Yeah. What? (laughs) That's the spirit. It's so ridiculous. He has a a cosmic duty. He has bosses. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's the spirit. And then he's just like, the blood cult, they've been quiet lately. Believe me, they're very active. Hmm. I trust your judgment. <laughs> what is going on in this book? And that, that this is the best part because then they're just like, oh, by the way, I thought that Miss Martian was babysitting us when, in fact, we were babysitting her. Hey, don't tell that secret. All right, it's, it's just it's a, it's a dangerous time for white Martians. For who? <laughs> who for white Martians? About for the white the Martians. I'm the I mean, uh, here's the Why deal: do you, you don't want to be. Secret? You you don't realize you haven't been on Twitter lately. Hashtag down with white Martians has been trending for a week. Get off. It's crazy. Beast Boy tells him this prophecy and then spits blood on all of them. They now like, have we, they now have Beast that, Boy AIDS. It's, oh my it's god! Disgusting. I'm telling you, as soon, as soon as Beast Boy gets this, you know, this vision oh, from the red, where he's all connected up, and then explodes out of blood out of his mouth. Next thing everybody's doing is getting a hepatitis test. Yeah, they they are. They should be. That's where instead of sparring with Gross. Batman, Batman should be coming and drawing blood. He should okay, just send guys. it out. To you know test. the drill. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Kyle's like, yeah. By the way, 
source wall. He just leaves. He, he's there. They're even there. He doesn't and want the, anybody the, to know. The art's okay. I like the art, but there are panels. Like, you didn't like it as much. There are panels. I hate that, that are beast boy. The panel where they're just there with the blood on them just looks ridiculous. <laughs> it looks so I'm ridiculous. You, like you, though, there, there's really there's moments in this where it looks good. I don't mind it at all. It has yeah. more of a cartoony feel, but it, I don't mind it. Yeah, I, I don't but mind it. then there's the just art. some panels that are just glaringly just bad in my like mind that stick boy. out. I hate his yeah. stupid mole I mean, face. he does like look like a mole man. Yeah, so they're like, oh, man, I guess it's to unearth we go. And by the way, Raven, this is really convenient. We just talked about this. Heads up. We're going to do that with you, too. Speak of the devil. That's good. Hey, she's a good doctor now. He's a terrorist. Raven doesn't come with us. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. But yeah, they're like, oh man, and re-entering Unearth is, is problematic. The thing is, what she is now in this, without her soul self and the whole psychopathic, unfeeling nature, she, yeah. she's pretty much the Raven from the Teen Titans cartoon, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, at fantastic. Least she, yeah, the 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 goth. Yeah, I, I thought you were gonna say she's like me. Uh, but what like, the fuck? Hey, I like Not it. Too. About she's like you, Jim. He's like, hey, isn't it? Isn't it? But re-entering Unearth is problematic. Uh, you mean because it doesn't oh, exist? God. Is that why you're saying that, Miss Martian? Because yeah, it would be problematic. Uh, I said like, oh man, and this is where you have Ben Rubel, you have Steel, you have everybody yelling this out nonsense, explanation. nonsense of how they're going to get into Unearth. Yeah, we could get away. We could build a door transdimensionally, right? And because it's made of source energy, Rubel Iron's capacitor, energetically stable. Yeah, we'll have to get portal architecture, power modulator. You'll need, but how do we navigate it dimensionally? We'll use the Ocean Lord's data. That's advanced subspace navigational tools that plot the interstitial fix. This could work. I'm not making this up. I'm reading this. Beast Boy says they're using words, but not in any way I understand. You and me both, Beast Boy, you mole face fuck. Beast Boy, you there looking like you're Draxulus. I don't know what happened. He looks fine here now. And like, why do we have ketchup on us? No, no. You no, should no. know that that you're is not gross. ketchup. You're, you're gross as shit. Gross. You're and off like, the team officially. Short version, we have a plan, Gar. No, no, no. You were saying nonsense. Complete and utter nonsense that makes no sense because all of a sudden Dan Abbott wants thing. to go back to this stupid place that he we're made before. We're talking about no a sense. world that couldn't be destroyed because it wanted to be used again because I guess you know energy that was made can't be unmade or whatever the fucking bullshit is. But they, they were, it wasn't destroyed because we needed to get back to it at some point. But we can't have it in the multiverse, so it doesn't make. So we have to have it exist outside the multiverse. How are we going to things that exist outside of the multiverse, especially with no, you know some sea I, god I, space I, data? What? I, yeah, what is that event? And then so even then the whole thing is like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna build a doorway and we're yeah, gonna charge it doorway. with source wall energy, yep. and then like Kyle's gonna maintain the gateway because nothing could break his contract. But I mean, I've seen really? I've seen you fold under pressure a million if, times, if, Kyle. Rayner. If anything, don't make promises you can't handle. Well, I don't even remember what happened to the guy. Is he still stuck he's in still, that uh, unearth? No, he's in no, he's in Earth. That's he's with the, the thing. author. Why he, isn't he must this be any the, point uh, of a deal? Cult. Why isn't this any idea that they're like, well, we got to find that guy because if that's how the blood cult's doing it, to me, that's the only way you can well, get I, there is nobody's to questioning energy. Yeah, no, nobody. It, I'm it, telling you, the red why itself, how the blood cult the, would know exactly. The red itself is telling you. That the, the blood cult is going after Unearth. Nobody yeah. cares about how or why they yeah, know about how this they would unearth. know about it. They they it has to this lead world that back can't to that exist guy. And can't get back to. Oh, they're getting there. Wow. And to me, here Did is they the idea space, of this. the space gods technology to get yeah, there. Yeah, here's the idea of it. To me, why isn't this story like this? Unearth comes up where you have Raven have this vision. They say. 
man, that doesn't make sense on earth. That doesn't like the whole problem of was letting it exist. Still say they got rid of it and they get this vision. She's like, this doesn't make sense. It can't be there. That's not real. We, we, you know, that was just a figment of a guy's imagination brought to life with the source. wall. but that's done now. Then they find out through this red that somehow, oh my God, it's real again. And they have to find this guy because obviously he is captured by the blood cult. That's what Nobody it cares. seems we're, like. We're what just going to go to they on earth not and not care. deal with the blood cult. We're just going to no. go to the soul self. We're and just going to go there it. and get that. And in the meantime, do something that we have to do, but it doesn't. So they're there. And the best is they're all yelling. Ben Robo, that guy. Oh man. Yeah. Capacitors at full blast. Just say the word. Shut your open mouth, the door. Zoom, 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 zoom. It's working, Whew, which is a good sign and exactly what I expect. Now, did he not expect this to work? Because he was know, talking a real good. Because it sounded like nonsense. Just, how could it not work? He didn't know what it meant. <laughs> it's obviously going to work. There, there's no way. Oh, thank God. I mean, is he now saying, thank God they are not dead? Because that's what it seems to be. And like, shall we? And he's like, Ben, you guys have a rousing battle cry or anything. That you have Kyle just like. Hey, is everything so big when you do it? Is it really, really? This is nonsense. They open up a portal, go into unearth where we don't even know why it exists. They come out right in the middle and get attacked by ogres immediately. Well, that's just bad luck. It is bad luck. Somebody should have checked that trans-dimensional gate with the what is it? The sea interstitial gods vectors plotted I'm by not, sea gods. That. Fucking. Oh. So basically, the sea gods information. The transvector fix. Natasha gets gets the sea gods information. It desperately needs to get back to Earth because this was, in my mind, where it was spelled out was something to do with their ships. We we said it was two pieces of strategic information. Give it to Batman. Batman, in my mind, he could give the ships a cold, Eric. Just like the old show. It's Independence Day. It's a virus. You can end up, I thought, really, in my mind, and this is serious i thought that she was going to get back with that he was going to put it in the back computer they were going to be able to push buttons and make the ships fly away that's all i thought it was somehow this opens up a portal to a non-existent universe now that there's no way that the sea gods ever knew about but yet it wasn't even their thing it was just their ship's data I love the idea, too. Your whole big thing is like, they're going to push a button. The ships are going to fly away. Where in any of Drowned Earth did you see the ships know. be a problem? Where did they leave? They were just there. They were blocking anybody from coming back to Earth, but nobody was. It didn't matter. Except for Adam never, Strange. It never mattered. Yeah. It, it just is. Uh... <sighs> Eric, please. Please. It, it's killing me. Uh, these these Kyle stories. Kyle Raider's on the team. He is, and, and that's, that's exciting. That's my greatest takeaway about this. Kyle Rayner's on the team now. He well, might what, do something. Seriously. He might make a cool know, baby. Wake me up after you go-go is what I want to say because when, I want to get the – So you want me to un- call you? What do you want no, to do No, when unearthed is text? done, then call me. <laughs> Huh. Call me. Send me a private message on Twitter. Say, hey, listen, we're we're out of on Earth. Now we can go. Because all I want is Kyle Rayner on the team and them having some fun. Not getting attacked by energy five-eyed fucking – Yeah, because this is the thing too is what other book – This book seems to be so intent on holding with their cold, dead fingers of letting go this whole – Please, get rid of all this source wall now, nonsense. Now, when did Scott Snyder say this was all going to wrap up? Do we still have until the years, summertime to deal with this book? He said the whole thing comes with the – why is this book involved? This book should have – hey, you know what? And especially you have their Batman. He's there and like, oh, I just want to see what's going on. You know, you guys have this mission. Yeah, I know. We're, we're dealing with source wall. You know what? 
this is not a, you know, I don't want to diss you guys, but you're not doing great with that. You get on your own things to leave the source wall stuff to us, please. Seriously, what I is their track record this. now? It's it's bad. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, but Kyle Rayner's there. He decided. Kyle Rayner's there. And the art's I, I, half you, decent you, half the time. Yeah. And next next issue, the Guardians will enter on Earth and grab Kyle by the ear and take him back to the goddamn source wall where he's supposed to be. And, and if not, he's going to a science cell because I've seen yeah. how this works. If you just yeah. like, disobey orders. That's what happens. He, he has deserted. <laughs> he's, he's gone off the, the – all right, what'd you give it? You scallion, Kyle. <laughs> I love I'm Kyle. This. Come up with a it's better my, way than he enters this book. He's my favorite Green Lantern. He's yeah. the only thing that makes me excited about this book going forward. You and I Luke look at Hollywood. There's no limitations. There are a lot of Kyle <laughs> Rayner fans. Thank yeah, you very much. There are. There are. There are. But no, but, uh, I, I look yeah. at this thing. I'm telling you, the, the art's half decent half of the time. The story's just nonsense. The takeaway is like, I don't want to give it a fuck you five because no, I, it's a little bit I better. Won't. I think I'm just going to give it a regular five out of ten because – they just got to do something differently. I'm telling you, well, once we hopefully yeah. get, get, we get Raven's soul self back, we close yeah. the doors to Unearth forever. Maybe we <laughs> forever. stop doing the, the source wall shit. Yeah. This could be fun. Maybe again. they can just lock it up. In a team of young heroes fighting crime. What's so wrong with that? Oh, that'd be so good. And being able to fight crime, you know, galaxy wide. Now the especially because you have that, that's you get Kyle Rayner now, yeah, so I they can go wherever. I'm good. Yeah, I want they already got the yeah, got the team things. And I want to see here we go. I want to see yeah. Kyle Rayner help her get over Roy a little bit here and start oh, yeah. canoodling themselves. I know what you're talking. <laughs> I just need this book to unearth a story, Eric, is what I need. Uh, <laughs> These <but> jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving it a five out of ten as well. I like the art enough. Uh it's just the story again. Every issue seems like they're just getting the book started. Every every Well, that's the it, thing is Maybe this was forced because of how it got jammed in with Maybe, Drowned yeah. Earth. Maybe and now this that we're is how we done, say, we yeah. got back, it's good. Now and we can you go off Kyle and do Rainer, our thing. You have to do yeah. something. But we keep saying that. That's my problem. Since we've, come back from, since we've come back from that hiatus and then jump back on, which I really thought the book would have been served well to get a new writer, to get some something I fresh agree. going on. When we came back – Every issue we say, well, I kind of like this, but, you know, I'll give it a chance because it's getting there. Then the next issue is, yeah, you know, we're back to the fighting, but at least that's over. Eric Shea, who I heard something that he said. I'm not going to put it there. You, you said, oh, now this Marooned will be good because, you know, they'll fight. And they're still doing the same thing. Now, this finally feels no more like they're going. Yeah, finally. But – I need more. I, Until I need more. Ben Rubel uses his newspaper connection to out Miss Martian well, about her white Martianage. That and also the fact that they really oh, no. stress. I also like that all of a sudden Kyle, be- Kyle right becomes now. the guy you know he- that he's slaying down. But I do like the idea that they say to Ben Rubel, listen, Ben, you know you better stay at the controls because if you're not there, we might get stuck. Yeah, Ben's oh, getting no. kidnapped. He's but getting he's kidnapped in the, by He's in the Hall of Justice. What's going on? Oh, he's on? getting kidnapped. Believe me. something's Or he'll just take a nap. Is Batman going to come out? Hey, no, you want to spar Ben Rubel? No, he's going to end up leaving. He's going to end up going. Going somewhere I to get really a coffee. I really use a hot dog. Yeah, he's going to get a coffee. He's going to end up Cat a fancy coffee him. too. Have you got a story for me yet, Ben Rubel? Oh, do yeah, I ever? That's what I'm saying. He's still under you know contract with Cat Grant. Over there at the go. Nash. Yeah, at the Nash. The Nash is going to break the story of White Martians. That may happen, actually. And you know, we'll see. You we'll got to keep it a secret, we'll Jim. See how it's that it's goes. a dangerous time for and White Martians what for some do. reason. He's going to reveal the secret while also unmanning the controls. Is it almost like trouble. outing Miss Martian where he? 
thinks it's going to be okay where the world will accept her for what she looks like, but it's also against her will because she doesn't yeah. have the choice to do it herself. Yeah, and also they won't accept her no, for what won't. she is. People are pissed I've, shit. I've seen Twitter. Hashtag down and with the white, white Martians. They're terrifying. Yeah, they are. They are not pretty I'm at a part all. of that down with Listen, white Martians I know, movement. You don't know. I know that – I know that beauty is skin deep, but the problem is those white Martians are not nice either. They're they're not good anywhere. So there you go. We're going to move to the last book of the section there. Having some fun. The best one, right? No. We're having some fun here. You know, we're enjoying ourselves. Now we get to talk about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman number 60, written by G. Will Wilson, art by Carrie Nord, Romalo Fajardo Jr., and Pep Rousseau. And I will say, uh, you know, my blurb in a second. I just want to say that... It's weird that I always have to think that I have to say that how much of a G. Willow Wilson fan I am before I talk about this book. I'm not going to do that anymore because you know what? This book is garbage. It is. And I garbage. hate to say it about any book. Les this book is not good. And it, it upsets me that much more because I do like G. Willow Wilson, but I'm not going to make any excuses anymore. And I'm not, I see people giving this book tens, nines. I, I don't know what you're reading because this is the most generic and so uninspired bored. book that I have read in a long time. And that includes a lot of books that I have yelled about, a lot of books possibly written by Steve Orlando. We continue Wonder Woman this week, and this is issue as generic and uninspired as G. Willow Wilson's first two. Something seemed off since the story started, and it goes beyond Wilson not having a good voice for her characters. She seems more intent on delivering her cliched what is justice message than anything else, and it's really gumming up the works. I was really looking forward to her on this book, but the story is no better than what we were getting for a year or so now. This is no better in my mind than what James Robinson was doing. This it, is it no better than Shape Fontana. This is a continuation of what James yeah, Robinson was doing. This, yeah, it, this is no better than Meredith Finch at the end of the DCYLU. And if you look, people didn't like that. So why are they liking this? Because it is not good. I'm not saying that it won't get around to being good. Maybe God, this I is this so. initial story. Like Titans, we said, baby. James Robinson, we didn't like his story. Again, it wasn't his story. So he got on, or was it his story? We, we got on there. <laughs> it wasn't. I tried, I tried to make a joke about history. I said it wrong. But you have this oh, idea that maybe when G. Willow Wilson gets on this book, they say, okay, here's the checklist. We need you to deal with these things quick. Got to do it in this thing. I have to cough, Aaron. But yeah, you have this deal. It doesn't well, seem the, doesn't feel right. Well, no, and well, and this idea right of like Aries DC says, like, look, we need to have – Ares was a big villain in that Wonder Woman movie that everybody loved. we got to make him a villain again. Do that. But, yeah, but, but and, and bring him, him up in out. a goddamn tree. What are you yeah. doing? Well, and, and yeah, and bring him out, kind of set that, which does – I mean, really, when you let Ares out, this ends up a, you know, tr- trickle-down effect that this does allow eventually Diana possibly to go back to Themyscira, which is what people yeah. want. I love that idea. This idea of Ares coming back and realizing that Jesus is more well known than these, you know, warlords. He's looking he, for justice or just because us. of justice. And so he's going to yeah, he's going to one room. Listen, I realize See, I now did the joke, right? what justice really is. And it's just us. But we already had set it up that Wonder Woman comes like, oh, what you it, it's the basic your version of a terrorist is the other person's version of a freedom fighter, a freedom, your yeah, version yeah. of this. It's all this stuff. It's but so it's with such a lousy dialogue that repeats over and over yeah. again. And I'm telling you, yeah. half the time it it's, does feel like a Steve bad. Orlando where they say stuff. And then they say other stuff without having responded to anybody responding yeah. to it. And, they're just and moving then on to different the points, other points thing of conversation. again. 
Yeah. And and so you have this. And I said right away, I mean, you could see this coming down. You know, it's not a surprise that Ares was going to go. And I said he was more like the robot who's been programmed. Robot, this is this is the just the only way this. to protect man yeah. is to destroy man. I am here to serve man. I oh, have no. a cookbook. No, it's just like just justice is they they're bad. So they die. And then here you see that the village that he blew up. Had a baby there, and this blows his mind. That's not justice. Oh, no. A baby? That's not justice. Even though, last issue, Wonder Woman said to Ares, you just killed innocent women and children. And he said, it was their fault. (laughs) (laughs) He said, it was their fault for being part of this village that was part of this insurgency. They got what they had coming to him. He said that. He's a flip-flopper. We're, like I'm telling you, baby. Wonder Woman has just kicked his ass. He's she's about to help him up because he's trying to explain the whole situation. The baby cries. He runs past. Oh, he drug dings through rubble. Baby, I, it it was I. I did this. Yes, we've been talking about this for goddamn yes. two yes. issues That's now. That's what Wonder what Woman said. About? Wonder Woman said when you blew up that village that you just blew up. I even baby, like the fact that she's reiterating to like you know she's talking to a wrong turn here. It's like by your own hand, this is where the missile fell. Yeah, it's yes, such an odd dialogue. This. By your hand. And then he's, it doesn't feel any different, this just war. No just different war. from any others. I was wrong. Justice is not taking <laughs> the side of the righteous at any cost. I Justice is know. the, basically, we are now ending with Ares deciding that we're in war games now. It's better not to play the game. He I basically agree. he wants to go play a I game. I don't know of where chess. this mother came from. All of a sudden, just a, a shabby looking woman no, walks out and gets hands of life. You, you didn't realize then nobody was in that village. They were just standing that's outside because yeah, she comes out of nowhere. That that it blew up her sweater. She she doesn't look like anybody else. There. She got a, a hole in her sweater. My baby, and he's like, "Here you go, your baby." She's like, "Okay, this is going to get me a lot of money." She runs off, but yeah, like and, and the just goddess- so easily because of a baby crying after all this nonsense, where it had to be what war means and what justice means. Yep. What a fool I've been to think it'd be so easy <laughs> to be redeemed. Henceforth, I shall not interfere. Goodbye. Yep. What? Yeah. And and then this is where we said about the thing. She, this is one who he just he goes away, but he doesn't. He goes above the clouds and is just standing there. I don't know what he's doing, but he says Wonder Woman yells up. You can't just walk away. Well, he's like, I'm flying. You know, whatever. How you like them apples? You you reignited this conflict. She yells this to him and then says, and then at the end, by the way. Where's Steve Trevor? And I have not seen your lover, but, you know, I'm out. And he goes, she says to Ares, you reignited this conflict. You have Edda show up out of nowhere, just shows up. Hey there, happy now? <laughs> like, what? And yeah, yeah, what happened? Oh, you can't let this. He reignited this conflict. She repeats the exact line to Edda now, and it feels Well, she's acting awful. like a real person. Where, like, she's using this this word reignited. Like, I bet Edda didn't hear me use this when I was talking to Ares. I'm going to yeah, use it again. I'm going to say that pretty cool. Now. Yeah, I, I, bet, I better say that to really show that I'm on Edda's side. I also like that Edda shows up. And she's like, man, you've been here 10 minutes. 10 minutes. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. But yeah, Ed is there and just like yelling about, you know, we're going to continue with this whole idea. We had a ceasefire. Now, the problem also is, is who's the leader 
of this country? Who is the yeah. guy? Because Wonder Woman seems to know and throws that Cauldron. out there, but we never really see. We yeah, we don't know. So when these guys show up and shoot Etta, that looks like in the face, but it happens to be in the chest. She's like, I have a bulletproof vest. What, on your head? And yeah. she goes down. It's the best place and to they have start, Yeah, really. They start firing. Etta's on the ground. Diana, behind you. And she yells, not today. And starts blocking you fire bullets on that a are, fallen enemy. Yeah, no, they're, they're firing, firing at, at you, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. <laughs> it's going to hit her in the head. I mean, she is blocking up. She actually has to block up. Yeah, a fallen enemy. Very well. Then later, throws shade at them by saying, "You couldn't even wait till morning to fight people." And then they're like, "No, no, you know, we're freedom fighters." Yeah, but your leader doesn't care. We don't know who this is. There is no weight <laughs> to any of this. Then all of a sudden, more shots are fired, and she starts clanking them off her thing. I have no idea who's shooting at this point. But then they're like, "Why? Whose side are you on?" Because now she's protecting the other side yours until the dangers pass it is so not well plotted oh, out and, uh, and then she's I, like I, you're right i don't i have no reason to have an opinion about what's going on here have you seen my lover steve trevor no we have not <laughs> okay <laughs> that's all she keeps asking and, and by the listen, way the man the who way. Is, that's the thing is have you seen him no no by the way, the man who was appointed your leader, he doesn't care about you. That, that doesn't yeah, matter yeah. anymore. We have to – we can't turn too. our backs anymore. Yeah. All right. She's I'm like, off. have you seen my lover? No. And, uh, but by the way, your leader doesn't care about – you know what? Your lover doesn't care about you. Take that. <laughs> I like that started, started insulting each other. And then like, oh, man, Wonder Woman's like, you know what? This has gone on too far. Just, I'm going to have to talk to Aries. You had just, just love the he's fact just hovering. He, he's, she's trying to have this conversation about this guy, about the side he's picking and her <laughs> lover. And then somebody starts firing on them and is like, who just looks uh, up? There's Aries just watching the whole thing. Like, I thought you yeah, said you left. watching. I mean, really, no, he, he doesn't have Netflix. This is just as good. He's Netflix and chilling by himself up in this clouds. And Ill He's and- just standing there. He is just standing or hovering. She flies she up. She goes Tell up. Me, he, he is staring at her. She flies up. What do you want? <laughs> I love it, <laughs> too. Staring, she dude. yells. She gets up there, flies up and goes, Aries. Like, he, is he asleep or is she shocked that he's there? Aries, this is what do this is you the, want. Aries is like a child of this. The whole thing, like you know, you can't, you can't just turn. go. And, that's the thing is, you can't just do this he and be like stop. But you told me to stop. I won't do anything yeah. anymore. I'm like, yep. you goddamn child. Yeah, just you get baby. down there. You know, you, you're now you're a baby yourself. Go and give yourself to a woman down there. And she's like, I told you to think. This is about something much bigger than your own absolution. How do you know about absolution? I'm like, uh, really? Let's go. And then she says, and I was sitting alone for like, decades. I'm like, really? Th- this just, is, and decades. You, it felt like centuries for what they were talking yeah, about before with yeah, when Aphrodite it, locked him up into the tree. Yeah, but yeah, the whole thing, yeah. too, it's like, you told me to stop. So stuff. gods, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the gods must be crazy. Oh, you fickle gods, you. In the meantime, you go to Steve Trevor and the mythical animals. And I saw a lot of reviews were like, boy, this story with Wonder Woman and Ares, that's not hitting yet. But boy, that Steve Trevor and the animals. There there, there is something so great about a wounded man walking with animals and stumbling a little bit. And talking to a Pegasus. Uh, Hey, Pegasi, uh, you know, I'm hurt. I can carry you. No, thank you. (laughs) Take it yourself, then, and then falls. <laughs> oh, 
it, it doesn't even make sense. Are you okay, man? Oh, I think I got some shrapnel in my rib. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I think uh, this band thing is actually pretty hurt. Don't worry. We're where we need to go. Yeah, Afro, we're almost done. Yeah, and then you have the, the uh, Minotaur. I wish he was a vapor. It'd be pretty good. <sighs> I don't want to go here either. Because he's like, hey, I'm not too eager to go where we're going. What do you think a Minotaur would vape? What what type? Beef. <laughs> Just be, he's no gravy. It's like a, yeah, a, a, really. a human flavored vape. Human, gravy. Yeah, he'd probably like grass. Grass, you know, grass. And they're there and like, so hey, he's like a lot on. of people. Yeah, really. Hurry up. We got to get here. Quit your whining and your moaning. And like, what in the world? And there's this big thing. And then from the uh, from the cliffhanger, if I didn't know better, he has now found his lover who claims. I, I don't care what she claims. That's Wonder Woman. It looks like well, Wonder is, Woman. Is just that what they're like trying to had... play with this whole thing no. where, you know, Ares looked like Steve Trevor and now Aphrodite looks like if Wonder Woman? If you're going to play that game, you would have referenced it. They never referenced. We thought Are that they at the end to of be the one. subtle? No, Kerry Nord just, he's off the book. <laughs> I think this might be his last issue. He's gone. The, the, he's done. And it's this sort of things where I'm like, okay, we got two poison ivy kind of mermaids and we got Wonder Woman sitting in a chair. I don't even, why is she in a, a, a office chair that includes the thing that you can that, raise that up a- the chair? It no, has it the lever. It does it have the Jesus Christ. It's a Christ. wooden office chair. <laughs> Why? Why? She's there looking like Wonder Woman. She's there looking like hanging out with her. Two poison ivies there looking like Mer- she's straight Merle, out of a, an 80s wham video with, you know, showing some shoulder. Nonsense. Nonsense. And then you have a Pat Benatar reference. Next love is a battlefield. I've had enough. She's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like I've, Courtney Cox here. Uh, yeah. And Wonder Woman. I was waiting so long. It's like the Dancing in the Dark video with Courtney Cox getting up there <laughs> swinging her stuff with the boss. Uh, I just, I've been waiting all this time for this book, and this is not good. This is not a good story. It, it's just like, in my mind, How there are nobody a couple, knows what to do with Wonder Woman or write couple, Wonder and Woman. That's, well. I was going to put, I was actually going to put in my, my blurb that. You know, maybe it's that a lot of people nowadays just can't write Wonder Woman. Maybe it's one of those that, you know, we shouldn't have a Wonder Woman book for a while until they find somebody that has a story because this is not good. It seems as if this is kind of James Robinson jumped on. It wasn't his story. He was trying his best. And then they extended him. And it was obvious that then he just, you know, put it in neutral and let it cruise down the the hill by itself. And he extended because he was on time. He actually went on Twitter and said, I got extended for the story because I hit all my deadlines. That's all they cared about. So this story seems as if there's some ideas there, but it's not a full story. So it's just being thrown in there like, okay, I have to have Ares be this bad god of war but when the baby comes up he's gonna feel bad so we'll throw that and also etta you know etta shows up but she's uh, there's nothing cohesive about this and three issues there's nothing and these things with the mythical creatures that seem to have come about after Ares broke out of the prison and it maybe leads to we Aphrodite, don't know anything about said, yeah, and it made uh, like you said, Aphrodite was the one who imprisoned him, so she's yeah. there. Maybe that, but what's the tie-in? And you're taking too long to get to that. And instead, you have Steve Trevor and the just walking is with a terrible. Pegasus. 
Yeah. I don't it, like the awful. art. I'm like, everything about this new Wonder Woman creative team is just very disappointing, lackluster. Yeah. And I just, it's I uninspired want, I expect, to me. Uninspired, exactly. I just yeah. want more yeah. out of it in the long run. And this I'm is ridiculous you. because we have not had a good Wonder Woman now since Greg <laughs> Rucka left at 25. And yeah. Yeah. we thought that could have we done a little bit more. No, that. We exactly. actually were, you know, that's the thing. People, watch what you say sometimes. Don't because, because boy, I'd gone. go back to that. Yeah, where's Cinderella? There you go. What would you give this? 4.5 out of 10. I got to say, I'm just just sitting here here thinking because I'm like, I don't know what I wanted to give it. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 10 because the art is passable. It's not for me. Uh, It's a story though. The story though is just (laughs) kind of garbage. They just kind of repeat. They kind of repeat the same things over and over again. And yeah. the whole idea is, oh, my God, a baby? I'm like, you killed like 17 <laughs> other ones with this yeah. fucking missile. What about – yeah, that wasn't the only baby probably in that village. And there was so a lot of other that's alive people. left. Oh, my God. A baby and uh, a Tina. Like, you have killed so many people and, and really ended up saying to Wonder Woman, them's the breaks. That's what happens in war. That's why war These is so, you know, the breaks. cut and dry. And uh, I'm just doing – and that's the thing. It, it, that's what led to Wonder Woman at the beginning because he's like, I'm just doing what you would do. This is what you told me to do. This is what you asked. And the beginning starts with they're like, is that all I am? Is that what it's all about? But a baby. A baby ends up a making baby. him like – I'm out. I'm. I was the full god of war. Now this I've tried to change war. And, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like one of those things that. What's the central theme of this? That the god of war at one point just fed off the chaos of war, and now he's going to be the just god of war and take a side. But the, the, you're just forcing this narrative that there is no side and one guy's side. We, we've been forcing this the whole time, and it's not interesting. And that's the end. It seems very uninspired, very uninteresting. I gave it a four out of ten. The art is not Boom. good. It's not good, Eric. Dancing no. in the dark at the end we have. We have a little court. <laughs> now that's good. Yeah, that is. Oh, she's doing that dance. She had a real cute looking dance going on. Never really liked she had a Courtney real, Cox. Real cute looking everything going on back yeah, then. Yeah, I, I never really liked Courtney Cox that much. Uh, but yeah, I didn't mind that. Well, video. Nobody cares I'm not, what you like. I'm also I mean, not a real. I like that you know, Do you like that? Don't take that, buddy. I'm not a real br- big Bruce Springsteen fan either, and I know you're not as well. So no, take no, that. I'm not. No, we're we're just not that big fans. So you know when when you're gonna invoke Courtney Cox at the end, and it's but now love is a battlefield. Maybe next issue's like going to do it Benatar. for me, Jim. Exactly. Funny Maybe Pat next issue will do it. And remember, the Love is a Battlefield video was that Pat Benatar ends up fighting with her dad, who I believe is not Danny Aiello, but I wanted to be because he was in the <laughs> like, Papa Don't Preach. It was. <laughs> but uh, she ends up getting in a fight and then goes off and runs away. But as she runs away, she looks up and her brother's looking out the window and she waves to him. And then next thing, she's a hooker, Eric, a hooker. <sighs> Then, then, it, then it turns into the private dancer <laughs> video. Happens. I mean, it always happens. And then next thing you know, she's in a Haas video. I don't That's know. why Big City Life ain't for me. Love is a battlefield. I never liked that song, but that video, that that was a story to be told. A story for the age. <laughs> you just <laughs> like MTV. She ends up singing and she's in the back of the bus. Eric, I, just, singing I, just, her I just like the idea. You're not a big music fan, but you like videos based I on music. I love the videos. Yes, <laughs> I love the Love is a battlefield. That's good stuff. And then in the video, one thing that dry, it used to drive me nuts. I don't mind anymore. 
more now that I'm an older man, Eric. I'm a little oh. more uh, wise. I think the you're stage forces in me is when you're in the middle of the video. So it's it's playing the music, and you go to the flashback. I told you to get out of my house. Hey, Dad, don't you say that to me. I they told are you building get off up the, the pole, story, baby. Jim. They are yeah. building up the story. They were. And she's thinking back at it. And then, you know, thinking of maybe I should have said something different. I think that Tony, in my mind, is, the dad died of a heart Papa attack. very don't preach. Yeah, it was. I think that the dad died of a heart attack. She'll never be able to tell him that she's sorry for going to the pole. And then she's on the on the in the thing, and I I like Pet Benatar enough, but you know, I don't know about her on on the street, Eric. I, I may I don't know. I don't want to get awful. All right. <laughs> now now is Danny Iowa the perfect Italian father though? Uh, he he didn't want Madonna to have a baby without a father. That's all I know. He said, "Listen, He's get a out single of town. father. He doesn't Madonna. want the same thing happen to his baby girl." He's like, "I knew I shouldn't have named her Madonna. <laughs> out of my house." Yeah, the the father in the uh, the father in the uh, Love Is a Battlefield video, he was more of a looked like he was probably a tough detective type. <laughs> if his job, he was either a salesman or a detective. He didn't want those nonsense things going on. Are you looking up this video I'm now? The, he, no, I'm, he, I'm telling you. The father, he seemed like he would have been a, a police officer, possibly a detective. He tells Pat Benatar, you get out of town. At one point, I believe, may even shove Pat Benatar's mother. He had a temper oh, on that guy. And then the little Trey brother's Wilson. peeking out. Yeah, he, he looked like that. You look it up. Look up Love is a Battlefield, Dad, and look up the images, and you'll see that I'm just guy. looking at Trey Wilson right now. He's dead mm. now. Personal life uh, and death of Trey Wilson I told Wikipedia. you I thought that he would have died. He was so angry. That guy has a temper. He was in Spencer no for way. Hire, the equalizer. Exactly. This, it all makes sense now. Aaron. I'm telling you, I wanted to go sense. further. There. there was nothing left to say. There was that pause. <laughs> I'm like, he was in this. Yep. He was in this. Yep. And that, that, that's about it. Yeah. Love is a battlefield. And love is a battlefield. And yes, that is the end of this section of books. We're going to go off to some Tony, mail. I, I, I looked at, I I looked looked at this. I thought, it was, I thought it was like Treat Williams at first. When I first saw it, like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, sexy guy. He wasn't that sexy in Love is a Battle nah. video. But we'll go off to some mail uh, right about now. Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast a week. Even though Shay is such a freak, I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with Jim. Daddy. And I've got such a long way to go. I like so long. To make it to the end of the there's no limitations. First out here, Mel with Jim, now Mel with Jim. And I've got a long way to go. I don't know. To make it to the end of the episode. I'm fine. First out here, Mel with Jim, now Mel with Jim. I don't get it. Gonna hear Mel with Jim. I've read comic books most of my life. And we're back. Remix. Super remix. <laughs> were you at the Walmart last night when they were playing the real version of this song? Oh, no. I was not. I'm going I, I got in and I, well, <laughs> I, I met you there. The I met with Jim through yes. Walmart last night with the real like, Michael McDonald in the background. Because when I did run into you, and I mean, we ran into each other, uh, I was waiting for you and could so not find him. When you I was saw so me mad. Too. No, it's because I had no way to get any other place. I had to engage. Engage. That's what I yelled. I'm like, God damn you, Ethan. I told him, meet me outside. He didn't. So then I go inside, meet me at the front. He didn't. And then he emails me, where are you? 
Where are you? The front. I'm in the back of the store. I'm in the front. Hey, first off, the where I originally told you outside is in the front. Then I was in the front. He's in the back. He's in the back, waltzing around. I ended up waiting for him. I ended up looking at some of the Tom King uh, giant 100-page Superman stories right. and realized why I didn't buy those, Eric, and then told you they were nonsense and left. And that was yeah, that and was, that was it ran right into you. Jess was not or anywhere to be found. I she had no right idea. The, she was right there in line behind you. No, really. Well, the <laughs> hell with her. I didn't see her. <laughs> she didn't see you either. She on. had no yeah. idea. She didn't see me Damn talking to you right. or nothing. Yes. Yes, indeed. But here we are back with the mail. I'll give the email address again. It's weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com if you want to be part of that. But I have a P.S. to the first mail section. Ruben had a P.S., yes. And it was all about our man Leonard. He says, writing again to send a quick shout out to our buddy Leonard, who almost got ran over at work. Actually, I think he did get run over. I'm glad the injury wasn't life-threatening, even if he ended up with a broken ankle. I'm sure everyone in the GFC wishes you a speedy recovery and some good books to get you there. Uh, I did see, I didn't know what was going on. I go to the Slack chat. All I see is Leonard write, yeah, this guy's a real small guy and he can't see over the forks on the fork truck. So he has to use these, these books. And I'm like, how dare you? Uh, That's what I put. And then I realized that he was hurt. How dare (laughs) you, sir? How dare you? How dare you talk about that guy? I ride on the fork truck. I can see over the forks. Yeah, I did the other day. I don't like to. It's not something that I uh, actually try to do, but if I have to, I will do it, uh, you know, as a last resort. But yeah, yeah. The the one guy at work says to me, "Can you teach me how to ride the fork truck?" You were there. I was I said, so you, good. I said, "You don't want me to teach you. <laughs> you want the guy who avoids that thing like the plague to teach you?" Eh? And I, and I just wanted to get out of this conversation. So I'm like, "Ah, what do you mean?" He's like, "Well, I have to see if they'll let me anyway." I'm thinking he means the boss. No, he means the government, Aaron. He means the law. Old ankle bracelet. Johnny Law is who he was talking about. And then I'm thinking, really? Like, you you have to call and ask if you could use a fork truck just because you got the ankle bracelet? I think you're going to go out on the town with it? What are you doing now? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, what, all of a sudden this bracelet's going to be beeping at a different mile an hour that you usually <laughs> do? I'm like, oh, no. That's a motor vehicle. I like to out imagine the whole idea of you teaching him. Okay, first, here's the first lesson. You got to use the forklift. Use the walk behind. It's a lot simpler. Yeah, you don't have to get it on it. Do. Avoid yeah. the forklift at all costs. And if you need yep. to. Get somebody else to do it no, for gonna you. I going to do. Step two, if you really, really need it, go get the guy who shits his pants. He's always happy to help you. And that's usually what happens when, yeah. I, when I do have to do it. I do like jumping on sometimes and zipping around. Uh, also, when I do get on it, it, you have to watch the next time, you know, probably three years from now when I get on it. Because <laughs> the only time I'll ever have to get on it is if I have to use the one with the extended force. Right. That'd be the only way. If, if you don't need extended force, you use the walk behind there. <laughs> so I get on and you see the guy who shits his pants. He's always, he's like all the way, like all excited about it or looking to see what he can get me in trouble for. I give him the finger and then off I go. And and also my my last bit of tip for riding the fork truck is lay on that fork truck horn until oh, everybody's so annoyed. Oh, it's the best, especially when you're done. When you park it, just hit it and keep it <laughs> until Eric yells at you. And that's my tip. That's my fork Stop truck it. Tip. I just sit there. The thing just goes and I just shake my head. I also do uh, the walk behind has a horn that you can barely even get to while you're using it, but yeah. I'll get to it. 
I like hitting that one too. Uh, the next mail and the last mail of the night uh, and this section is from Brandon. Oh, Brandon says, Brandy. sup, fellas. Sup, I don't know if Brandy's going to mention it in this, but he is off right now watching Aquaman. He's probably sitting that. in a seat right now Early getting ready release. to see Aquaman. Early release. Early, uh, you know, sneak peek. Yeah, but you see the Aquaman? Because that's on the stick, Eric. It is, is it? on the stick. Oh, yeah. So so, yeah. so wrong term may have watched it when he told me he watched it Maybe, before I yelled at him. Because it is on the stick, but it's the audio is awful. It's so bad. Uh, but I almost watched No, that's uh, just Samos. Jason Momoa's accent. No, that was the smirk. That was me putting my <laughs> just fist through. Just the smirk makes it all yeah, terrible. I don't, I don't like that guy. I, I really don't like him at all as a person. I know you hate as, him, <laughs> for, and I don't understand why. <laughs> Say, but not I, even I, as an actor, Eric. I just I don't him. like him as Aquaman is all. Yeah, I just don't like his smirk. He's he, that's That's like any any sort of like when a guy has like you have the rock. He yeah, does the think. eyebrow thing, yeah. right? The eyebrow thing. The, the smirk. That Jason Momoa basically has with the smirk in my mind is I can't act my way out of a paper bag, but I'm getting paid millions, Jim. And that's what it is. It's directed at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the pop culture version of the guy who thinks his TV's talking to him <laughs> because they're not telling me to do anything. They're all throwing shade at me. <laughs> That's all it is. You know, so they, my you got dog, a psychology degree. What do you say about yourself? I, with I'm this? crazy. My, my dog is not telling me to kill people. My dog's telling me everyone hates me. That's all it is. And, and my dog doesn't. My dog doesn't even like me. It walks in the room, sees I'm in and leaves. <laughs> like, get out of town. Me. Just like your wife. Uh, yes. Well, Dancing Mike's Christmas wish came true last week with Richard Richardson, popping his granny loving head back into the picture and throwing around wild accusations like the worst version of TMZ ever. Which means any version of TMZ ever. What else is there to say about him other than that voice is unmistakably awful? And Eric's size adds so much to the equation. They do. (laughs) There weren't Eric's size. So, Eric, I'm glad to say I imitated your size. Oh, good. Besides that, the other note of concern <laughs> is that uh, there was something wild going on in the background of Jeremy's audio of the Orlando Zone. Namely, uh, knowing vaguely of his location, he means that he knows that he lives somewhere like England. And All I'm right. telling you, like England is That's probably what, what I he's know saying. Too. He knows two things. You ain't living in Buffalo, and it may be somewhere like England. Knowing vaguely of the location, I have boiled it down to the background noise of one of several possibilities. One, obviously tea boiling. Number two, Big Ben. Number three, a drill. Number number three, again, here's number one, two, three, three, and four. Hey, listen, sense. I'm no dummy. I have three reasons why I don't like you, Eric. One, you're a jerk. Two, you, you smell. And C, I just don't like you. Number four, someone squeezing the air out of a balloon by pinching the ends of it. There's still three reasons, though. Number four, Jim, I'm telling you, he has one, two, three, three, four. <laughs> yeah, A, B, A, B, three. Number four, and I knew a guy who, that's not just a joke for Home Alone, Eric. Uh, that is, I knew a guy that I used to work with who would do that all the time, and he didn't know what he was doing wrong, and it would was drive it me insane. Uh, yeah, it was Of course Bob. it was Bob. Yeah, He's here's Bob, too. Here's classic Bob at work. Listen, Jim. I have four reasons why Dan Marino's the best quarterback. Number one, passing yards. Number two, TDs. Bam. That'd be it. Mind blown. Stop them. Four. <laughs> He'll get back to you. C, one, and two. Yeah, he'd do that. And then he'd, he'd also eat food like he was making love 
to his dream woman. He would eat pizza. Look, look at the guy. It, it was his one true love. Well, he was like 800 pounds. He would stare at this food and it would be like this. He'd like take a bite. Then he'd look at it. Where am I going to start on you, baby? Mm. <sighs> oh, Ooh. just imagine the things I'm going to do to you in a little bit. Uh, oh, and shit would be going down his face. Well, I'm turned grease. on. <laughs> yeah, really. He was also, this is the uh, the difference between my, my friend Brett growing up and Bob that I work with. Big Bob's a fat guy. Brett was a guy who was in very good shape. Yes. We would go get pizza. They would both fold, which drives me nuts. But Brett would fold, and he would do it and and squeeze out the grease onto a napkin. So he'd sit there and try to get this extra grease off from the napkin. Bob would fold and put the pizza above his mouth (laughs) and squeeze to get all that extra goodness. He would sit there. That'd be his first move is to squeeze the shit into his mouth. And is it, it would any get wonder older. that Bob is not around is today to talk wonder? about this? <laughs> He's got too much fat on his bones. There we go. I got a little song. For Bob's you. dead is what I'm getting at. Bob is dead. Bob ended up, and, and just <laughs> it makes to, to, again, again, I, I always like to bring up because I always had a fear of what I'd be doing when I die. Like, I, you don't want to die taking a shit. Because that's oh, what people Elvis. are going to say. Oh, you know, you, yeah, yeah. You don't want to die, you know, going outside and getting hit by a kid on a big wheel and that, that kills you. Yeah, well, that's true. Bob, though, what he did, he had a heart attack, but he also had a heart attack while writing a very racist rant on Facebook <laughs> <Jesus>. about Obama. <laughs> That was it. He was halfway through. He didn't even get to publish it. Poor Bob didn't let his racist, you know, diatribe go out to the nation. Thanks a lot, Obama. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard that he was in the middle of some really bad racist. He was not a good loss. He was not a good guy. He was was not an educated fella. Uh, He ended up, uh, he told me that when he got his first job, one of the big things that he got for his first job when he was 11 doing dishes where he had to get his dad. It was slavery, but his dad gave him some money. He went out and bought his first toothbrush, Eric. That was his first thing he bought with the money he got at a Good on him being responsible. Yeah, yeah. At the time of publication of this letter, it appears that Bleeding Coal has finally done some good in the world. And I don't know. I say that Jeremy was boiling some uh, tea. That sounds right, right? He's from somewhere like yes. England. Yes. Also, I do want to mention that Jeremy will not have an Orlando zone this week because maybe he drank too much of that or maybe it was a drill and he needed some there coffee. There wasn't enough. It's going to say coffee. How dare I? But uh, yeah, he, he he's under the weather. So the Orlando zone will be postponed till next week, which I, I was going to tell you before we started recording. I don't think we're going to have a very long podcast tonight, but we'll see. Uh, he says, uh, Bleeding Cole has finally done some good in this world and spilled the beans on Tom King's horribly laid plans for heroes in crisis. There is nothing i appreciate more than the seeing seeming continuation of knocking this guy down a few pegs not that i wish bad on him it's just that i find his ideals awful he wishes bad on him and his writing to be subpar i know brandon he wishes bad on a lot he of wishes people. harm on a lot of people he's like uh, he has he has that list he's like tom brady tom king it's all toms <laughs> tom hardy Tom Holland. What do you keep going? Tom Hardy. Dark Knight Returns. Tom. Dark Dark Knight Rises. I got you. 
Tom Wilson, Eric. That was a guy I graduated with. Far from worthy of a four. He was a redhead. Far from worthy of a four-year Batman run, which mostly seems to have been granted to him because he's boys with Dan DeNeal. So now at least the proof is out there. So when Tom King changes his horrible stories ending due to the internet backlash and nobody likes it, but the Tom King fans who still find the faces he draws on Elmer Fudd Batman issues funny, he can hopefully go back to writing C&D list characters, getting back to what he's good at. I've never been so sick as someone who writes comics in my life and that is from a tried and true brian michael bendis hater and the so thing he's is, saying I'm right that there with him i i never actually thought about the creators as a kid like reading comic books and stuff like yeah. that i would catch a name especially if it was an artist or something like that i have never had such disdain for a comic book creator as i do with tom king Really? Joe Medorio just called. He he wants his fandom back, Eric, because that was probably one of the first guys that you really loved, it was. right? It really yeah, was. I actually went through the Marvel app last night and looked at a bunch of his art just because you liked them. So I was just paging through. Was Big good. smile on did my you like face. It? Yeah? yeah. Yeah, it was good. I did like it. Yeah, I didn't read any of the issues. But. I loved his work on the Marvel comics. I've seen him do DC comics. I don't want to see him at DC Comics because yeah, yeah, I don't said. like the way he does the DC uh, heroes. The, the funny thing is last night was a little Eric Shea time for me. I, I looked at a lot of Joe Maduria art and read half of House of M, Eric, because <laughs> Did you, you told like that? me that you loved it. Yeah. It's real uh, good. Well, yeah, I liked it. But uh, yeah, with this, there is the big thing and what he's talking about, that the cover uh, with Poison Ivy murdered on the cover with her butt in the air and her boobs there. <laughs> and her uh, everybody, everybody got upset. But I'm not going to spoil. I'm not going to spoil. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything here. But but just look <laughs> at that cover and look what's look what she's drawing on the floor, and then we'll we'll talk about that later because that's for issue seven, and that's pretty much you know near the end of the series, and what she's drawing on the floor is very very disturbing. But I'm not going to spoil things here. That's not for me. That's for no, you. you keep you on talking. I'm going to go look it up right now. You look at them. Look what she's drawing, and you'll be upset. Books. I'm real behind of the new DC stuff this week, but did squeeze one in. Batman Who Laughs. This was much better than I ever expected and made me miss what we used to have on a typical run of Batman not that long ago. You know, back when it was consistently good. Anyway, the only letdown for me is the Batman Who Laughs has to drag another Dark Knight ah. into mix. Yeah, yeah, right? Uh, no, nope. everybody. It seems to have gone past everybody because they're looking at the controversy and not what that <laughs> cover should be looked at for. <laughs> Nonsense. Instead of just doing the dirty work on his right. own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, really? Nobody's talking about that part? Other than that mini beef, I know. Or is that too obvious, Eric? I, I don't know, but that's the near the end of the series. You know how the writers are right now. they got to be all up in your face or nothing. I know, I know. I think that, and uh, Tom King, when he said, he said this was leaked early and it just like, and he's pulling, I think he's pulling it back for the other reason. Other than that mini beef, I now look forward to the rest of the series. And he's talking about the Grim Knight. I said right away when I read it, I really enjoyed it. I said to Eric, the, one of my big beefs with it as well is another Dark Knight. We, you know, we don't need this many, no. but it fits the story as well. It's cool. I'm told. Yeah, yeah, I I liked it. I I was not. How many times have we talked about the you know Batman who laughs? And I kept saying I'm not looking forward Growing to that. And I, yeah, even you last shut week the fuck I said last week I said it. I have to review it. I'm not real excited about it. Now I'm happy I do. Still have Detective Supergirl, Batman Annual, and Batman Damned to Go. Spoilers, Jim. Crack in here. Yeah, it's not mine. No, it is not mine. Ite fellas. 
Brandon. That upsets you, Brandon. me that that's your book of the week now. You, <laughs> that's a spoiler for me. But yeah, that's the end of the mail. Yeah, Eric, you, you like that cover, don't you? Shut you up. like that. I don't want to talk about Why no did more. that seem it did seem to slip by everyone, right? It did. Why didn't I yeah. never looked at it in a full view? No. No. <laughs> yeah, it's it's upsetting. But yeah, we'll go on. Now I'm just saying this because I, I desperately want everybody to look at it. Because I, I don't want to see I don't spoil it, Eric, well, but I love that seems to have to be bleeding clear. It seems to be one of Bleeding Cool's big things here on what yeah, they're talking it, about. Yeah, it ties right into what they were talking yeah. about. So, yeah, that's what Brandon's talking about as well. So, yeah, there you go. There you go, Eric. That's the end of the mail. And we're going to go off right now to go, I believe, to a Reggie's books. All right. We're here with Reginald. Hello, Reginald, hello. are we going to call you Salem Sammy soon? I, I hear Pretty you might soon. be moving. Soon. That would be a funny name to call <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, it would be very odd. Uh, and you'll also be a witch priest. So you'll you'll be good. It's about time. Yeah, it is yeah. about time. Shouldn't everybody be witch priests? I heard yeah. that at one point. That'd be a good thing. But we're here <laughs> and uh, we're going to be talking two books tonight with Reggie and they are not going to be the new talent showcase <laughs> that nope. is off the docket but we are going to talk about the first book is a book that everybody seems to love it is the darling it's the bell of the ball it you really mean, is Simon, you mean Simon, Simon, Simon Ruben, yeah. just basically anybody who wants to throw shade at me loves this book. <laughs> I think that they only like it just to get mad at me, though. Eric thinks, that I, Eric, thinks that, Eric thinks that I've dug it myself a hole that I can't get out, which he'll now say it's because it was three foot in and I'm, you know, whatever. But he thinks I'm not that clever. He thinks I've made too much of a stance. Against this book, and now well, I, I'll never be allowed to like. It. Definitely have positioned yourself as the hardcore. I, you know, I hate JLD guy in the Slack chat. Yes, I am there. So, I go into the. I will not rest until at least one person agrees with me, and they haven't yet. I have not. Please, like the Batman annual. Will somebody please be my Bruce Wayne and let me rest at least two right. days, please? Because uh, this issue continues everything that I don't like about the book and also shows me why I don't like it. it. It'll always go back to the idea of the characters. But, Reggie, give us the little blurb, and then I will give my piece and mute my mic and go make a sandwich. Uh, it is Justice League Dark Number 6, written by James Tiny in the fourth, art by Daniel Samper, Juan Albaran, and Adriana Lucas. Look at what's happened to me, he... I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm in charge of Mira. Should have been somebody else. <laughs> believe it or not, I'm drunk with a book. I never thought I could feel so free. Slipping, sipping away, reading curses and spells. Who can it be? Believe it or not, a chimpanzee. I knew it. I knew it. Had to be. Had to if be. you didn't say it, I was going to continue with one last verse. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, you know, here's the thing about this book, and I, I think that this is what I have my pretty much my overall feeling of James Tynan isn't just the idea that it's yakety yak. It continues right. yakety yak. Uh, right. I do think that he uses a lot of exposition to really throw the story at you and, instead of letting it kind of organically grow. That's just me. But one of the things that I do think, especially since re 
rebirth started is he is a guy who is going to get you and reel you in with the characters that he introduces into the story, but yet I don't really feel like he develops them that well. They are very much just what they are, and they, you, you know, mean like you, Blue Devil for instance. Yeah, in this Blue case, Devil yeah. shows up in the book, so that's the prop. cool moment. You have Phantom Stranger, you have Constantine. Uh, this is the same thing that we saw <laughs> in Detective. No Comics. one's ever explained Phantom Stranger to, any, to my satisfaction. Well, with this thing though is <laughs> I'm saying though it's just the idea of having the characters that are as exciting. The same thing. You look back at the Detective. Comics comics run that he had you ask anybody tell me about this detective comics run what did you like about it? oh man the team had clayface yeah, oh I man like? there was asriel oh man but when you are actually reading the individual issues you never really delve into things because he's so busy with 80 different things going on the same as in detective and i see it coming into this and i think that what happens with this book is that you end up and i said to eric earlier in the podcast you have a section of the dcu that is not being used you tynan has the you know pretty much free reign to open the toy box which he is doing that and while people love that, I think that what gets me is it feels too isolated to this book. So I, it seems like it's not that important. I don't know why, but you know, the idea that you don't have a parliament of trees, but you have a parliament of flowers, that to me is window dressing. That to me is, you know, trying to make something out of something that isn't there. And then well, you we'll have see this what issue. That is, but we will, so far, but, so far, there's no palpable difference. No, really, but, that's what but I'm saying. And so with this, this story now we're back to they're in mira i don't care about and we're gonna leave this and we're gonna leave it to be gone and so you have this i know it's the progression and you get but again it's the it's detective chimp saying oh you know i'm gonna be the new nightmaster it's all a bunch of terms and names but i well, never even that's see the whole thing is you have this whole thing it's supposed to be this deep story about bobo and what he's going through and what what he's fucked up to screw over blue devil but if any, if nobody's read about Miro or the Nightmaster before, you've never spelled out who the Nightmaster really is, what he does. He, we have a world here, which we all we know is they make their own rules with ideas. The reality is our idea. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything to me. And the whole idea that we can actually have this mirror that has these skeletons coming out, I'm like, how is this different than anything else? Because I never saw it before. Yeah, and, and I, I understand why, Reggie. I understand why you like it. I, I like the shade you threw at me and your blurb, you son of what a did bitch. I say? Yeah, you said that basically anybody who doesn't like these characters can go oh. suck eggs. That, that was not I laugh. I'm like, how Narcissist dare Reggie? Jim Warner. <laughs> Paranoid. <laughs> I, I've said pretty much every issue I've said, I don't like these characters. They're not my characters. Yeah, well, when I mean, you that, say that applies to anyone that feels that way. That's I it. Mean, I'm, I'm, I'm now. While we're, what's I'll that? definitely agree with you that characters like Blue Devil and Phantom Stranger, who I'm not even sure why he was standing there uh, particularly. He's just but there to be there. Yeah, he was Phantom Stranger things. <laughs> but I do think that Detective Chimp was a very. I think this was just really about developing. His character. I do think that's his true. It's true. But why then do I go out of this hating him more than I did before? I don't like him. He's very, he's shown to be very human and annoyingly fallible throughout the whole thing. That is true. I don't like it. I thought he might fuck up. There was no real guarantee. Like a lot of times you think a hero is just good. And that is true. But I I took it as a possibility. 
they might fuck up. They might have to jump out the portal yeah. and just leave Mira to the sky. I, I thought that, that too. And why I thought that is because nobody gives a rat's ass about Mira. That's why I thought of it. Like, oh, they can destroy Mira. So I had that thing as well. So that did well, get maybe tension. Maybe if you came to the improvement meetings, people would care well, about it. It might be. Right now, I am writing. I You don't realize. I'm trying to think. I have Batman next week. Uh, I'm writing my blurb right now. Anybody named Reggie who's moving to Salem's a, a jack-off. Uh, uh, <laughs> Nine out of ten. It's not about you, Reggie. No, I I just I laughed at that. I was not mad. I just said, oh, there's Reggie. He's kind of mad. Are you no, no. I, I just, I, I've said, I'm never going to be mad at a character that I like or don't like. This book... Like I said, there there are a lot of people, Reggie, you're one of them, that really like the Dark Universe books. And this is one of my biggest – I mean I've complained on this podcast already that people have listened to that there's not a lot of variety of books. This gives a variety. This it, There is a, a reason to have this book. There's a reason for people to love it. It's just not me. It's not my you know my thing. I mean, and, this, this, I mean it's, this is the thing. That's why I said if you don't like these characters, if you don't like these trappings – there's nothing for it because what they no. did in this book for a, a guy like me is they turned all that shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they ratcheted up. There's like super magic. There's super Man. hordes of these guys that they're yeah. fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nabu. There's oh, like I agree. all this. And, and, and the thing about magic in comics is it's like it can be visually trippy, but it's not really exciting. It's just sort of a still panel yeah, of something yeah. crazy happening. So I do understand why some people don't like it, but that's exactly the reasons that i do like yeah it i know reason. and and here this is the thing is i i'm not a uh, a guy who thinks everything's about me i think we've established <laughs> this already in this section but that's kind of one of the things that maybe turns me off on this book but that's why you or like a simon likes it it doesn't seem like james tynan is here to win me over it doesn't seem like he is trying to make me a blue devil fan or right. any uh you know I think that he is basically like, hey, anybody who's going to like this dark side, you don't have any other books, so come here, and we're just going to go forward with it, and we'll enjoy the stuff. And, and again, might be playing for, to the cheap seats of that yeah, way. And, Although, and so, like, Nanda, Nanda Parbat being done, I, I, in my mind, I think it's silly thinking that it's not going to be back. Or the Parliament of Trees being different, you know, it's silly to me to think that that's done. Or Constantine being dead. Or Dr. Fate remaining a villain forever. All these things are just like something like, eh, you know, I know that I, I really don't think this is going to last, and I don't like them anyway, so I just don't have, you know, well, the deal. This might last. Nanda Parbat is someone I think will undo eventually because yeah. that's all tied in with the League of Assassins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you could say that about any comic story, really. Like, yeah, you know, you, but if you you're not invested in it, then you don't. But if you if you like the character, like I like Nightwing. Nightwing yeah. is my favorite character. He is Rick Grayson now, and I sit even there. I'm like, he's not going to be that forever, so I can I can relax and, and enjoy they, they, the story. They, they from this earth yeah, they, but people people who don't like Nightwing are just <laughs> like, they're... I'm out. I'm out of this. I just call me when Nightwing's back because they don't care about the character, really. They just want to come back when they can see Nightwing being Nightwing and have some fun with it. Uh, this just, though, you know, parts of this I like, but the Blue Devil stuff in Mira, it just, it, it seems like filler to me. Window dressing, yeah. Uh, but it is filler to give you, Reggie, you're right. This is to set up. This is a detective chimp story. I understand. Yeah. It's just him, you know, not wanting the, you know, responsibility 
possibilities of this, but this is the problem I have is not knowing a lot of Detective Chimp going in. Every time I have seen him, he seemed to be the guy that's always got the – he usually shows up with Batman. I mean he really does. He right, comes, and it. he is usually the guy like the last time we saw him even out of this book. He shows up and he has the step ahead of Batman. He's right. always the guy who has figured out things before Batman to show that he – so then seeing him here as a drunk who doesn't want responsibility – it is something new to me, and it is kind of like, again, this is the Detective Chimp version of Tom King's Batman in my mind. You see him miserable. You see him not wanting responsibility. He's upset that his friend died, yes, but he doesn't want all this, so he's upset, upset, upset. He screwed over Blue Devil until the end when he figures out what's going on and can reverse the spell and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, go tell us about that, the issue because I'm not just going to bitch I mean, so, all so Essentially, you, know, you told the whole thing that uh, – you know, he got the he got the power to be the nightmaster and and ruled Mira, and he was kind of had tasked Blue Devil with my watch, with mm-hmm. helping him out uh, a little bit back in and the. And he uh, wanted a shortcut, you know. He wanted a shortcut. Yeah. He said time he to bring, bring Jim back, Rook back from back. the dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But dead he, is he messed better. up the spell, and that's why he's bringing back <laughs> yeah. dragons and. Uh, yeah, he, he, and, and I, I he, do like the explanation of this, though, is that he tried to turn back, you know, make death not a thing. He messed right. up, and that really messed up the rules of Magic and Mira. I, I like that. I like that yeah. he created the is, this undead army. I don't army. know what the rules of Magic and Mira are I, that Mira usually I, I, deals with. I get that, but I, to me, that's that's part of it. The esotericism is, is, is part of not really understanding. It's like if I said to you, you know, what if I took your man-at-arms – how and dare I, you? I, I put a he- now man you're man talking. On it. Yeah, is yeah. it he man or is it man of arm? Yeah. Man, arms. man and man at arms. No, I, I didn't mind the the rules so much, and I I understood that. It's just what I thought was weird is first off, you know, I want to like Bobo. I want to like Detective Chimp. He's a fun character. He's a ca- yeah. but he also just left this realm and just thought that he could drink this out. You know, he really know he screwed it up royally. And that's on Blue Devil now. And now it's just a hey, Blue Devil and Blue Devil. I even like that because the explanation, the little explanation of, hey, you know, I was an actor. I'm kind of playing a role here, but it's like a throwaway line. And, and I, I did didn't mind that. But this whole Mira thing just didn't seem to really matter to me. And, you know, at the end, like you said, there is the stakes that maybe this wouldn't be fixed. And that right. actually, you know, that did play out. I, I agree. I thought that maybe what was going to happen is, which, you know. Which partly could happen because it's not a serious dimension. You know, yeah. they're not going to, like, whatever, you know, be Tartarus or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. And, and what you get at the end, I do like even the wraparound deal where Bobo, they've set up, James Tynan sets up, that if you do stay in Mira too long – you kind of get a little spaced out in there, yeah. and you kind of become part of that. You start becoming a fantastical character you yourself. You got like fantasy trap. Yeah, you too. start getting very fantasy-like. So he says, hey, why don't you come out, and you know, every other Tuesday we'll have a drink, and we can talk about things so you don't go in there. I did like that. I, I'm telling you, I didn't – I liked more than I didn't like in this issue. It's just it, – it continues this whole idea of you already said – like. I know that people say that each of these arcs will probably set up another character, but this is what he did in Detective Comics, and it didn't end up doing anything for the book. You had Asriel for a little story that went nowhere. You had, you know, Clayface, he ends up getting killed, but he's not dead. All these things. So what bothers me 
all the characters, especially Wonder Woman in this, Wonder Woman is just standing in the background for the most of the time <laughs> and talking. She is there to just go visit Bobo and give him a drink. He, that's yeah. the character that you were pushing so much to get into this. And now that she's in there, it's like, yeah, we really don't have much for her. I do like the way he writes Constantine. He did write Constantine before. Yeah. I think he gets that really well. I think he, uh, I think he gives everyone an individual voice also. Yeah, which is yeah. I, nice I, to I, that's what I'm saying. It's not like I hate everything in this. It's just by the end, I just it just doesn't mean as much to me, I guess, that other people. And I'm worried that we are already spreading ourselves thin with the story. And you have the you know the upside down man. You have Cersei. Well, that seems you have to be our big deal things. that I want to get into. I care more about that. The battle with Dr. Fate and Constantine and Swamp Thing than anything going on in Mira because it just seems like it doesn't really matter to the overall story. It's just yeah. like, alright, Bobo fucked up, let's go and deal with some of his shit and then move back on. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes on, but I, I can see the art is great. I, I think yeah. the art is, is stupendous. But yeah, at the tell us what happens at the end we'll, we'll finish this book. Uh, at the very end, so uh you know, after a pep talk from actually, that's what Wonder Woman does gives him yeah, a pep talk. Pep talk. And uh, after that, Bobo realizes that he Wonder can, Woman's compassion. Yes. There you go. You know, she she hooks him up with a little bit of that uh, lady magic, and yes. he uh, goes dives back into the books of magic of Mira to go find the way to fix all this. But uh, he needs to drink while he does it, which is a little interesting side yeah. thing that he's. His mind is so active like that he that. needs to drink to slow it I down. I like that too. It, it reminded that me right. of that piece of crap person who like basically says that they learn to drive, they drive drinking. Better. Yeah, they so drive they better. In you know. the case, but, but yeah, uh, I like that he has to dull his brain a little to do that. That was a nice just touch. to even read. Yeah. Uh, so while, while basically the hordes of skeletons and dragons are attacking and almost breaking through, he's reading, and that's probably that's where it kind of turns into the net. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're basically watching, you know, the tension of someone reading a book. But I, I was really into it. The idea that, like I say, I thought for legitimately he might fail and they might all have to bail on this dimension, which I thought was totally possible. Yeah. So uh, he doesn't. Anyway, he does figure it out. Everything is great at the end. And he makes that. He says, hey, Blue Devil, why don't you come have a drink every Tuesday? Which I think means that he'll be showing up again. It's essentially yeah. what they're preparing us yeah. for. Yeah, I do, too. And uh, they go back home. And meanwhile... Over on the Naboo side of things, he sucks. Well, even up. before we move on to that thing, oh, it seems sorry. too that we have that little talk too that Bobo was never meant to be the Nightmaster. Jim Rook has a son out there that the yeah. Nightmaster right, sort of right, needs right. to go to. That's yeah, so that find. sets yeah. up that too. But again, I'm not real Goodbye, interested. Goodbye, Mira. In that. I'm not real interested in that that yeah. much. But yeah, I actually, to me. I actually thought, like you said, Reggie, that they were setting up that maybe Mira would be destroyed and this would really weigh on, you know, Detective Chimp that he didn't yeah. do what he should have done going forward. Now I'm going to make sure that I get things done. I mean, but yeah, at the end he does. He learned the lesson anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's Jim Rook's uh, son out there. And then we end at the Oblivion Bar. And you have uh, the also, I mean, a big thing is also Constantine. Uh, Constantine goes down. Pretty much he's fighting, you know, uh, Naboo. Yeah, and they both go down. And he sends, yeah, he sends Swamp Thing away to go warn everybody. And in the meantime, uses some of his magic to put fine more Drew, who is a <laughs> lord of that. chaos. I love the yeah. idea too, Swamp Thing. They're gonna need to, the league's gonna need to know about this, but go and do that, buddy. But also, he has to use a spell to freaking cut himself so it cuts yeah, because, his yeah. hands on. Uh, what just, the fuck just, with his tell, swamp, just tell Swamp Thing. What no, you he find doesn't more trust drugs. Swamp Thing. 
He's like, go go warn everybody, but I got to send this personal message. That guy takes 10 minutes to say a sentence. Yeah, really, you don't need that. Sometimes you can't even understand the guy. But yeah, he ends up being defeated by uh, Naboo. And, you know, even when Swamp Thing shows up, and it's a kind of funny thing. Tracy 13's like, my shift's over. Yeah, baby, I'm going. I'm not pouring you anything. I spent all day cleaning up. And then Swamp Thing just bashes through the floor. And they're like, Constantine has fallen. The other kind are here. The war for magic survival begins now. And this is the funny thing. This is what I'm talking about, what angers me about this. I think that three times we've seen that the war of magic survival has begun now. It seemed to, to begin every time that they're yelling that the Those survival. Were preludes. Yeah, I guess. The this is the begins. real magic survival. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that was trickster but, stuff. But if you are into these characters and into a kind of a long, drawn-out story, I think that this will be for you if you're like me and don't really care about some of these characters and want to just kind of go forward and do one of the storylines that you find interesting uh sometimes the uh, james tynan does take some detours and takes a while to get to those uh so yeah i don't like it as much as most people i understand i know you like it reggie what did you give it uh, i liked it a lot it really tickled me right where i live yeah. and uh pretty much enjoyed every moment visually i think it's right where it, right what i want to yeah. see i love the way the magic is rendered i love the way the characters are done i thought this look at bobo was really enlightening and for a chimp he was really a very human character, a very, very fallible in a way that maybe because I'm incredibly fallible, I thought that it really resonated with me. Uh, I enjoyed the heck out of it. I ended up giving this a nine out of ten. Maybe that is the problem because I am far from fallible. So is that what you that can't is understand some, that? No, that I, I'm telling you, I we had that Tom Taylor story with uh, Detective Chimp showing up with Batman where he ended up saving the son of the guy who saved them. And again, that showed me a idea of him being fallible and kind of there. So this is just drawn out to me and I, I understand that the art's great. I mean, when you turn through this and you get to that second, the first big spread with, you know, Dr. Fate, Phantom Stranger, it, yeah. it looks incredible. I mean, I sat there, I could sit there, that Phantom Stranger, even though it's like a close up look, it's unbelievable how good that looks really good. and and the colors and everything even when they show phantom stranger shooting that spell at the bottom of the page just the vibration that's being shown the color it, it's unbelievable so i can't go that low with it and i don't mind it i just don't love it like everyone else i should give it a seven five just to dig into eric from earlier but i can't go that high i'm okay with it i'm going seven <laughs> i'm actually going seven out of ten but it's one of those i just i'm here just to kind of, you know, get through I like how it. comics reviewing really is just a battle between you and various, it you know. Is, I'm going to give 7.5 just to show it. It is. I was going to. I, I'll get him. I'm telling you. You don't yeah. realize. I give Eric's, this a 7.5. Okay he's not going to sleep tonight. He he might pretend. Look, Mr. Cool over there. Next thing I know, he's going to be sending me messages at quarter of 4 a.m. Please tell me that was a 6. I've also told people in Slack that I just throw out scores for this book willy-nilly and don't mean it. So, hey, did I really give it a seven? 
Did I, Eric? No, I am. I am. I the right to change that anytime. No, I, this is a, a, a legitimate seven. It continues everything that I don't care about with this, but it's a quality book. It really is. I, I get it. James Tynan knows how. He knows his way around the comic book here. I just don't think that he ever fully tells a great story, and I'm worried about this already, where we have Mira and all these. These things, to me, seem like window dressing. They seem like what not wow moments, because his wow moments are always characters. You'll always have a character show up that out of nowhere so that people are like, oh man, we haven't seen insert character here in quite some time. And he really gets to play this off here. He did it with Asriel in Detective Comics, where every, oh man, we haven't seen Asriel in a while. Oh, Asriel. And then did nothing with him. Did nothing at all. Luke Fox, oh man, we haven't seen him in a while. Nothing. And so I'm worried about this because there's such a wide variety of characters. And you see, the one thing that we liked in this at the beginning was Man Bat. He has nothing to do. He has nothing to do in this book except, you know, oh man, I never was in a man. Everything is his first time of everything. Yeah, he sees see 3PO's up the place. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what his he thing is. Like, he oh, is man, 3PO. And I, I really liked him. And the, at the beginning, when the series first started, where if you go back, I was giving, I think the first one, we all gave it like nines and stuff like that. Maybe not Eric. He's negative. But right. with that, I loved it so much because one of the things I said was he gets <laughs> every character involved. That has gone yeah. to the wayside, so that upsets me. What would you give it, Eric? I really enjoyed the art in this issue, but the stuff with Mira and everything like that, I found it very underwhelming. It was boring, and it was this drawn out a little bit too long for what we got out of it and didn't really express anything about the world itself except for those things like it has its own rules and ideas and stuff like that. That doesn't mean anything to me, but the whole meat of the story in my mind was the stuff with Dr. Fate. That's what you want to get back to, and that was kind of pushed aside for this other Bobo tale that didn't do it for me. So in the end, I'm going to give this a 6.5 out of 10. Thank God, everybody. Sick them. That's what I that. said it earlier, too. Please. Eric is your Justice That's League a, dark uh, You know paper. that I take a lot of pride in knowing what Eric will give a book. I kind of that was that was the, my mind at work here. I knew what he'd go I, around, I, I told and I you made, before we got started. No, I didn't even remember that, but maybe <laughs> I didn't. But I actually went with a score higher than him. But no, I'm going to stand with my score. I I want to get into this book. To, that was supposed to bother him for some reason. Is yes. that what was no, no. Okay. I, right. What I'm I doing is te- sure I'm it testing these people in Slack. If they don't attack him like they attacked me, it's shutting it down. All right, attack you. Right. Do you like just showing up, uh, Reggie? You show up. It's almost like. Sometimes during a night that you show up in the middle of a brawl, <laughs> me and Eric have been fighting for two hours by the time I'm you show fighting. up. Yeah, I am. It's always a fight. This life, I came out of my mother's womb, fist clenched, yeah, ready, mad at the world. And what was I mad at? For being born. That's what I was mad at. Take that, okay. mother. <sighs> what do we? What, what's next? Uh, next is Suicide Squad number 49, written by Rob Williams, art by Diogenes Neves, Neves? Neves. Scott Hanna, Gabe El-Tayeb. Waller was a woman, thought she was a loner, but just because her family begged. Waller had a magnet stuffed in her medulla, didn't stop her from socking Rick Flag. Get back, get back, get, get back, back to, to that initial t- arc. Get back, get back, get back to that initial arc. Yeah. Get back, Rick Flag. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do you know the uh, big controversy with that song? 
Uh, I think that actually Talk that wasn't one of them. I thought that that was actually, I'm thinking about back in the USSR. <laughs> there was oh. the controversy that Paul played drums and did a better job than Ringo. But get back. That, that's a good song. I enjoy the Beatles. I've been listening to a lot of Beatles lately. So, uh-huh. uh, me and, uh, Jelly Drill. Oh, lately. Lately. Yeah. They're one of my favorite bands. So I always enjoy when Reggie pulls out a Beatles song, especially because that's the best thing about this, because this yeah, issue true. is just a mess. It, it's there's I it's almost like it's supposed to be a victory lap already because this is the penultimate really issue does. and he's trying to tie things up that we didn't need tied up. I mean, we have to be the three of us have to be, you know, three of the seven guys and gals who have actually read every issue of this run. Right. And there are some things that you could tie up that we would like. There's a lot of things that we don't want tied up. All this stuff does not need to be this tied up. It reads. really doesn't. It really what doesn't. What the hell? Where did this come from? <laughs> I don't know. It's a wreck. I'm and- telling you, the idea that Rick Flagg's team that he got killed, that he got put in Guantanamo Bay for in the beginning of the series, have somehow been infected it's, by Tungusta's fucked up body that they're yeah. in the bottom of this Russian metahuman prison. It makes no I, sense. There's too much stuff here, and you're not also, telling me nothing. Also, why did they pull yeah. it out? It doesn't even seem like they're saying it's Guantanamo Bay now, and they were very specific with that at first first and, and what i remember and now calling it something different they and do. the other thing about this and i think that this is where i think that the main problem with this entire run of suicide squad is that you you're trying and is this the rebirth thing that it seemed like rob williams was really intent to show that amanda waller was a fallible character and amanda waller had a personal life and amanda I don't need that. You need a minute. You need that wall there to be the asshole to go forward and then deal with your character. He is. He ends up. Yeah. He ends up, though, because he's so concerned with Waller that we never really got any sort of character work with the characters. And you see it here, especially because you still have Croc bitching and moaning about Enchantress and stuff he like that. When are we going to on fire? I'm like, what's going when on? When are we going to yeah. get past this? That you have Boomerang say he shit himself. Really? Is that your tight man hell yeah? Please. What was the thing where Harley was meditating? Yeah. I was like, what is happening? But that's here? what What's I'm saying. You, you haven't done anything. We're almost at the 50th issue of a run of a guy who did not do anything with his characters except Amanda Waller and ended up because of that, this book was a wreck. You don't even have that whole thing because anytime she did anything, it got messed up. She faked her death. We had I mean, all Rick this Flag stuff. Rick Flagg hasn't even been in the book for months. No. You know, they basically brought him back just for this shit and we're yeah. supposed to give a crap about these yeah, Marines. And, and we don't give we had totally right? forgotten about if I if we ever knew about them in the first place. Yeah, we I don't really think didn't. Given names, all, no, we didn't get order. names. All it was was that he said, you know, it, it ties into the whole deal of he was given an order that he said no. They detained him and arrested him for that, and he was thrown away. They they locked him up and threw away the key, and now we see that Amanda Waller was involved in all this, but then she and, isn't. And the, people that, and the guy that carried out the order got everyone supposedly got killed. killed. But, and I understand. Know. Now, there is an interesting thing about that, but not this far on the series. All oh, of a sudden, going that, back to that. That ship has sailed. Like, that yeah, should have had the first arc. Yeah, the you idea know? that uh, that Rick Flagg saying that I didn't follow that order and because of that, I'm not upset that I got arrested. I'm upset that guys died because that was – if I would have 
just done what I had to do. Maybe I could have saved their lives and we could have worked it out. But he took a stand and his stand ended up getting his, you know, his squad mates killed. That's interesting. But like you I'm said, that you, ship I, I got sailed. so scared throughout this because it's not a good issue through and through. But I thought it was going to become even worse. I really thought that the vets, the guys he got killed, yeah. were going to be infected with the red wave. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're not going to do this. <laughs> I, I, actually I thought, really thought yeah, that was what it's yeah. going to be. I actually thought somehow it'd be funny. I thought it was going to be they were the love child of Red Wave and Hack. Yeah, really. Really. Red Wave bursting through the prison. That'd be the best, wouldn't it? I'm telling you, even this, I think Tony might be infected by Red Wave for all I know. I'm back, baby. (laughs) Red Wave. Oh, really? King Faraday's still out there infected. I don't know what's going on. I, I wanted to have the sexy King Faraday smoking it up. Oh, goodness. Yeah, even this where you have then Cosmonaut, who, again, you want to talk really, and I think that basically they are in the ocean, and every ship there has sailed, because you have that. We love Cosmonaut. That ship has sailed a long, long time ago. You know, the hammerhead. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. But now you, you even go with it where you're explaining the joke. 30 issues later with a Russian cosmonaut with a hammer for a head. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just what what is going on? And then you know he he can't talk, so he's, he's giving things. Then you go, you know, because everybody's been wondering about Tunguska. You know what is going on in this book? In the meantime, it has been set up that Amanda Waller has a brain bomb, and they can hit it, but they, she doesn't. It, it just ends up zapping uh, that her. Said it was like you know Amanda Waller has a brain bomb, and they give the control to Rick Flag, and they tell him to press it, but he doesn't. That's okay. She doesn't have a. She she's not even restrained. She gets up and punches uh, him out and runs away. But that's okay because they had to control the brain bomb all along. But it's not even yeah. a bomb. It's a magnet. And I'm and telling now you, Flag and Amanda Waller work together. It's like what is going on yeah. here? Is this an Abner Costello yep. movie? Like, uh, it, no it's crazy. Understanding like what's going on? Yeah. Well, and- not only that, but the whole thing too, where these these vets are you know infected with this energy that Tengusta seems to be giving off, but Cosmonaut is keeping it at bay because for some reason he can absorb this living energy, but it's going to reach the surface because this prison out of nowhere can detach and go up and to, go the, to surface, the surface, but somehow survive until it can't. So I'm like. The, the pressure's building. I'm like, why wasn't the pressure building before? And how did yeah. you just rip this? And if you had the force field, if that's what you're talking about, how did you just rip this bubble thing off? And just keep, there's all this stuff going on. I'm like, the vets are standing right here. Who is doing all this? Yeah. Yeah. And, and even while this is going on, I am laughing because as we get to this spectacular cliffhanger, there is that what appears to maybe be an attack from Red Wave. <laughs> There's that red freaking thing. It, it doesn't end up being that, but I'm like, oh, Uh-oh. Jesus, here we go. But yeah, it's like nothing matters until it doesn't again, and then it's supposed to, but it doesn't, and it's just not good. Did, I, I didn't get the idea, too, from the vets. Maybe it was just me, but from the art or whatever. But when uh, Amanda Waller gets infected with this living energy, she becomes a giant stone woman. I yeah. didn't realize that they were gigantic before, yeah, but apparently yeah, Amanda Waller is. Giant stone woman. And and though the the other issue they're, with the they're making fun of her because she's fat. Yeah, yeah. The, the big the issue. Stone wall. And and the the rumor is that well, it's not a rumor. This is canceled at fifty. The rumor is that it's going to be back with Brian Azzarello, possibly with a speedster on the team. I'm not going to spoil. Uh, but, uh, but with that, 
uh, they better start at number one. You know, they can't start at 51, right? They have to restart and let's forget all of this. And it, in my mind also, they went to Rob Williams and said, listen, you're going to end at 50. You know, the sales aren't great. Nobody's talking about this book. So just end with whatever. And he is just like, eh, let's just tell the say he's not really, this is not hitting. He's not yeah. caring about how this ends. He's throwing out these characters that he created, it seems, and, and wants to end these situations as well to try to just get this as a victory lap and it's not deserved this has been an, a, a series that has just been uninspired since the beginning uh, it started it when it was good it, it was okay and when it's bad it's horrible and there's a lot of repeated jokes things that ha- didn't hit the first time i mean really now we've seen that that every time that boomerang shows up he says he soils his pants we've seen it three times oh, now at course. least i'm, I'm surprised and, it wasn't back to killer croc with the vomiting yeah i was waiting just, for him to vomit I actually no, was. no the, the new joke is him being time. burnt up yeah, yeah now he's burnt he's burnt I, I didn't know he was like that like highly flammable he would just stay on fire for like alligators man the world's most dangerous <laughs> animal when they're on fire the world's most flammable animal the alligator like the crocodile but they stay uh. in the water yeah, yeah, that's all. Oh, that's why they always go into the water. That's the only reason, because they're always on fire. Uh, what, what is it on fire? Is this book? It's terrible. It's not good. Uh, what'd yeah, you no, give it, Reggie? It's really, you know, I mean, this is the, as the, uh, Eric would like to say, the penultimate issue, and yeah, I don't like really that. give, uh, he loves saying that. A, a lot. He loves, he loves saying that. Uh, it does give me a lot of hope for the end of this. When I really look back on all 50 issues, the best ones were written by someone else, honestly. And, and like, and like, even like the good ones, I can't really even think of a good. I arc. said the good ones are okay. They're the okay. bad there ones are horrible. Issues, there yeah. were some good issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good moments where it would be like, okay, something might Batman happen. Batman showed up. We had a, a little bit did. of fun, yeah. right? Man, that's right. All right, guys, guys. I actually, I'm spending this time. I'm looking up the Red Wave stuff because it's been around. Like it hasn't been around since like issue thirty. It does seem one that the Red Wave infects people. It turns them into the red-eyed, glowing stone people. Yeah, there you go. It's so going it to be Red, Red Wave. Wave. It's going to be Red Wave. <laughs> and now the joke's on Eric. <laughs> it is on me. Oh, yes. There you go. Oh. It's on everybody. Yeah, yeah, Red Wave. So uh, anyway, at the end, but, you know, you know, visually it's okay. And there were a couple of moments in here. I didn't care art. for the art that much. I thought I the color it, was good, but I like the, the art wasn't great for me. Not yeah. really, not really, it doesn't really hurt me, but you're right. I mean, it's not like the high, the best of the art, uh, but I, th- I thought it worked in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I went a little high on it. I think I gave it a six out of ten. I I, I could I could be convinced to go that high, but I'm not going to. No, I'm actually going. We we have a trend this this podcast, Reggie, that we're giving a lot of fives just that aren't fives. fu fives, just regular fives. Well, this is an fu five, and I think <laughs> Eric's going to be with me. Uh, I think that what I did like to see. Thank God we got back to seeing Lundy. I'm looking at the names of these guys. You know, Greer. Jones, Peters. Yeah. Oh, my. Lundy? How dare you go bad, Lundy? Do you remember your like family? They're, they're, they're given a group name, the Vets. The I'm Vets. Like, All right. Hey, look at the Peters. <laughs> they is love a, animals. Peters is a big dude. <laughs> Greer. But, and, and Jones, he, he looks like he's a stealth guy. He's got a hoodie on. Nobody be stealth with glowing red look eyes. Look at Jones. And he's burning. He's on fire. Yeah, they're definitely Red Wave. Now that you see it, Red Wave. Oh, that's so lame. Yeah, FU5, what are you giving there? 
Uh, FU5 does yeah. sound very good. I was going to go a 4 out of 10 just because I just, I don't like this issue. I just want to get back to – I want to solidify that there is still the FU5. Okay, the FU5 is yes. around with solidarity It's still there. in the arsenal that we can give out. Yeah, i got to say, now that I know that it's a red wave behind this shit, I'm giving oh my God. FU5. Yeah. That's the final big yeah. bad red I'm looking, wave. The, you know what the best part of this issue is? The Wonder Comics ad at the beginning. That's the best part. I, I, I do enjoy that ad. Yeah, I do too. I can't wait for some of those. But yeah. Uh, with that, though, we're done with you, Reggie, and yep. you're going to go off and talk to Chris about what? Uh, what he and me, we're, we're talking about House of Whispers number four. <laughs> yes, what about Chris? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be talking. Uh, do you guys argue uh, in this quite like me and Eric? Are, uh, do you ever bring up to, uh, to Chris that he might be a witch priest? Does that Never. ever come up? Never yeah, come actually, up lower do, on your score just to spike Chris. Yes. Did you ever do that? Or higher. Do you ever we, go we lower don't, or higher? We don't actually argue uh, no. like you and Eric because like I don't sit amazing. and yell at him while he just, while Chris says, calm down. Yeah. Which is well, how you and Eric argue. That's, 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 that's like the thing. Is, that's right the, there. the best part is, is that it is a fight for me. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, Eric, just uh, through the whole show is fighting just to get his mouth, just to get his words out there. Just I to am, say fight- yes, I am fighting the good fight. I am in the shit here, front lines. It's not, it's not the good fight. I'm telling you, the only you have here. I am on 12th Street. Eric is at. That's the demarcation zone between where we live, and he better not even get any close to my house. I'll slice. Oh God! Uh, yesterday, God. I met him up at uh, Walmart. I actually avoid him. Like the plague at Walmart, I ended up almost running right into him, and I had to talk to him. You should have seen how wide his eyes got when he realized I was right there. No, it it wasn't just the idea that he was right there. It was the idea that I could not move anywhere and hide. I couldn't go and (laughs) pretend I didn't see him. He was right there. So I ended up talking to him. He he talked to Ethan for a second. Ethan called us both nerds is what he said. Did he do that? Yeah, he did. When we left, you, you guys are such nerds. And I said, you know what? You're an asshole. That's what Somebody's I meant. Like walking a dad. home. Yeah, really. I got to go get him tonight as well. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you'll go off with Chris. I hope that at some point you can argue with Chris about being a witch priest. That would make okay. my day. I hope so. That it's would make witch. my day. But yeah, what was that, Eric? It's, it's a priest witch. No, it's witch priest. That's what I heard. <laughs> Reggie will know. He's going to Salem. He'll tell us which He's is an expert. We will now. finally, you know, that, that whole controversy will end witch priest. But we're going to go off now to Reggie and Chris. <laughs> everybody, welcome back to the Sandman Universe segment on the WeirdScienceDCComics.com podcast. My name is Reggie. My name is Chris. And we have one Sandman Universe book to read for you today, and it is House of Whispers number four by Nalo Hopkinson, Dominique Domo, Stanton, and Aneke, and John Rauch, or Rauch? Rauch. Rauch. I'm going to say Rauch. How about that? (laughs) We'll split the difference on that one. Yeah. So, uh... We'll just pick it right back up from where we left off. Maggie and Latoya, these are the two uh, women that think that they're dead. They're hanging out in the bayou. Latoya literally hanging by her knees from a tree branch, but sort of just lazily lolling around. Uh, Maggie feels badly about Latoya having infected all those people on Bourbon Street with Cotard's delusion. Uh, This is a mental illness that is referred to way too frequently in this issue. (laughs) 
uh, where the sufferer believes that they're dead. It's a real delusion. It is named after yes. French neurologist Jules Cotard. Cotard. Jules Cotard. It's just how we pronounce that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Latoya doesn't feel so badly about it, and she doesn't feel great about it either. She just feels nothing at all. She has no feelings. Maggie asks her to stop doing it, and especially not to go near uh, her own kid sisters. Latoya says she might consider it, and that evening she doesn't really consider it. While Maggie crashes at her friend's house, where she accidentally hugs the host, I think infecting him, right? I got that I think impression. So. Yeah. Um, uh, Latoya's out at, a, at the casino, just whooping it up, living it up. She's touching the ghosts right out of everyone, including a couple of nuns. Why not? Yeah, I mean, that that's a good start of a joke, right? Sure. A couple exactly. of nuns go to a, go to a casino. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, meanwhile, back in the Dreaming, uh, Shaq Panna, that's the, the steampunk cousin or nephew of... Uh, nephew Ezra of Rulli Madame Azruli, yeah. now Danton. <laughs> yes, now he had his baptism at the hands of Madame Danton in, in the uh, Purple Waters. Uh, this has calmed him down from trying to kill Miss Turtle. Now, that would be the name of Madame Danton's pirate friend, who was uh, chomping on the uh, cigar last a issue. Cheroot, right? yeah. A cheroot, yes. Uh, and you'll remember that Madame Danton used to be Madame Azruli, so same same person, same entity of sorts. Uh, a blank, or uh, as the pumpkin head would call him, a soggy, comes over and tells Madame Danton that her houseboat is repaired. Now, if you remember, it was Abel doing this work last issue, and... Uh, also, from what we know, the blanks, they, they don't, they struggle. To, I mean, the only one that speaks is Ziggy, and he struggles and to he do And he struggles it. to speak, yeah. Like, the rest yeah. of them don't say anything at all. Yeah, so this is weird. But uh, maybe the editorial office might, uh, they might need to have a, a few more coffee meetings Possibly, or yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to get this straight. I can see it on their whiteboard now. Do Soggy <laughs> speak? Uh, now, holding Goldie the baby gargoyle, who was also healed by that same purple water, Madam Danton calls everyone onto the ship. That's Miss Turtle, Uncle Monday, and Shaq Panna. And uh, Shaq Panna apologizes to Miss Turtle along the way. Yeah, he attacked her, tried to infect her and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so on the boat, they all discuss just what the heck is going on around here. They think it must have something to do with that book that Maggie and Latoya found. And that was Shaq Panna's book that fell out of the crack in the dreaming that fell out of Lucian's library. So all these things are connected. Uh, Shaq Pana says it contained thoughts on making things go viral through whisper campaigns. Oh, and also a, a plague of Kotar's delusion was also with them. Oh. So that might have something to do with this. Yeah, that might have some. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> back in the real world, Latoya is at the tail end of her bender and she's feeling remorseful. She tells some guy that she's sorry for him giving him Kotar's delusion and not to give it to anyone else. Maggie doesn't like it. And he's like... Who the hell is Maggie? Whatever, get out of here. (laughs) And keeps talking to his buddy who he infects that guy as well. Uh, We see this thing is happening exponentially all throughout New Orleans. uh, While the ghost of Madame Azruli's Napoleon husband, remember she has three husbands, Mm -hmm. the tribal guy, the three-headed snake, and the guy that dresses like Napoleon. Uh, don't, you mean, uh, don't, don't you mean Madame Danton? She's Danton. Oh, right? sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. now, <laughs> now, this just is. This isn't just contained in New Orleans either. It's spreading all over the world. In Mumbai, India, we meet a man who doesn't want to sleep with his wife because he believes he's dead, and and not because he's Al Bundy. Though I think he did score four <laughs> touchdowns in a single come game. to bed. <laughs> Uh, this this guy in India though did score four touchdowns in a single That's game. That's true. That was he was similar in that way. Understand that there might be a little confusion. Uh, now also offshore at a, of a Japanese village, we meet a scuba diver who removes her gear because she also believes she's dead, but she is rescued before she drowns. 
We head back to New Orleans, where some guy named Hector also gets the delusion, uh, despite getting a clean bill of health from his doctor. He can't bear to be touched, and he hasn't eaten in three days. He says he feels like a zombie. He's so preoccupied with his own death, he walks into traffic and almost gets, you know, legitimately killed by a car. Uh, some guy yanks him back and rescues him, and that's when Hector remembers what zombies eat, because the guy says, hey, don't you have any brains? Brains. Mm-hmm. Uh, so back in the Dreaming, we don't actually see anything happen there, but you can kind of expect it's going to be a thing next issue. Sure. Uh, back in the Dreaming, Miss Turtle wonders so they can stop this supernatural plague. I guess they've figured out the nature of this plague based on the ghosts that are piling up in the Dreaming. They must be supernatural somehow. Shakpana says he could help them, but he's got to go topside to do it. Uh, they kind of blow him off here. I like that. They're like, uh, whatever. Miss <laughs> Turtle says she can go back to Earth as a human, but not for long. It's an uncomfortable form for her, you see, because she's the representation of an island. So just chew on that for a while. I, I, okay. You know, I feel like, you know, did, did, we, did we miss an inside joke here? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it, it's something I can accept that as, you know, but... That should be clarified. Yeah, I don't What's know. it referring to? Yeah, uh, yeah. We should like, made to understand that somehow before before now, uh, because as far as I know, she just showed up. The woman eating cherubs with a playing dominoes or cards or whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, then Madame Danton faints dead away. When she comes to, she reactively tries to cut Monday Uncle Monday's throat open, which I thought was funny. She's like, yeah, and just jumps out with like a machete. <laughs> uh, then she calms down, says her life is receding because she has no worshippers to bolster her life force. Uh, and uh, Shakpana says, there are a lot of hungry Azrulis in her. Okay, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's nice. Uh, Miss Turtle prepares to set out for the real world, and Shakpana says he can help and go there himself by drinking the waters of the rift. I thought those cured madness. Maybe they drive sane people crazy. I I really don't is understand. It, is it like uh, when like an adult takes their kids Ritalin or something? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, has the reverse effect. Exactly. <laughs> uh, whatever it is, Shakbana takes a big gulp of the rift waters and immediately starts tripping out, and he becomes paranoid and believes everyone, even his aunt as Ruli, is out to get him. Danton. Uh, Now, uh, before Shakpana goes, he whispers a secret about Madame Danton to a fish, and then he's off on a cloud of purple bubbles. Danton and Miss Turtle stand before the increasing number of ghosts in the dreaming. Danton asks Miss Turtle to find a member of her family to bring Shakpana to heal, and then gives her advice on finding Maggie. At a burlesque club, an altar boy... It's B-O-I. I don't know how to pronounce that. It's boy. Uh, boy. And another of Madame Danton's worshippers are backstage. The woman gets willingly possessed by that Napoleon-looking ghost husband. Uh, he's glad to see Otto Boy, and, uh, gives, who gives him a Napoleon costume uh, that he just happens to have handy. I guess, you know, it is a burlesque club. There might just be a Napoleon and, and costume. Yeah, at first there. I was like, well, that's awfully convenient. And I was like, well, you know, that, that is kind of a place you might have for an instrument. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, the guy is off to find the cause of all of this mess. So now uh, Maggie's heading back into her apartment, and before she can enter, Miss Turtle appears and says she has a message for her. Miss Turtle looks sort of like a disheveled uh, homeless woman here. Yeah. Uh, Maggie invites her in to get dry, at least, and Miss Turtle asks if she has any fish. She's hungry from the trip. Uh, elsewhere, Shakpana possesses a 78-year-old dandy against his will. It's no problem for Shakpana, apparently, because he's powered by rift madness. Uh, elsewhere, they have to have permission, but not in this case. 
Yeah. Uh, and over at Latoya's house where her two little sisters are making sandwiches and listening to the radio, Shakpana shows up in this guy's body looking for his book. Oh, it's, man. It's supposed to be Crashing Thunder. I don't know if you... <laughs> I don't know if I did that well. No, I felt no, it. no I Michael it. Winslow over here. <laughs> um, yeah, so this book, you know, the, there are a lot of things. As a matter of fact, I would say... My favorite thing in this book are the things in it. Uh, yes. My least favorite thing in this book is the it's narrative the and the story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's like a lot of little th- this stuff I like. You know, I like ghosts possessing people. Sure. I like, Traffic, yeah. uh, you know, waters that drive people mad and sane. I like other dimensions. I like the but they're strung together very carelessly, I feel, or, or at least in a way that's unknown to us you know like yeah. if you're not familiar with the trappings of this uh religion and culture uh, i think a lot of this is just a mystery what was your impression of it chris i, I tell you i feel the same way i uh i tried reading this a couple days ago and uh then when i played with it in my head i forgot everything that happened in it there was just nothing nothing there for me nothing I, for you uh, to grab onto you know there's nothing yeah. familiar nor is anything explained enough to make it and like while the things are interesting, they're they're more interesting than they are intriguing. So it's like yeah. it's like, oh, that's neat, but not neat enough for me to actually, you know, pull out texts and even, you know, type it into Wikipedia. It's just uh it's more like a trip to the museum than you know, reading a story, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, here's an aspect of that's this Cajun culture, you know what I mean? It's it's Weird, you know what I mean? But and, I don't really understand there actually, it. <laughs> there actually are a ton of Israelis, I guess. Uh, I kind of would like to know I, what that means, you know? Like, so what could, is an Israeli, you know? Like, uh, I feel like there should be a, a robot or something to, like, talk to, <laughs> to talk to be the reader, you know what I mean? Be like, explain to Hector, please, you know, something like that. I think it's the. I, I think the when they wrote this, they expected people to Google Israeli, which you can do, sure. and it will bring you to a page in Wikipedia which lists a whole shit ton of Israelis. Right. But uh, but it, you shouldn't have to do that to enjoy this book. I purposely I've done like you're doing on the dreaming, and that's not to not have no research. To. Yeah. Uh, I, it, they should have give you everything you need in this in this comic. Absolutely. To understand it, at least to enough to enjoy it. I don't expect to come away from this comic or from a Wikipedia page an expert on the sh- on anything. Sure. But sure. Uh, you know, I nope, shouldn't have earning degrees here. Yeah. yeah, I shouldn't have to do uh, you know research outside of the book I've already bought for five bucks to yeah. uh, f- fully enjoy and appreciate it. That just seems like a lame, lazy way of writing, and that really is the impression sure. that I got from this. Uh, you know, the like I say, the elements are there. It's the putting them together is the writing part, folks. That's the, you know. <laughs> it's the hard work. It's we, the work you don't want to do. That's the hard work of it. We know nobody the words. To, it's the putting them in the right order. Nobody wants to lay the foundation in a house. People <laughs> like putting the appliances in. They don't want to lay a foundation. Nobody wants to lay the foundation. Yeah. It's the most boring work. And that's <laughs> that's something we're lacking in this in this story. Uh, I'm I'm interested to know what ha- what this outcome with Kotar's delusion is. I feel like it's just going to be a matter of someone saying, buddy. Snap out of it. Knock it off already. You know, yeah. please. You're not dead. But yeah. uh, who knows? I know. It, it is It is actually a real thing. Um, you know, I've and, and I didn't even research. I just know about it from people suffering it in the in sure. like, having read stories about it. So I didn't research one thing and not the other. I, you know, I just happened to know. Yes. But anyway, uh, I gave it on the site a six out of ten. Where do you think you'd be with it? 
that's a very fair score. It's uh, we do get a little bit. I mean, we do know we get the cotard term now, so we kind of get where maybe it's going instead of just you know people sucking the souls out of people. I mean, at least and, it's a real. It has a yeah. basis in reality, yeah. For sure, for sure, and uh, and, and it, it it did sidestep the whole uh, issue four out of six problem that I that I point out a lot. Where it is, this wasn't just a retelling of the first three issues, so uh, that's that's definitely good. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, matter yeah, of fact, I, I mean, now six. you've got Napoleon, husband, and you've got Miss Turtle, who's you know, and Shakpana all in the real world, kind of converging on the same point. Yeah, so that'll be a thing, obviously. Uh, but like I said earlier, that if this was the last issue, not only would it For be sure. weird because it's not really an ending, but I would have given it much love. I would have been very annoyed at it because it doesn't really tell you a lot in terms of why things are happening, why the water can allow Shakpana to travel back to, to Earth. I don't know. Why, why, did that, why did that become yes. a thing? What did he tell the, the fish? Why can he it's talk? Deus Ex Springs or something. It's uh, yeah, you know what I mean? whatever you need it to do. It's gonna whatever do that water. Whatever you want that water to do. So uh, anyway, um, but do you think Miss Turtle's gonna apply for FIT while she's there? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> she just might if she can get away from Screech. It's um, true. But that's that's it for this uh, issue. Uh, we both felt it was sort of on the mediocre, I guess side. Sure. Uh, next week we do definitely, and now I know for sure we have Lucifer number three, right? That's what it is. Yes, number three. It's true. It's uh, true. So we'll be back to talk about that then. But I think that's all we got from this week, Chris. Got anything else for him? I think that'll do it. Well, till next time, folks. I want you to keep it dreamy. See ya. Straight up the casket, rising up, open up your eyes. Can't you see me? If you like. might like what's up hero fans luke the hollywood kid here you might remember me from my rant and raves where i was definitely sober if you're a fan of weird science dc comics podcasts chances are you like two things jim and eric and also superheroes and good storytelling well with some of today's books, maybe you're not getting much in the good storytelling department. If that's the case, I've got the book for you. My Hero Academia is a manga by Kohei Horikoshi, and it follows the story of a kid without superpowers in a superpowered society where everyone's a hero. It's kind of like the X-Men, but without all the hating and the fearing going on. It's got great action, great characters, and great plot development. And we cover all those aspects and more on Hero Notes, the My Hero Academia Recap Podcast. The podcast that aims to go beyond and cover all the chapters of the manga from the very beginning. Whether you're a fan of the manga, the anime, or just want to try something new, Hero Notes is here for you on every step of the journey. We provide in-depth analysis, final scores that don't fake the funk, and plenty of nonsense. You can catch the latest episode of Hero Notes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Or you can check out our Twitter, at Hero Notes Pod, for the latest updates. We upload new episodes every Friday, so you can get your superhero fix before the new episode of Weird Science drops on Sunday. Hey, if Jim likes us, we must be doing something right.
All that's left for me to say is to make sure you go beyond. Plus Ultra! Go beyond! Look out, it's time for the Rant and Raves, and if you want to get involved in the ranting and or raving, you can either call the Rant and Rave line at 641-715-3900, enter extension 452328, and yes, it is just that easy, or email us in at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com, and we're going to start this whole deal off with one Luke Hollywood. What is up? What up? We eared science. It is your boy, the Hollywood kid, coming at you. He's just woken up and he hasn't even had breakfast yet, yep. but he no wanted Long to Island record a little rant rave for a little podcast. You know how it is. Yes. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I want to. I want to give a shout out to me first of all. No. Before I give a shout out to anybody to else, him. Um, because I recorded a rant and rave and i was all like uh, everybody come on and uh, do some more rant and raves and then boom what do you know next episode who comes back richard but the richardson. king of the gfc himself richard richardson richard um, richardson uh, here all, it was probably more dancing mike did today i think because he was the Maybe. one that was actually LeBron James. Uh, on the on the patrol for for richard richardson um but uh, it's a Christmas miracle, you know? Uh, a Christmas miracle. Eric wants to wring your neck, uh, though he'll never hear it. Because the king is back. He Happy is. days. Sorry, Brandon's Brandon. upset, too. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, that's just the way it is. And you can send all your complaints to Eric Shea at weirdscience.comics.dc.blogspot.com. Yes. And speaking about weird science, uh, I, I want to give a shout out to... Uh, everybody's boy, Jim Werner, oh. the host with the most, because uh, he's been he's been uh, doing a lot recently. You know, he's been uh, playing the bumper that that we made for Hero Notes. Uh, the, the, then I forget, yeah, I forgot to do it Mark the next do, one. <laughs> even though I forget to mention Mark at all in the in the in the in the bumper. Yeah, you just left Mark behind. Um, you know, Mark is there as well. 
uh, you know, he, he he's also there. Uh, and 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 uh, what else? Oh, he also Jim also uh, on the on the on the website. He gave me the opportunity to write a little review yep. for the My Hero Academia yeah, volume. Re- 16. You could go to the site and read his volume sixteen review of My Hero Academia on the site. Dean, even though it took me like a week and a half to write it, it's a pain in the ass, isn't it? Uh, but the thing is, like, he <laughs> he hasn't posted it yet, so oh, I don't I know have. if I did it wrong or or I don't know. Um, I sent it to him on Tuesday, and you know, as you know, listener. Tuesday is the day that the reviews go up. Yeah, t- here's the deal. Look, Tuesday, if I put it up Tuesday, it is going to be buried under probably 17 to 20 posts because of the previews and the reviews. So, yeah, I had to wait a little to put it up there so that it could shine all on its own. Go up on the website. So, you know, I'm sure he had plenty. Well, Jim's a very busy man, don't you know? No, so it's I'm a sure plan. I'm sure he had a lot, to, a lot on his plate. And no time to be posted. No, I did not want it to get buried under the DC stuff. You know, my Hero Academia reviews, I'll tell you that. What a load of nonsense. Uh, but, but, you know, I'm sure, hey, maybe by the time you're listening to this on Sunday, pop on over to the website. Not only is it up, up, it's been bada up bing, bada since boom. But been uh, up I'm not here to talk about one. My Hero Academia. Never mind that. I'm here to talk about the books this week. Cause holy moly. This week, or or last week even, we had the Shazams, yep. and we had the Doomsday Clocks. The Doomsday Clocks. very clocks. different types of books, but I think a lot of people enjoyed them. Uh, I enjoyed them. And this week, this week's come out swinging so far. For number one, uh, they managed to re- release every feckin' book on the planet on, on, on one week. Like, hold- Yes. Now, before we go on, I do want to have something that there is a, uh, a Doomsday Clock review here. Here we go. Your reviews is a big shit. This comet masterpiece. Going die. Yeah, there you go. Wrong turn. That was uh, him talking about Doomsday Clock also here. Better fasten up. Your Doomsday Clock is going to be a bumpy ride. Doomsday Clock. Holy moly, this is a huge week for comics. Uh, and, and Luke, the the thing is, and we'll talk about it, uh, I talked about it in the news earlier, the end of the month, they're pretty much not releasing a book. So they are kind of throwing a lot out now, and then we're going to get a ton the first week of January. So yeah. Uh, jump out Marvel and DC. You got new releases, you got one shots, you got oversized specials, yep. you got them all. Um so, like, thanks, DC, for, for you know, using up all my money in the middle of the, the Christmas season, you know, yep. when when you got to buy presents and stuff. Thanks for that. But, yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah, we got a load here. Hang on. What did I want to talk about? Somewhere here in all this He's going through his bag. nonsense. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, it is one of these boys. The new talent showcase 2018. Yep. Featuring the art. I, I hope that you're going to give a review for it, Luke, because it ain't going to be on this podcast. Some writers of DC Talent Development Workshops. Ooh, this yep. sounds exciting. Tell you what, it's one of them um, Lucky Dip books, isn't it? And the that Lucky we have Dip, such indeed. a rip roaring good time with. Uh, we only got one of these like two weeks back, so I was very surprised to get another one, uh, especially when every other book was coming out, and this book's like eight, eight bucks. So yep. I was like, uh oh. Uh, I hope it's decent, 
Because, you know, sometimes they can be a bit hit. I'm waiting for your review here. Miss. More missed than hit. Especially that last one. Reggie knows one up. But, uh, but, uh, this one, this is why I wasn't even going to record Rant Rave. Um, but I'm here now. Uh, and, and, you know why? Because this book is pretty, pretty good, is what I would say. Says you. Uh, but, but. <laughs> But it's uh, it's Reggie's the lowest. I was just looking up the reviews on Comebook Roundup. Reggie is so much the lowest on this. Uh, people are giving it tens, ten for a new talent showcase. It's really good, actually. I I I, uh, I am very surprised uh, that how many stories in this actually are decent. Uh, they have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Uh, they are good character pieces. Um. There's not like, usually it's more like, you know, you get more hits or you get more misses than hits. I think there's only one or, like, most of these I enjoyed. The, oh. Even, like, the ones that I, like, I'm not a big Constantine fan. I thought that was a good Constantine story. The only one maybe, um, the, 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 one was, um, it was. Zatanna, Zatanna. All right, it, it, it was a good Zatanna story, but I, uh, I was just, it wasn't really, eh, even then it wasn't that bad. I had a good beginning middle, like, I'm very impressed, because I remember sometimes... This is a Flash Review. I need to play the Flash Review song so so that then it's done and done. Here, Here's the new Flash Review song. Jason. Jason. Jason it is. I don't even think I have the Flash Review song on my actual soundboard anymore, so I can't do that, so I need to come up with some other song. I know, right? There, there it is. It's Eric Shea. But I'm considering this a review for the podcast, done and done. Like, I think it was Jim who said that these uh, new talent showcases were just like the homework assignments of the writing workshops. Yep. And like, it, it really felt like, you remember that one with like, the Kyle Rayner? I yeah. like Kyle Rayner, but that story didn't make any sense. Uh, but these are these are very like each of these are like one shot stories um, that are concise, good like you know good character. This is who they are. This is my story about them, and it's good. Uh, I enjoy and and um, like like the Batman one is really good. It was okay. I saw a lot of people losing their minds over that Batman story. It was okay. Uh, also, I'm waiting for Luke to say, I can't wait to hear what Jim and Reggie have to say about it. <laughs> you ain't ever finding that out unless you go read Reggie's review. Go to this writer's workshop, I'll tell you that. You can learn how to write a good Batman. And uh, and I so that's the start. Um, and the Wonder Woman one at the end. Uh, now, I'm not, I, I like Wonder Woman, but I'm not usually too big into the Greek God stuff and all that. But... Um, uh, except for Hercules, that's my favorite Disney Hercules, movie. Hercules, Hercules. I love Hercules, but but um, the the Wonder Woman. This is a pretty good story as well. Um, and art, like oh my goodness, I don't know. They're they're getting. If all these guys are from the new art workshop, oh man, like there's not a bad looking. Like okay, some are obviously better than others. Like the Wonder Woman one in particular, that looks great. Um, and same as the Batman one. There, I think the Batman and the Wonder Woman one are the two strongest ones. So it makes sense that they're at the start at the end. But even like the Green Lantern one looks pretty good. Lots of bright colors. I know that's what the Eric Shea likes. Um, yeah. So like, Eric I, I'd never be happy see to that. see any of these guys. 
pop up uh, pop up in both writing and in story. And I think we have seen looking at the credits. I think yeah. we've seen uh, some of these guys. Like uh, the Catwoman one was written by Joey Esposito. I think he's been knocking about the place. He actually was a guy who worked at IGN and had uh, one of the first podcasts that I had listened to, uh, the IGN uh, comic book podcast. And he did go off then and created some uh, indie stuff. And that's the one guy I was looking forward to seeing what his story was like. And uh, the Wonder Woman one uh, was written by Magdalene Visaggio. And she yep. wrote the Superman one in the Halloween special. Yeah. And I really like that. She's, so that's, she's written a bunch of things. And that's why a lot of people were yelling about this being all oh, new talent showcase. These people have written comic. It is kind of the come over here and we'll teach you our characters, our things. So a lot of these people, I, I said this before, that I like to think of the new talent showcase being the American Idol or, you know, America or insert any of your country's got talent uh, so that you can find these people who have never written. And that's not the case. The A lot of these people who are on this are artists and writers who have written a bunch of indie stuff, a bunch of stuff at different companies. This is more of the new talent to us. It's almost like if you haven't seen it, it's new to you kind of deal. Uh, that actually kind of uh, made me not upset, but it kind of took the, you know, the luster off it because I thought that it was cool to kind of get new talent. People have never, like all of a sudden, Eric Shea has a, a a story in that that would be really neat but it's not the case these are more people who have been you know do a lot of them have been doing comics for years now they just haven't been at dc two so far for uh magdalene visaggio she's on a roll um and then at the very end i thought it was very cool they have like a new uh, like like kind of like a where are they now page um and it shows everybody all the previous uh, graduates from the talent workshops, uh, inclu- including Joelle Jones. She was in the workshop in 2015, and then she's on the Catwoman's right now. But there's like a bunch of dudes. I mean, I was just looking up uh, Mag's uh, Magdalene Visaggio is actually an Eisner-nominated comic writer, so it's not quite new talent there. And they're just showing them what issues they've been on, uh, like there's some Batgirl in there, some Sideways. Jeez, somebody's somebody's drawn sideways. My goodness, uh, yeah, some just, uh, oh, your winter special should that just came out? Um, so yeah, like 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 really good. I'm surprised, and this is only for only uh, seven ninety nine as well. This is I tell you what, uh, a lot more bang for your buck than out of the nuclear winter special. Um, that that I wasn't so hot on. I think uh, Jim and Reggie were more hot on the on the on the uh, the special than I was. But um, speaking about Reggie, let's go see what he saw about the about the uh, this new. <laughs> He's going to go over it and check and it out now. The weird science. Dot yes. comics blog spot dot comics. He gave it, I com. think, a six seven overall. Oh, he... only a six point seven yep. out of ten. Oh, Reggie. Yep. That's what Well, he does say it's a pretty good batch of stories from the new class comic book industry prospects. If this is the caliber of work they'll be exhibiting out of the gate, I look forward to seeing more of it. I agree. I thought these were very good. And, you know, they're, they're high scores uh, compared to... Yes, these are sixes and sevens. There's an 8.5 from Batman. I know I like the Batman one as well, Reggie. Um... 
Yeah, that was yeah. It's okay. I, I think this was very good. Um, I think, yeah, I'm very happy. And I'll tell you what, like this, I read this yesterday. I read um, uh, The Batman Who Laughs. I thought that yep. was pretty intense. That I was like that. Cool. Uh, I read The Batman Annual. Oh, man. Right in the fields with that one. That yeah. was great. Tom Not Taylor, according to Eric Shea. Give him a book, please, DC. Yeah. My God. Uh, especially <laughs> now that X-Men Red's like done. He can, he, can do, uh, he can do something for the DC. You know what I'm saying? Tell you what, I even read uh, good old Electric Warriors. And Electric that was uh, not terrible. So uh, there you go. Happy days. Things are looking up for the old comic books, and there's still plenty of good ones. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. After I record this, I'm gonna read a detective. Uh, So I'm very, and that's a good old Tomasi without the Gleason. So I'm looking forward to reading some of that. So uh, things are looking up. You know, you got the, you got the good comic books. You got the good My Hero Academias. You got the good living. You got the good, uh, the good rant and raves on the podcast. You got the good Patreons that you got to subscribe to. You got the good GFC. Uh, <laughs> what up, everybody? And you got some good times, and uh, it's all good, and it's almost poop, Christmas. Poop. And you know that, that that's some good stuff. So uh, this has been the Hollywood Kid in a very it's positive, a upbeat mood. Yes, and I'm just going to go now. So exo, exo, exo. There he is, the Hollywood kid, and where is it? The guy is drunk! He might be. He might be drunk, but we're going to move on now to my man, Rimmer. Hey, Sage Force Jimmy. Hey there. Hey, Sage Force Remy. Hey there, Remy. Your brother, and I wanted to call into your show because... I just wanted to say to we both anybody- have, we both have the sage force is uh, that means we have empathy which I've been told I do not have and I, I I've actually been told clinically that I don't have that somebody who may not be loving all the books or loving the flash yeah. or I, I like the flesh this week a little more as you heard it, it i think it's going in a good direction i just i need something to to tell me more about these things or whatever i just wanted to say i understand he he has empathy oh my goodness it's sage force remy he's coming at us i know how i guess i was sage force jimmy so i'm supposed to understand too i know Yes. You know what? I understand you as feel. well. I do, too. Well, me and you. I may or may not be psychic. No. But the reason I know how you Psycho. feel is like my name says, I've got the sage force, we which means I definitely force. have the power to empathize. That's the thing, though. It seems as this this empathetic powers that me and Rimmer have, they create gremlins. Gremlins. So trust me. I understand. I do, too. I feel your Thank pain you. even if I don't. Uh, this is what I want to have. I want to do a, a podcast uh, with Rimmer, me and him, and we're just going to do like we're on NPR. And we'll talk in these soft voices about things that, that we hate, but very uh, soft and nice. Like, you know what I hate? I hate people who cut in line. Don't you? And then he'll go, yes, I do. I also hate people that say that a Philly cheesesteak should have green peppers. And I'll say, you know what? I don't like that either. That'd be the best. Have it inflicted upon me myself. I know 
how you feel. I feel your pain. And it's not your fault. It's not. It's not. It's your not fault. your fault. It never is. I understand. It's not your fault. Well, my superheroing for the day is done, yes. and as that's the that's the easiest power. <laughs> Except I don't have it, but I can certainly fake the funk. That's all. I, I imagine that me and Rimmer are the sage force, Remy and Jimmy. We run down the street, and then somebody's like, oh, man, I stubbed my toe. I know that hurts. There you go. And then you're done. Your, your superheroing is done. Man, I hate these bills. You know what? I understand that bills are hard to pay. This world stinks. There you As go. One of- I think that at the end, the, uh, the Sage Force, Jimmy and Remy end up having people committing suicide. That's, that's what happens because, uh, you know what? I hate this. You know what? I understand. I hate it too. And now we're all, now we're, uh, you know, we're going to drink the Kool-Aid and end up dead. The avatars of the Sage Force, I understand how you feel. And I will be leaving in a very understanding, empathetic way. Yes, I'm with that. I I now want to make a skit where it's all these new forces and they are involved in uh, somebody moving. Barry's moving. Yet the strength force comes over. You know, he or she, it might be Fuerza still, uh, doing all the heavy lifting and things while the sage force Remy just sits there and says I understand that you're moving that stuff and it might be hard that'd be good stuff all right sage force Jimmy good luck on your travels thank you I understand if they turn out a way uh, that works for you and I understand if they don't yeah so that's the best but not out there all right superpowers are wearing me out here being so empathetic all right you two I know how that is I know that they're wearing you out Remy because I know that it is it is something that would wear you out but if it doesn't wear you out I understand that as well have a good day please and if you don't I understand. I understand. It's not your fault. It isn't your fault. It never is. Thank you. Now I'm stuck in this voice that I'll continue on with. We have Tony with the last rant and rave. It looks like he is not empathetic towards one Brian Michael Bendis. Hello, Jim, Eric, and boys of Gift Fresh. Now, let me first off by saying my favorite comics to read of all times, even to just reread just for the heck of it. Is the Ultimate Spider-Man. Now, who did that? Huh. The man. I himself. do know who did that, and I understand that you are going to talk about one Brian Michael Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. And man, when I heard he was coming to DC, I got chills. I was yeah. excited. Oh, cannot wait. What? Some people were really excited. I mean, you were supposed to get excited. Oh, I'm not. I'm not doing my Sage Force anymore. Uh, but yeah, you were supposed to get excited. That's why they signed him, and a lot of people weren't, which is a shame. He can do. He's gonna do great, Superman, and action. I know it. What I've had, Man of Steel. I didn't yeah. feel anything at all. No. I didn't. Reading action. I like the first two couple of issues. Then went to shit. Yep. Superman. Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't like any of it at all. <laughs> uh, maybe I like the... <laughs> I think me and Eric were one of the most positive people that we talked to about Superman and action comics. Eric's flip-flop between the two of liking them uh, one over the other. Uh, we were trying to stay positive, but, you know, this last issue of Superman, I, I did not like. The last issue? Of... Yeah, like the last issue of Zod and that dream and all yeah and i had high hopes for this recent issue sorry about it i can say man we're gonna team up now yes yeah no 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 no, no. he he grabbed that team up right from us pulled it right from under our feet 
This rand is DC. You're <laughs> expecting people to pay three fucking nine nine. Yep. For a fifteen. Yes. Let's go. Uno. Do, no, no. Just fucking F- fifteen pages. Okay. 15 I don't know. It's fifteen. Pages. Fifteen pages. Half of that is narration. Yep. I hate. I when think the issue it's more than that. Is that much narration? It's so stupid. Do I. No. And what's of all, he did that annoying part of narration and all, where it's not in the text box, it's just nope. on the page itself. Yeah, it makes it seem like you're reading a storybook. And I don't know if everybody knows this, but I don't like over-narration. Oh. Like, as in, as in page two. It's just yep. in the white clouds. Yep. He it's does it a lot. I remember reading that on Spider-Man. That's what they said. You, you didn't realize this. He was writing it, and he kept writing it on his computer, and it kept uh, you know, crashing, and he kept losing it. And the editor said, why don't you write it in the cloud? And, and he didn't realize what that was. He's an older man, so he wrote it in the cloud. <sighs> that was the issue. They're like, oh, man, this is going to be a lot of eating. Yep. Okay. Right. What's of all, we didn't get a team up. So Superman – he does. He doesn't do jack shit and all. He nope. just lets Zod battle Bogazal. Like, why? Zod loves Krypton. Okay, yes, he's a bad guy. And it's funny though because he did it in a way that it tried to make it so it wasn't Superman's fault because he got yanked out by Ray Palmer, and so he's like, "Hey, why did you take me out? Oh, there's an earthquake. Up, oh, gotta save people." And it was such a weird way to not let there be a team up guy. Yeah, but yes, he loves Krypton. He would do anything for it. Why didn't you just say, hey, Zod, he destroyed Krypton. Let's have a team up or something. Yeah, he ends up just yelling for Kandor with a wink, wink, nod, nod to Zod. Zod's probably sitting there like, the hell is he talking about? Like, The other thing is, as Superman said, he always says that. So he says that he yells it to make it seem like Zod would hear that and say, oh, my God, jump to the conclusion that he might just be yelling that. How does Zod not know that that's just something that, you know, Superman yells sometimes. Maybe he the next time he just yells for Krypton. Then he yells for Earth. Then he yells for Buffalo. Possibly for Dancing Mike at some point. Just yelling for Kandor and saying, I say that a lot. And I, I hope that Zod gets the idea of what I'm talking about and realize it because maybe deep inside I do want him to unleash hell on, you know, just say – that guy claims that he destroyed Krypton, and I know for a fact that he destroyed Kandor. Let's get him. Let's go get him. And then if he gets yanked out, at least he knows that. I mean, he gets yanked out thinking like, huh, I hope Zod got that that idea that I laid out there, the, the crumbs that I put out there. You guys should have done that. That would have been much more e- common sense. But no, 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 no. No. Yeah. Nothing happened. Nope. Uh, what now, Tony, Tony, you get me even more mad. <laughs> You're getting me more mad at this issue. I do. I tried to not get mad that much. I don't know. Ooh, but I was like, I'm going to chase it. And then out of nowhere, by so much forcedness, we have Adam Strange just pulls him back, pulls Superman back to Earth. Okay. Sure. And then seems to not realize they're on Earth. He's like, wait, we're on Earth? <laughs> Can we have any explanation? No? Okay, cool. So, now Superman left two villains in the the fan fan zone. Now, we had issue Action Comics either 999 or 998 where he broke Cyborg Superman out because he does not want to use that 
as a prison. Nope, he thought that that was a, a horrible place to put people. Now, again, Rogel Zar, I can see, but, you know, Zad, I, I don't know. He wanted to team up with Zad, and then he just leaves him there. More. He did. And then it may not... Now... I also like that when Superman comes out, I can imagine the whole idea would be the... Uh, Please, Ray, please put me back in. He's like half, like, stop. No, don't do that. Brian Michael Bennis didn't do that issue. However, in Man of Steel, again, by Michael, Bar- Michael Bennis, yep. he told Carl that he de- he does not want to use that as nope, a prison. He and he, he was disappointed at the method that they used to capture him. And, and it's funny because he had that even in Man of Steel, like you said, by Brian Michael Bennis. And then Brian Michael Bennis makes the whole thing of going into the Phantom Zone and also pointing out that not only is Rogo Czar in there, but all these other past villains. So what, what was he doing? Just cyber, you know, maybe he should have picked and choose, maybe find some other way to imprison all these people in there. You know, the, the, he has, there's tons of people. They all teamed up with Rogel Czar. And I'm glad you brought that up, Tony, because it doesn't really make sense that he did tell Kara that. We also had before Brian Michael Bennett saying that he thought that that was an inhumane deal and though still filled, filled to the brim and has added more people. But now he doesn't really care. Nope. Well, John's back in town. Why, why would you care? Your son's back in town. Now it's time to partay. Like, what the fuck? Nah, this issue is complete shit. I can't believe Thanks, that God, they actually got him on, on the team. He's what? That's it's all just... we got. Anyway, well, I'm assuming that he's that Zod's dead. No, no, no. There's yeah, no fun no. way that Zod's dead. He's just there. He's probably going to come back some way. Rogozar was dragging him away. I swear to God that he's going to convince Rogozar to team up with him. Oh, however, this week I did read Titans. Now, okay. going to the Titans, I was actually... I For some reason, I actually liked it. I'm like, okay. yeah, cool, sweet. Let's actually have Kyle Rayner join the team. Kyle Rayner joining the team is great. I'm excited for that. And it's not just because Luke Hollywood's my man. It's because Kyle Rayner is Eric's man as well. Kyle Rayner is not my favorite Green Lantern, but he fits so well. It's funny, too. He's such a good surrogate Nightwing in there. He is the Nightwing of the Green Lantern, so it, it makes total sense, and I like it. I don't it. care if Dick doesn't join anymore, honestly. Because apparently Dick didn't work out. Nope. I would have gave it a higher score. However, the art was awful so <laughs> Eric much. Eric didn't like it. Some of the panels with Ben's face or Dribble Beast Boy. Yeah, you know what? I Dribble Beast Boy, I didn't mention Ben Rubel does seem to change that look drastically each time he shows up. Why does Beast Boy's face look like a fucking dribble? <laughs> Eric thinks now, it looks I'm like a mole. I'm not some amazing artist. It's a mole, man. But at the same time, your job is to do a good job. Yeah, yeah. He does not. No. It's okay. Most of the books were okay. Recently, do I read? Um, what book did I read today? You read Batman Annual. Oh, Batman Who Laughs. Ah, I really wish they did this more of a sort of a Elseworld little bit type of story. Because I just, oh, I thought it would have been a much better of the Elseworld. It would be. It was weird. I was thrown off at the beginning. I ended up talking to Scott Snyder about a couple things, and and we talked about it on the Patreon. So once he kind of explained things, it really clicked with me. 
and it's really going to click a little more after issue two. I, from what I was told, what I also heard on other things and read uh, that he was talking about this issue, a lot of the stuff that was confusing in issue one or kind of glossed over is going to come back in issue two and make a lot more sense, which I hate that idea that you have to wait till the second issue for the first issue to make more sense. But it is a pretty cool idea, and I gave it I gave it an eight seven on the site and on the Patreon spotlight that we did, and uh, I liked it way more than I thought I was because I said I don't really like the Batman who laughs to the point where I need him to continue. He was fine in the actual metal event, but when that was done, I thought he was done. And of course, DC is going to grab anything they can that has hype, so that's why I understand why. But I didn't want him to continue. After after the event, so I wasn't looking forward to it. But the idea that this, and I actually thought the Batman Who Laughs was going to be set up as just a bunch of issues about him, delve more into his origin a little more. And I didn't want that, and we didn't get that. It's actually a kind of a mystery type thing going on with Batman chasing him down. And I like that at the end, spoiler alert, Batman ends up being turned into a Jokerized version of himself by our Joker. I thought that was pretty cool, though. Two cliffhangers this week with Jokerized people was pretty crazy. Well, like, I thought some reminds me of like when Bugs Life and Ants came out at the same time. Like, like you always have, you have that like time when movies come out at the same time or television shows with the same theme. It was weird to have two Jokerized cliffhangers. Continuity issues weren't very matching. Like, why is Joker and Arkham, like, when did this happen? Did he capture him? Or, like, what, like... Yeah, the, the way that I was explained is the Joker ended up leaving Justice League, uh, the Legion of Doom issue, being afraid and actually, uh, you know, admitting himself into Arkham, getting caught, kind of like how the Penguin ended up going and attacking Batman so that he would go into Arkham to see Bane. Uh, my assumption is that he went because he wanted to get an Arkham, use some doubles so that, you know, he knew that... That the Batman who laughs was going to come after him. How much time did it go by? Like, yeah, I don't want my hand be held through an issue, but at the same time, can you at least meet me halfway? Yeah. Uh, however, I did enjoy Detective. It's been I a liked while. That a lot too. And I did not that, was, that was the other book on the Patreon Spotlight. We actually had a Patreon Spotlight that I gave a 9 and an 8-7 to both books. So all the positivity got seeped out. Almost all of it into the Patreon spotlight. And, yet the new- and that, yes, that is a subtle hint to go and subscribe if you haven't. 52, um, Tomasi. So, Jim, I know you were saying that you didn't, that you hated that. So, I, so was this anything like New 52? Because if so, then I'm fucking giving New 52 t- Detective Comics a try. Uh, me and Eric both like John Layman's start of the New 52 Detective Comics. It, it got a little wonky. T- uh, Tomasi's New 52. Detective Comics at the end of the New 52 was not great and ended up getting screwed up. At one point, one of the stories was supposed to be, say, six issues, ended up being condensed to four, made no sense. Then the other story got screwy. It also had to be involved with uh, Gordon being Batman, so that kind of threw it off. But surprisingly, (laughs) I'm actually going to rave about this Bell Supergirl. Oh, super! No, 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 no. not not the, the first story. He better say that third story because I told Eric that I liked that. Though it is funny, and we made fun of it. That's the Supergirl that I want. He better tell me this because honestly, this is what about five, the part five, I believe, in the story arc. Okay. And DC usually does six story 
it's yeah, story six stories, so and we, we've got we nowhere. ain't getting shit from. <laughs> we haven't Death gotten Order. anywhere with this Rogel Zord nonsense. It's going nowhere. I'm not gonna be about the second story. Nope. I, no, there you go, Tony. You are you're singing my tune. You, you know, I kind of did enjoy it. Tony, you're thinking alike. But what I'm going to rave about is a third story. Yeah, the, the third. And before you go on, Tony, I will repeat myself. Like I said to Eric, the story is cliched. The story, you could figure it out as it goes. But I had a smile on my face. I like the art. And it's what Supergirl's supposed to be about. Now, I saw Dan Jurgen's name on it. I was like, yep. sweet. I, got, I, yeah. I like his style. I'm going to read it. I was excited. I was too. And then I found out, oh, he's doing the last story? All right, cool. And literally, I'm not a bit in the Christmas spirit just because, yep. honestly, nowadays, it's all about the money, money, money. I'd rather money, watch money, Christmas money. movies or shows. Like, okay, yes, I prefer that. So when I was reading it, oh, man, it felt so great. Like, I'm now I'm actually excited for Christmas. Just All right. See, I said this should have been a Christmas special. It should have been in one of the – it couldn't be in the winter special because that was the winter nuclear special. And uh, it would have been a shame if it was in the uh, winter Christmas special, holiday special for the Walmart stuff because not everybody can get that. But it would have fit really if, good in that. If or when DC does a actual Christmas special – Unless exactly. that nuclear one was the DC special, which I... Yeah, we're, we're right on the same page. Oh, it wasn't. I shouldn't talk. I end up talking about the same thing. <laughs> I'm definitely going to read this issue yeah. at least two more times. Once nice. before Christmas and once on Christmas Day or Christmas... Plus you get ice. Ice. See, because that issue was great. And possibly a whole city uh, in, in being involved with accidents. However, I've not yet read Batman Annual 3. I'm hearing a lot of people give great reviews yeah, on it. Um, I'm going to Syracuse this weekend, so I figure... Oh, Syracuse. Um, might as well bring that issue with me, so I'm just going to be there. I'm excited for it. I'm a Tom Taylor fan. I enjoyed all yeah. of his other comments that he's did. X-Men Red, which unfortunately... I hope that when you leave Syracuse, you head over to Buffalo as well and say hi to Brand. Unfortunately, this past weekend was the last issue, and now the book's canceled. I'm sad about that. Yeah, except yeah. for his new Spider-Man book. Um, I'm excited about the Spider-Man book. The one thing I talked about in the uh, the regular Patreon news show that actually upset me was Tom Taylor said, Hey, goodbye to X-Men Red, to all these characters, and goodbye to Laura and Gabby. I'm done writing them. And I fear that Gabby doesn't have a future with the Marvel. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? She's in the – they have an X-23 book. She's in – I kind of think that might be a hint that that book doesn't have much longer to go, I guess. Enjoy the all-new Wolverine. Enjoy the inj- – I, I loved all-new Wolverine. Justice. Yep. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. He's a great writer. Hi, right, guys. Have a great day. Eric gave it a 7.5. How dare he? He he started a East Coast-West Coast rap battle between me and him, as you heard, and I, I think that he did it on purpose. Enjoy reading. Remember, everybody, yep. tis a season, cold fucking weather. Yeah, it is. You know what that means? Look sharp point obstacles. Oh. Huh? Those are icicles. <laughs> icicles. You know, sharp enough to stab someone. We have icicles. Last year, we had icicles on the side of our house that were, I'm telling you, these were bigger than broadswords. These things were humongous. And remember, if you hate somebody, yeah. and just want to bug you enough, just stab them. I throw snowballs, but you pack ice in the middle. That's how you do it. Yeah, I was that jerk off who threw ice balls. Throw into ice pond, and then that's away. Now, I'm not saying you should do it. No, no, I'm not advertising not saying that, to stab someone. Just I'm, I'm just saying. If it happens, it happens. It okay, does everybody? Happen. Have a great day. 
See you, Tony, and thank you uh, for calling in and everybody who did. Uh, you had Luke and Rimmer as well, Sage Force Remy, and, uh, you know, what, New Academia Hollywood Kid. is. We, we You need to come up with a new name, uh, Luke, because uh, now you are the Academia Kid. I think, but yeah. Also, I do want to announce that there was a news story that I forgot to announce. Kyle Rayner Volume 3 has been canceled. I'm not sure that everybody was aware of that, uh, but it has been. And now we're going to go off to some more books. Ah, uh, yes, Eric, we're back. I had no idea how long that was going to go. <laughs> I just like that. I had it in Kubitek. my file. It said blood sport. Just said blood sport. So I was taking a chance on that one. But isn't this next book that we're talking about and the final book of the podcast a fight for survival? Is it not? I don't know. Isn't Hawkman fighting for survival? I think that he is. Yes, he is. He is fighting for his own existence is no, what no. he's he, doing, He's fighting Eric. to die. Um What's that? He's fighting to die. <laughs> yes. Well, here we go. We're going to start. Somehow you are cutting up incredibly. So oh, hopefully I can tell. this is not a section. Yeah, I hope that this is not a section that uh, goes south uh, on any other reason but our lame-ass jokes. Because that's usually how things go south, right? Mexico, south of the border way. Tijuana is that way? where we're going? Are Old we TJ? Jason Todd? Are we, are we Jason Todd along with uh, Renee Montoya and Kate uh, Kane going south of the border down Mexico way? Isn't that what they're doing, Eric? Here we go. Here we go. These are the jokes, Eric. This These is aren't what, jokes. Is this one? Oh, we're almost done. We are almost done. Don't worry, people. We, we will get through this quickly because we only have one book in this last section. I think, right? Or am I wrong? I think I, I, I am right. I don't right. know yes. anymore. Things One got book. swapped around. I don't know either. I think maybe this might be following the Orlando zone. So I don't know. So why did I put a song? I don't know. Uh, I'll I was never thinking know. that when you're doing it. But I don't, you, you are, I don't you're know the man how with things the plan. are going. You know how it's going to go. It's good. No, I don't, I don't know how it goes. That's just a little song. That was a bonus. That was bonus time. Oh. And this is it. We're This is free free hockey going on right now. Free baseball, Eric, is what we're doing. And what book are we talking about? Hawkman number seven, written by Robert Venditti, with art by Brian Hitch, Andrew Curry, Jeremiah Skipper, and Starkings and Comic Craft. I don't know why you need oh. to do that. Why would you do that? I just want to upset you. That's Carter it. Make Hall some people chuckle. Well, there's somebody destiny. who is chuckling, right? Carter Hall <laughs> is on his way to destiny as he takes his Ronnie and Microverse ship or some such nonsense to Krypton to find the ultimate weapon to stop the Deathbringers. While he waits, though, he's going to be given the 411 on his first life and why he's connected to the Deathbringers and why he lives again and again. I don't know what's going on with our internets tonight, Eric. I did not hear a word you're saying, but well, I'm saying brilliant. that I, th- I think that you said it well. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying, but I like the way he said it. Though all I heard was, wah, 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 that, like that. It, that was a very sad Transformers sound. That's how you transform on your sound. Like it sounded like a wah, It sounded like I just yeah, lost the place is right. That's you did. That's that's a sad transformer. There you go. That's what happens, Eric. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people like this issue that I, I have talked to. 
I, I don't know why. Uh, to me, it does solve some mysteries, but it's, I don't know. Well, the, the worst I, I just, part is well, – I found myself very bored throughout this whole issue. I, I hate to well, admit Where I've been uh, liking Brian Hitch's art in this whole thing, like though, like – all we really get out of it is his character work on Qatar and his, you know, his partner Idem, because there's barely any backgrounds. Yeah. It's all bleak and there's no, like, it is. It's yeah. this washed out color. But what we're dealing with is Hawkman's now new origin. That Prince Khufu, not his original one. Qatar yeah, yeah. on Thanagar, where he was himself a Deathbringer, is the new origin. And I don't understand what they're trying to give to me here because there's no time frame. It's just Thanagar in the beginning. And I don't know what that means because we have Idem. And Qatar, with a whole bunch of giant robot Deathbringer Hawkmen, whatever the fuck they are, going from planet to planet, killing everybody they can, grabbing a few people. I'm saying grabbing a few people to sacrifice them into a black hole void to a void god for sacrifices so he can come through. I'm like, where are the Green Lantern Corps at? And if it's before that, where are the Manhunters at? What is our time? Because how are these two beings just going around slaughtering Freaking looks like planet's worth at times. Yeah, and I don't understand worth. why they have wings. They're on Thanagar, and none of these other Thanagarians have any wings. Yeah, and with this, I, I understand that people are excited because really this does start off like in the beginning, the beginning of this whole, you know, deal, because at the end of this, you have a dead in limbo Qatar who has to kind of make the decision. Are you going to just die or do you want to atone for all these deaths and really sets up that whole idea of until you save as many people as you die, you killed, you will go through eternity. You'll keep reincarnating. He says well when will i know was, i'm getting close almost, or anything it you was won't. almost like a dead man kind of thing where he died deciding you know i'm, I'm done with this bullshit because I, I keep seeing a vision of a woman i don't know who she is but i keep seeing her yeah she's, she's following and ends up myself. being pretty much the angel of retribution yeah, it and seems or whatever like, the- i've decided i don't want to kill people anymore Idum, i'm gonna stop you oh my god Idum, you stabbed me i'm dying well Katara, you made the right choice but you have killed thousands and until you redeem yourself by saving thousands you're going to keep living over and over again and what's this have to do with nth metal no idea nothing but what i also like too it's almost like the the, setting up the rules listen you have killed trillions and until you save trillions you will remain completely reincarnated you'll keep reincarnating to do this over and over but by the way the Deathbringers, they're not done. And everyone that they kill is on your hands as well because you were the one who started and did it. I'm like, really? Now we're scat-catting this again. And the thing we're, is, we're I don't forward, understand. Three they're steps they're back. telling me the origin of Carter Hall here. I don't understand any of the setup here right, for no. what this void god is, why Idum or Katar are even following them or following its and orders to bring this guy back. The I don't know thing. why. The- the weirdest thing about this is that by the end, I don't know why, but this really felt – well, first off, it felt like this wouldn't have been the setup to be issue seven. No. Right? And I know, again, this isn't a mini – it still feels like a maxi series. It, it's, really, it does. really does. But this this seems like all of a sudden this was just out of nowhere, and I start to get the idea like, well, what's going on? Are you making some of this up as we go? Because we didn't get – like you said, the nth metal seems to be pushed aside. All of this stuff – But that was – Whole know why? Like yeah, to, but to, I don't to know Dark why. This is starting to feel a bit like when uh, Donny Cates doing the Venom book, <laughs> trying to explain the. It really, I don't know why in my mind that it 
felt like it had that vibe to it. And it just felt to me as if Robert Venditti changed something up here because he thought that this would be a neat thing. But this should be, I mean, really, why are you playing games? If you're going to do this, this should have been the first issue. Explain what happened. These Deathbringers, that's fine and dandy, but you're setting everything up pretty much. The, start here and then show us how he said, because just we're going through this thing of figuring it out. And now all of a sudden it's just thrown at us here and given this idea, okay, he's reincarnating because in, in actual, you know, kind of going full out reincarnation, he has to better his, you know, existence until it's done. I mean, it's just the idea. I mean, it's just the idea of any sort of, you know, you know, religious reincarnation. You reincarnate, you, you go up. If you're bad, you go down, but you have to go to the point where you end up going to heaven when you get your best self going and then your sexiest self in heaven. And so with this, he's just going to keep reincarnating until he evens up the score, which will, he'll never do. I mean, we've seen this. He better start saving planets because if he doesn't, he is never ever going to be able to even this up he has killed galaxies it looks like how he, are two it'll be people something doing where, this it'll be just so funny to me where he ends up going to a planet and he just announces like each planet and now it goes down by the way don't eat egg yolks it's bad for your cholesterol he's that like Homer, i just Carter saved Hall. you <laughs> i just saved this planet Boom. Then he goes to this other galaxy. Hey, by the way, if you ever see dark side in a tree jacking off, walk away. And Boom, I, will. I saved the galaxy. Boom. It's it's weird. Like you set up to. And, and again, I don't mind that he's setting up something that never can happen because you don't want to limit your book. You, you would hope as a writer that you want this book to last forever. No right. book lasts forever. But a lot of the times we do have these books where it ends up like even this book originally we're like, okay, what happens when he figures out his, you know, his origin. Yeah. And now well, you don't is, have a book. Really well, now he's set up we, that you do. I thought we actually had an origin with Prince Khufu when the Thanagarian ship yeah. landed. And he well, was again, hit with the we kind metal. of do because that was just part of the reincarnations. They always can go back to all this other stuff. I mean, it all wraps around to, hey, what about this thing with the, oh, that, that, that was one of the reincarnations. It's just set up so that at the end, I really do think that he was like, okay. And, and if you really want to be positive about this, this may be the first hint that they're saying, okay, you know what? This is good enough to go past 12 issues. Like I, I would think in my mind this whole origin thing because now this does set up him then really just figuring out his origin going after the Deathbringers. But now even we have where we are in the story right now deal. where we have a flashback going to an origin after all of this you know, formulaic you know, sh- shenanigans where we're going place to place trying to find yeah. one thing to each issue. It still really does feel like a 12-issue mini like Maxi oh, where we're going to end by him defeating the Deathbringers and Adam for like, and you know, coming back. And that's what I'm saying. At least now that we have this idea that y- you end this, he brings down the Deathbringers, but he thinks, oh, wait a minute. I, I didn't die then. I'm supposed to die? when this happens up i didn't even the score yet i better go save people that's all it is this ends up being a saving people kind of like when we say that you have a book with deathstroke and uh, all he's going to do is get a hit list and go if you right. had a dead shot book and they're like okay what's this book about well it's just going to be every three issues he's going after somebody else that's all if they want to continue this book and i think that that's why this issue is here to set up the continuation of 
evening the score and then you get to die but even then i never got the idea that hawkman in any of these was like so weary that he just wanted to die and he just wants to know his past why didn't he choose it that's the thing is he wants to know his past lives it seems like because he's forgotten stuff this doesn't yeah. tell me why he started forgetting and stuff no. like that. Why he had to leave no, clues no. behind. And, and I, I guess maybe we'll see that. It's, I guess it, I, I think we're going to gloss uh, past it because that just this seems to be the like the trope they're using to get us from place to place. This whole thing, though, the god of the void that they're using all these sacrifices to bring out of the void. Even this whole thing where they have a gigantic rune that's freaking hovering above this void where they put push yeah. people as sacrifices into this void to give power to the god. I don't know if that's the god. The void itself is the god because when they push this whole pillar in, like when the slaves revolt and Katara's like, no, die with me. Don't die for me. Die, yeah, with, die me. with How about me, we yeah. don't die? Yeah. How, can we do have that choice, Katara? But, yeah, what's 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 plan C? But the whole thing is we, we, <laughs> I want to know the other deal. We've stopped the, the god of the void for now because that's the whole thing. You may have stopped yeah. him for now, Katara, but he now, will be back and you're going to be there, you know, yeah. have to stop him again because you didn't finish the job all the way. And I don't know what the job is because I don't know why Adam and Katara are the only followers of this fucking god how they have the power and strength to they are their all death these bringers they, i don't and, but what are these giant there's other people there, there has to be there has to be other people because we just don't see them because even at the point like hey oh the people that we're commanding they think you're going soft so there is armies we just don't see are them they, and, are and they in very, the gigantic hawk robots i don't know maybe they're just around the, the universe killing people and then so that they can walk on skulls i mean they they like to walk on skulls and dead bodies I haven't just like that. Look at those birds. They're eating more than they can chew, just like us, but not like us. <laughs> like, I don't know what's I'm going on. And like you said, point, the art keeps... to me is very non-distinct, and it really didn't do anything well, at for one me. Point, in, though, I'm telling you, it's just going from place to place. It's telling us how many planets are going and killing people and taking mm-hmm. like, you know, J.O., Carrix, uh, Ron, you know, Euphorix. You know, Krypton, Earth, and even the one Quart. I'm like, how are these motherfuckers getting to the antimatter, yeah, like, you know, realm I now? Know. I, like, what are you talking I, about, Quart? They can do whatever they want. They do whatever they want. They have the lady chasing them. And, and they go and back to Thanagar. Spare the lady. What lady? Touche. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's 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 very like I said. I'm telling you, I, I rereading it again I for this whole thing. I actually feel like I went way too high on this just really? because I was happy by the end of it originally that we found like, all right, you gave us an origin. Now this is going to be the sticking point of why we're dealing. But I didn't even think at the time yeah. of doing the review. I didn't this mind has nothing that, to do with yeah. metal. No, no, I know. It's maybe like we said earlier with the uh, the whole deal with the Titans book that we wanted to get away from the source wall energy and get on. Maybe that's been told. Maybe Venditti's like, listen, I, I don't want to tie this in because the nth metal deal, we pretty much spelled out that there was none left. Then there's some, then there's others. Then you have Steve Orlando making artificial nth metal. Maybe it's for it the best. It just seems like his maybe connection to the, the nth metal for each of his lives. And that's the reason he's resurrecting was, was the thing that, that he saw the, the darkest of the dark multiverse and how it was connected. No, it's not. It was it, the big Karma now. Yeah. It's basically based on karma. And so I, I don't mind that of I yeah, I don't mind that that we get this kind of idea of why this is happening through that and that he has to atone for his sins and he was bad and now he's gonna be good. I don't mind that. It's just I I, I was bored. I, I wish they would have had bored. at least like three issues to really spell it out because I yeah. don't know what any of this is. We jump in, we're, well, the, we're, we're already in the next, and, sorry, right? and it's all just this was your history cutter. Oh, thank you, ship. Off to Krypton. Huh? I'm like yeah, that's what's the weird thing is this ends up throwing it in here as if like, well, people are complaining about this and it, it, we are. We kind of have been complaining about how it's it's taking its time and we yeah. wanted to see more. But it's getting when you do this, 
it it makes you like, well, then why did you do that other stuff? Now it gets me more mad about the other stuff because, and like you said, the setup doesn't match this. But I actually, if this would have been the first issue and we just had, you know, it doesn't have to be this exact issue, but it shows that Car remembers being Qatar and he was a death bringer and he has karma and this, and then we have to go forward. That's fine for me to start it off. Yeah. But after waiting six issues, uh, pretty much a whole trade, and then starting this off by saying, oh, by the way, we're just going to tell you this. And then move on. Uh, it, it, it was a little bit too much, but in a book that wasn't enough, I guess I should be happy, but I wasn't. I was bored. And there was not like said, anything, any kind of background. The art's okay, that we but I this. did. I, and and even with the no backgrounds and the idea of introducing, you know, Qatar and and Itam, the I other just, bad guy, and who, Itam, who's like, that, you know, we got to find that traitor Qatar. I who don't we saw know previously. them enough to like really go that the whole idea of man, this is cool. You really nailed them and whatever. And even like you know, Qatar looked like Jesus a little. He, you know, there yeah. he is. And I, it, it's like the 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 character design wasn't great. It's just a guy with a beard uh, fighting another guy with half of a, a beard with wings just, yeah yeah they have wings but and nobody yeah, else does i don't know why i don't either i i'm telling you i'm getting to the point where this book is starting to be one that when it pops up i don't sit there and groan that we have it but no. i really when I'm we're done Titans, here i'm waiting for it to get good because it's Hulk it's Man. almost nine o'clock that we're finishing this section right we're gonna right. be done this by 903 i will have forgotten this <laughs> and i'm telling you i'm not gonna lose sleep over this book it's just a book that i end up reading because we do it on the podcast and you review it i don't yeah. even have that horse in the you know i don't have that dog in the fight which i'm not allowed to say anymore no. uh, so, yeah so basically i'm here to talk about this one issue and it's not doing anything for me and it was one of my favorite books after three issues that time has come and gone i'm actually pretty bored and i don't even see this meaning anything by the end and i do think it's going to be one of those that i i fear to get fully invested anyway because this seems like a book that will just end without any sort of inkling of an like you know what i like mean like every all of a sudden we're gonna get book where now we're gonna have a yeah. new I mean, I'm telling you, we'll end up, we'll be on issue 11. We'll already have 12, 13, and 14 solicited, but they'll just end up stopping it at 11. Like, oh, by the way, those didn't stop it. It just feels like this book will end without ever telling us the full story. I just fear that. But the sales are okay. I don't know why I think that, but maybe it's because, like Venditti does a lot, he loves to stretch things out. Sure and so we'll see if this issue, by giving you kind of a, an origin and what is going on, this will push the book forward to doing more. Uh, and it's funny because, like I said, this does have a big moment in, you know, this is a big issue in the, the series. Origin but of Hawkman, yeah. Just, I'm just kind of bored with it. And I don't, like you said, you don't understand the origin. I just really don't care for it. So there you go. There like there's you there's go. no time frame. It feels like they're just isolated. I there's like nobody turtles. else in the universe except for these two guys who are just slaughtering people that happen. They don't, there's not even cities. Yeah. It looks like there's an open field. Like, where are these people yeah. living? It looks like an apocalypse. It, it looks like worlds that they've gone. I think that the worlds have been killed themselves, and then they just go and take credit for it. They're cheating. <laughs> Then at the end, they're like, you you have to save the amount of lives that you actually killed. He's only really killed three people, so it's going to be very quick, Eric. The others, he was cheating. But yeah, Adam did go. all those. Does, does it count? Does it count that he saved those people by killing them to no. get rid of the death no. Does it No, because that was that, only, it? He that was to, only temporary. He has to atone for them as well, oh, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. But yeah, there you go. Uh, I, I gave this, this issue a 6.5 on the site. I don't know what was wrong with me. I, really, I think it, really I was just intrigued at the idea that we're finally given an origin for Hawkman, yeah. even though it doesn't make sense for what we're dealt with. But also, we left the formulaic, the formulaic nature of the book that we've yeah, been given yeah, up to this point. Change it so up. I'm like, okay, this is something new, something different. But after reading it again for this whole review here, but – it's the the art's good when the characters are there. There's no yeah. Background, the character so. designs are okay. I just uh, it's not they're not spectacular in themselves anyway. And there's just and not the backgrounds. There's no backgrounds and yeah. anything yeah. they're doing with this new origin. It's just there with mm. no kind of background, no motivation. It just says he did this, so they did this, and then he has to do this. The end. Yeah, maybe so, this was like one of those things that we talk about. Maybe the editorial again went to him and said, "Listen." Stop, you know, pussyfooting around. Let's get to it and show us this. And he's like, ah, fuck you then. Here you go. It seems out of nowhere from yeah. what was set up. And though I it does add, give you something. I think but, my revision yeah. score, though, would just be a five out of ten. Not a fuck you I'm five. I'm going a five. That's what I'm going. It's not a fuck yeah. you five. Uh, we had two of these tonight. I know. Where it's just kind of a five. It, it's not anything spectacular. It's not horrible. It's just, to me, boring. And just it, that's what the series has become. And it was on what would have been my do or die pull list at one point. I was really excited to finally get a book that was one of your characters. A, yeah. you know, a Hawkman book that's your guy. That's the thing. I and love Hawkman. I, I don't even know who Hawkman is anymore. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I believe that next week we have a issue with Hawkman in it as well. But the Savage Hawkman. So the Unexpected? No, I, I forget what it, I have to remember. Maybe I, maybe I saw something else. I'm getting a little tired. It may only be oh, pills, maybe not even nine, but you know, it, it feels like two. I have not gone to bed before two o'clock in quite a few days. I'm very tired, but that's it. Eric. That's, that's it. the podcast. Yeah, that's it. It's sad to end on such a bad note, right? Is there anything that you can pick me up? Give me a little pick me up. I'm a little sad right now. Well, Are you going to go to Walmart when we're done here? I think I am. Go shopping. Oh, hell with this. Too. Simon just put up on the Slack chat something I saw yesterday from Bloody Disgusting. I'm reporting Michael Gross has signed on for Tremor 7, likely coming next year. <laughs> <laughs> Tremor 7. Oh, yes. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, I think I, I'll probably up? see you. I'll see you at, no. I, maybe when I see you at Walmart later tonight and avoid you like the plague. Yep, that'll always, that always gives me a chuckle. <laughs> that always means – it's like, hey, see you at Walmart. None of I see you first. I'm going to Target really then. Ah, oh, Target. Oh, that French place. But yeah, we're going to go off now to talk about our book of the week. All right. Here we go, Eric. What is your book of the week? It's Let's continue Batman the battle. Annual, number three. Here, yeah. Somebody's been to Tobago and not Winnipeg. Right? Did you want to say Winnebago? <laughs> what are we doing here? No. Somebody's been to Trinidad, but not Tobago, Eric. How about that? How about I, that? I haven't Take been to that. either. I know you haven't. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Denial isn't just a river in Egypt. Oh! <laughs> I don't I, 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 I don't know what's happening. Right? Yeah? The you Batman think that it's history one. or is it his story? Just oh, us. Jesus. Criminy. Yeah, I like I like the Batman Who Laughs as well. Yeah, uh, I had a bunch of books that were over or close to a nine again this week. Positive uh, but Peter my, over here, yeah, trying to prove really. a point. Oh I my, here I am proving the points. The point there is between the legs. Has something to my do with Tobago? Book of the week. Yeah, really. Y- you sound like somebody who's been to Winnipeg but want to be in a toboggan. That's <laughs> what you sound no, like, I, my I friend. Can't be in a toboggan in Winnipeg? No. They're not allowed. Didn't you know that? They're anti-toboggan like in Winnipeg. They only go by skeleton. Toboggan? What's That's the, the problem? Only thing. 
That's the only. Hey, listen, I ain't to bragging. Does that make sense at all? I don't think Does mine makes sense. Do you like the skeleton? Do you like that that the event? Skeleton. The skeleton. Yeah, when they do that, it's a Winter Games event. The skeleton. You I like don't that? even think I know what that is. Is that yeah, like in played to... in the Dallas Stars? No, no. You'll have to look it up. Yeah, really. The Golden Knights. <laughs> there you go. I mean, the, when you don't even know the Dallas Stars, then there is no way you're going to know any of these other teams. I, I should could go down one time. We will have a little quiz, and I will quiz you on the NBA and the NHL. Uh-oh. And I think the NBA, you'll be in some big, big. Big troubles, you know. There you go. The Raptors still a team? Brooklyn, what? What are what's Brooklyn's team, Eric? Brooklyn. The the Brooklyn yeah. Dodgers. Brooklyn Nets. The they, Dodgers. They move. they move. No, not the Dodgers. That's, that's that a recently? while back. Is that that is a while back. You know that they were called the Dodgers because they dodged the trolley cars, Eric. That's what they were called for. The Dodgers. I heard Flash know a lot about them trolley cars. Yeah, he did. You know what I love? I love in sports when you have a team that has a name that really means something for that area, and then the team moves and it means nothing in that area. You know, they stuff in like LA? That. Stuff like that. Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know. A lot of lakes there. They know for that. A lot that of lakes, lakes going LA. on there. Yeah, so there you go. But uh, yeah, mine is Batman Annual. But I did like also Detective, and mm-hmm. I also liked the Batman Who Left. So there I was liked a lot all of those good well. stuff going on. And I love Superman. I'm changing my score to 7.5. Take People that. are going to yell at you about that now. Yeah, I'm used to it. Uh, it. It. I can say I'm used to it, but I'll never get used, used to it. it. I mean, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm used to it. I'm not used to it. <laughs> I, I, I can't later. take it. I sit there and I'll try to walk away from things. I, I'm still well, fighting with people it. on Twitter. I, I want to walk away. I can't. I cannot leave a fight without having the last word. And I also just can't leave a fight. I can't. I, I don't know I, why it's I think not it has in to be my, a fight. It's not in my not sure. As I say, I'm sorry, you're what? when I am at the dock waving in the ships, no sometimes, sometimes I have to go to the dock and wave in the ships. And then I say, say why are you doing hey, that? Jim? I said, listen, it's part of my nachure. What is and that? And I say, nachure. Hey, it sounds like you, you, hey, you get some Sarah, nachos. In port for long, are ye? <laughs> and then they're like, no, not, not with you, lady. Uh, whoa. I'm a pretty girl, I say, and then they stay in port as they, you know, you know what I'm not getting sure. at, right? Not sure. That's not in my not sure is what we Sounds say. like a goddamn perfume. Not sure. Not, sh- not sure by Jim. Do you want to smell that? Gross. Right. I'm telling you right now. That sounds so gross. I smell not sure right now because I have not showered in a day or so. And so, yeah, I am oh natural is what I am there. I went to take twice. I went to take showers today, and twice I was denied. The How first time happen? was Zach. Yeah, denied because I go to take a shower. I turn on the water. I hear, no, no, don't take a shower yet. And then Zach comes running in completely nude, comes running in, gets in the shower. So I'm like, really? You snooze, you lose, like, daddy-o. I, like, I, I wasn't snoozing. I was showering. He had some concert. A concert oh, is, is what he was going to. Uh, he, actually, he actually took off from his job all December because they have so many concerts. Uh, That's what going I'm going to do. On. The other day, he was, he was bragging it up. He was there. Ethan was talking to his girlfriend on the phone, like FaceTime or something. And while that was going As on, they do. Zach was there bragging and saying like, I talked to at least five 
college recruiters that said that I have an incredible voice and I should get a scholarship. And I said, oh, I was downstairs. Oh, I was downstairs. Yeah, he is. That's why he's not taking the scholarship. So I I hear him downstairs and I go running up. Oh, so you could have gotten a scholarship to, to sing, huh? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, so you would have paid for your college with your singing, right? Is this what you're saying? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, I did that. Take that. And I walked downstairs. Another fight won. He didn't know he was fighting either. But I said to him. And then he starts saying, yeah, it's not the same thing. I said, I don't know. Money in the pocket. That's what I'm talking about, baby. He said, that's that's what you get. I'm Mel Torme. You're just nothing. (laughs) I'm Mel Torme. Can I at least be Tracy Torme, the creator of Sliders? Oh. You're a Mel nothing. You're Mel Zap is who you are. <laughs> Mel Zap. Yeah. And then he started saying something. Then he started singing. And then I sang Adam. We had a sing battle. Oh, my God. It was a and sing it off? Didn't go up. It was. Next thing I thought it was the singing version of Step It Up. And I was stepping it up there. Yeah, I he's just like, imagine it's West Side uh, Story now. No, no. Then we're class. And he's like, and then I just started singing Nirvana or something. Come it didn't work out. As now, you are. Yeah, now I was actually, I only want to be with you. I'm like, I'm going to give you Hootie right back at you, buddy boy. Yeah, It's he, hard to he, come back from Hootie. Yeah, you can't. You can't defeat Hootie in a in a sing-off. It's impossible. Uh, maybe it isn't, but yeah, I was singing some crazy stuff. Adam, then he was singing back at me. Then he said, and this is how the fight b- progressed. He said, my pitch was off and I punched him in the face. That's where it ends, Eric. I said, my pitch is off and here's my fist in your face. Done. Done and done. But he's you know going you, off to the You're really Marines. selling the single life that I have very well. I'm like, yeah, I do appreciate what I have. No, Thank you, no, Jim. Y- y- you think that. You want to you wanna go more. I go downstairs today. I recorded my uh, Patreon. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? What, what is that called? The sales show. Oh, the sales show. It was the, the sales news. show. I did two shows today. Yes. So I did the sales show and I go downstairs. I was kind of tired. I go downstairs and I see Logan. He's down there obviously playing games because that's all he does. Yeah. He's playing Roblox now just because he's bored and playing a game that he hates it's an older game but i go i go oh what's going on here's the exact are you shopping today and i said well now that you said it no i'm not gonna go why not you said you were going food shopping today. i said listen i'm gonna go food shopping when i go food shopping because nobody will come with me you want to come with me we'll go now i'm not going i said i'm right. not going either well, Suck it. there's nothing to eat here i said you know what you find something you, <laughs> i i look out there i see some celery and a potato go go have a, a goddamn potato and leek soup or something i don't know but i yelled at him because we actually got uh we went to get uh, stuff last night after right. we were this was before because before I saw you, you went we had already went that, yeah. and shopped. <laughs> I took them home because they didn't want to wait. I was being nice. He wanted cereal. I'm not going to eat the cereal. But I still got angry that he wanted Honey Nut Cheerios. I, I got so what angry at him. What the hell is wrong him. with you? you no like, why are you getting Honey Nut Cheerios? They get a real cereal. Get something. No, no. I really want them. And then I, I said to him today. He said, what's for lunch? I said, you eat your goddamn Honey Nut Cheerios. I don't like those. I said, well, number one, you say you don't like them. They're not open. So when did you decide after we bought them that you didn't like them? You didn't open them. It's not like you're like, oh, I thought I liked them and I didn't. You didn't even eat them. What the fuck are we getting Honey Nut Cheerios for? I was so angry. I'm going to kill everyone. If it was anything else, I would have eaten it. I would have a fucking diet. Get out of town. I ain't ruining anything for Honey Nut Cheerios. Please. That'd Time be like to give me it the wrong turn. It. He loves it's Cheerios. The worst things. Yeah, the other part of this, though, was the cereal that I told him I would not buy, Kix. 
I don't, I don't care who they're approved by. What are you talking me. about? Kid approved. A mother approved yeah. someone. Kid approved. Kid tested, mother approved. Yeah. That both of those nonsense. Maybe mother approved because it's just garbage. I used to like kids uh, you when know, I was There's young no kid. kid. I hate them. I hate them. The only thing that I ever would have thought that I liked is I would imagine that they're the dots that you're eating if you're Pac-Man. That's it. That's the only reason no, I just want you Pac-Man ever cereal. eat kicks. Yeah, and you get Pac-Man cereal because Pac-Man cereal will have ghosts that are marshmallows. There you go. You want the ante of the kicks. <laughs> Nobody wants the dots by themselves. Well, That's why, why would you, you want have that? cherries. Again, I sit there. Am I going to eat Cheerios and pretend they're goddamn little flotation devices? <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at me. Hey, nobody can save today after I eat all I, these lifesavers. Boy, boy, these these are like uh, you know uh, what's it called? What's the uh, the sp- these are like spaghettios, but in a cereal. I just love the yeah, idea that you have that. to imagine something while eating Cheerios. This is Damn how right, bored because you they are. Suck. I'm just you saying, better, like, you better imagine general. something. Look at these. These are like the dots that Pac-Man eats, but they have holes in them. <laughs> <laughs> Some imagination you got there. It's all, just gonna, all has boy, to do with cereal. I mean, I'm like, boy, this is like Superman 64 cereal. These are the rings that I get to fly through through that whole goddamn terrible <laughs> game. Mm, this is good. Yummy, yummy. Then I sit there and I eat. You know, I start thinking these things. Then you go, hey, here you go, Jim. Here's your raisin brand. Oh, here I'm. I'm eating scabs. Scabs with raisins. <laughs> yummy, yummy. I do. I, I actually like raisin brand. And, and then they, uh, they're like, hey. Here you go. Here's some grape nuts. Well, number one, there ain't no grapes or nuts. And this is like I'm eating rocks. Here we go. Aren't we eating rocks? Oh, it's good. I'm like a rock monster. I don't know why a rock monster would also eat rocks. They're, but they're a rock sometimes eater from they do. Story. There I am. I'm the rock eater from Neverending Story. Thank you. Hey, keep get your own business over there. Whoa. I don't need to be anything from Never Ending Story. The <laughs> next thing you're going to say that I, I'm goddamn from Labyrinth or something, and then I'll really get angry. Jareth? See, yeah, I, I don't know. What'd you call me? Do you just say I'm from Subway or something? Hey, that guy's in jail. How dare you? <laughs> this is what you get at the end of the podcast where we record an hour and a half ago and we realized we never finished the podcast. That is a problem. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm like, holy crap. We didn't finish the podcast. So this is what they get. You want to hear what we're going to get next week? Of course Next I do. week, Eric, on the podcast. Maybe you won't try to start so many fights with these I, I, books. I'm so Here's sorry. what we're going to get. We're going to get Aquaman number 43. You know what that means. That is so Kelly do, so, Sue DeConnick's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, deal. And I said uh, at one of the podcasts that I did this week that I really wish that they would do a number one. When you change up something this big, getting Kelly Sue DeConnick and the book itself seems to be changing a bit by getting Aquaman away from Atlantis the way they did after the Drowned Earth. The problem is you're not going to start at number one when you're that close to 50. No. Right? And that's the only th- reason why I think they don't. But don't you think that think maybe it would have been better? Volumes served- down. I know, yeah, but still, it doesn't matter. All in all, it's the it's trade. Never one of the anyway, they don't volume care. of Aquaman. But don't you? Th- I really do think that maybe they should have had G. Willow Wilson started a number one and kind of get a fresh break from that nonsense. No, this she's actually doing, really but. seems like it belongs where those other stories were. No, now. Ma- no, I think that maybe. Well, it belongs with the quality of them, but maybe it belongs like wherever Rucka left twenty four. Maybe this should have been right there. But you have Aquaman 43 with Kelly Sue DeConnick. I read it. I approve. That is Jim tested. Jim approved. Batman number 61. That is Jim tested. We also have (laughs) Batman Kings of Fear number five. And unfortunately, that is not Jim tested yet. And it won't be until the minute that I have to. 
Yeah, I, I'm. That's the penultimate issue of that series. Scott Peterson writing that Kelly Jones art. I uh, I'm not looking forward to that. I really am not. And I usually why I don't really look forward to it. Reviewing it on the site is mainly because you have nothing it's to just say. A hard, it's a hard book. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't stab anybody any times because I have nothing to say about that. We have Catwoman Book's number not six. Stabbing anybody anyway? No, we have Kevin. No, I like stabbing people. I like Catwoman number six enough. I didn't read this issue, but Does I like push Catwoman, back. So like, I'm it feels like it's been a long time since we dealt with Catwoman. I don't know. I, I don't Should've know. Came what at the beginning of this month, here. I actually think. Yeah, maybe. Well, we're, we're yeah, maybe it's a week or two late. So yeah, that's coming out now. I, you're having a lot of problems with this book art wise. That Joel Jones, he in my news thing, I keep getting these news stories that she's backing out of drawing this. I really think that they're trying not to delay it. And especially if it's delayed within a month, maybe they'll let that fly. But I don't think they want to delay it months and months. So you're getting word throughout this deal. Fernando Blanco jumped in at one point. You have Elena Casagrande, who is jumping on for some down the road as well, where Mm -hmm. you can tell that she's having problems keeping up writing and uh, drawing the issues. So, yeah. And I like that when Fernando Blanco or Elena Casagrande, those are the two that we've had fill in already. It pretty is seamless. I actually like it, so it, it hasn't affected it. We have damage number twelve, which, we- if you are taking, if you're keeping track at home, this is the last issue we'll be talking about, and I think it's going to be canceled soon anyway. We have Freedom damage Fighters number Superman. one, Freedom Ooh. Fighters number one, Eric uh, Robert Venditti joint, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. I know, but you know what? He usually starts out pretty well, right? We get all excited. I'm really looking forward. Is this to an this. ongoing Eddie six issue mini? I'm looking right now. <laughs> I wanted to know, oh, Eric, why would it not be a 12-issue maxi series? Why not? I hope that it's good because I'm really looking forward to it. I think that this is another one a of those things where story we, packed we were talking. Issues. Yeah, well, well, hopefully it's not that. But talking back to when we were talking to Reggie and even before that with Ruben's Mail and things, this is another book that might be something that's a little different for people to grab onto and stuff. I'm looking at the cover. I, I like it enough. Um, no, there's there's a you'll like it right away. Right in the first page, Hitler's in there. So you know you'll you'll be mean? down with it. you'll be down with. <laughs> I remember that it's it. This is based off of the story that you once said the that you man. needed more Hitler. That's what you said would make it better, more Hitler. And that's not even a lie. You did say that, so you can't back out of that, right? Right, Eric. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Most yeah. of my life, I wish I I have to find that quote and have you. <laughs> I have to have that Harley Quinn number fifty six. I yeah. think that this will be the end, possibly, of it being twice a month. I think that it reverts to just once a month in January, if not February. We have Justice League number fourteen. Uh, this is the Scott Snyder's back on the book after the Legion of Doom bit, the last issue, and this is actually dealing a lot with uh, Thanagar Prime, Martian Manhunter, stuff like that. So we haven't seen that, so that should be exciting enough. We have Nightwing number 55, continuing the Nightwing squad, Rick Grayson, all that jazz, and Teen Titans number 25. Uh, So we have an anniversary-type issue of that. And uh, again, I think now we realize, remember when Teen Titans went away and then they came back? It's because they wanted to get to that 25. But we've been enjoying Teen Titans, so we'll see how that is. I'm wondering if that's like a full just one story. I hope so. It's a bunch of stuff. I'm looking now. 
Oh, it's actually just from the cover. It is the uh, thing that I told you before. This is the secret origin of Crush. Oh, nice. So that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I do we, look forward we to that. Looking forward to that. So yeah, that'd be cool. Robson Roca art looks really good. I'm paging through it now, and we've we've enjoyed that. So I'm looking forward to that. But two of those books, since there's not that many, two of those will be on the Patreon account. If you want to subscribe to that, go over to Patreon.com/slash/WeirdScience. You'll get that weekly. Very weekly spotlight. And that comes out every Thursday night. So it's not like everything drops on Sunday night. It gives you a little, you know, it gives you two books to listen to before. Also, I I just want to mention for, I guess the time being, I'm trying to keep up with it. Uh, I put the regular podcast out Sunday morning uh, so that everybody kind of gets an early access. So you can kind of get done the podcast during your Sunday. If you're working around the house, you're just laying around. So that's something pretty cool. Also point out that we have a marvel podcast that i do with me and brandon and double a ron and that is just the weird science marvel comics podcast so if you go and check that out that'd be great we actually have two episodes a week including a weekend edition with me and brandon so that's going on we're taking emails there eric it's gonna be a disaster (laughs) that's that's when trouble always starts emails yes i am uh but yeah go over to the patreon if you want to support us that'd be great we'd really appreciate it we try to do a lot of shows each month and uh all that and if you want to check it out just to check it out and you don't have to end up check it out and uh, well, you check it out, and by the January first, you can just bail and never get charged. But at least check it out. So if you don't like it, you don't like it. Just stop throwing shade at me when you when you quit. <laughs> that's, that's all I ask. I don't. I get enough shit being thrown at me. I don't need being thrown at me uh, when. And usually, it's it's along the lines of too many shows, and then it makes me feel bad. But then I try to combat that with even more shows. You think that's too many? Many. Take sure this. Take this. Fight is now on. Now, effed up history is on, baby. But yeah, that is the end of the podcast. Oh, we had some fun tonight, Eric. We had some fun, a little fighting, a little uh, battling, but a lot of love. A lot of love that wraps it around. It, it's like a fight wrapped around a hug sealed with a kiss, is I what I'd like, like to say. I don't this like this is. At all. You don't think that sounds sexy? No. How about it's like, you know, how about if I gave you a stuffed animal from Krypton? W- would you like that? And yes, I would have grabbed it out of that orphan's hand oh, yeah, and it to you. Yeah. Would you like that? Would that, would that make you feel better? Would you play with Look, that? I'm a like man. I'm playing? not playing with when a stuffed first, animal. Yeah, really. When I first called, we were getting stuff ready. I'm grabbing songs to end this. And I hear that clicking going on. What? Like you grow up, buddy. Really? There it is. The clicking. It drives me, drives me nuts. You click yourself. I'm telling you, you're a triple changer. You go from annoying to an asshole to fucking annoying again. Oh, Is that? Can you go back uh, no, and be no, a triple change? That's just regular transformation. Stupid, annoying asshole. Triple change. That's triple threat. That's what you are. You're a triple threat. <sighs> What what is a baseball player that they call a triple threat? What could that guy do? We're, I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to leave you with that. He acts, he sings, me. and he tap dances. <laughs> it's not Michael Jackson. Please, the ultimate triple threat. Uh, we'll leave with that. People people can laugh at you and figure out what a triple threat is. But what do we say at the end? Everyone have a great week. Keep we, it weird. And we'll see weird. you in seven. See you in seven. That is inappropriate, and I'm angry about that. Edit that, edit that out. Edit that, edit that out. Edit that, edit that out.
Edit that. Edit that out. Edit that. You hear me, Jim? Edit that. Edit that out. Edit that. Edit that out. Edit that. Edit that out. 